just for the Get Fresh crew. You review the books, get shaved and dirty looks. Now everyone turn to say poo-poo. Poo-poo. Man, oh man, is it good to be back. It's your dynamic duo of dummies here, bringing you all the DC comics that they can. I'm America's sweetheart, Eric Shea. And I am Jim Warner. And this is Weird Science DC Comics Podcast, episode number 242. 242, we're getting there. We're going to get up to that 250 and sayonara, baby. Is that what's happening? Right? No, that's not what's happening. I I don't need to do that. Uh, Anytime we get to any sort of milestone, that's what ends up happening. 250, we were talking about the idea that the 100th issue was, you know, a a huge one. And then the 150, and then the 200 seemed like it should have been. And actually, I think the 200 was Patreon only. So that kind of threw that. 250 doesn't seem like anything. And I don't know what's the next one seems to me like 500. Yeah, I think that, that we're going right. to have to wait a 1, long, 000. long time for that. Maybe our significant others will take over by then because I don't think I'm going to be around. But hey, welcome to the podcast, people. Uh, as you'll find out later, uh, according to Eric, we're all scumbums, he told me. What? Uh, and I love that. Later on, the, the term scumbums comes out, and I'm telling you, I will be saying that now for months. I, I love that. I just love the way it rolls off Scumbum. the tip of your tongue. Scumbums. But yeah, welcome to the show, the official, unofficial podcast of the WeirdScienceDCComics.com website. And if you want to go find us other than that, we're also on Twitter at WeirdScienceDC. We also are on Stitcher, iTunes, Grinder, maybe Tinder. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. We're on all Update. of those. Uh, yeah. Hey, we're everywhere. Uh, and if you do listen to us on, say, Grinder, and you are allowed to leave reviews, which I think you would be able to, works. right? I don't. Are we on Uber? I think that we are. Uber Eats, I think. I and think if you, you can leave an Uber Eats. If we, if we end up, uh, if you listen to us and you like us or don't like us, you can leave a review. Uh, I would actually say, I, I would ask people this. If you don't like us for a particular reason, before you leave a review, email me. Get a hold of me at weirdsciencedccomics at gmail.com and, and maybe discuss what you don't like. Because as Eric will tell you, unlike a lot of other podcasts, probably, I will listen to things and I will change everything on a whim so, of one person. So, yeah, a couple get weeks hold of and me. Then go back. Yeah, yeah and then, well, then they stop listening anyway. But it really, if you have a real big problem, let me know. And, and we might be able to work it out. You might actually, you know, Make my eyes wide open and see things a little different through a little bit of a different lens. And I might be able to figure out some things that might be along the lines where it improves everything, including your listening experience. But we also have a Patreon that's patreon.com slash weird science where you can go to support us. If you do like us, you can support us for the podcast that we already do. This one, also the Marvel podcast, but you can also go there to get more shows. And one of the big shows that we do each and every week are the special. Spotlights. We have a Marvel spotlight where we do two Marvel books. We have an indie spotlight where we do one indie book. And we have a DC comic spotlight where we do two DC books. These are all picked by the badasses of the Get Fresh crew. Beep, beep, boop. Boop. And this week, they picked Batman number 77 and Superman year one number two. I talked to Eric about Batman 77. Me and Brandon got together to talk Superman year one number two. And yeah, if you want to listen to those, they will not be on the show tonight. You'll have to go over to the patreon and sign up we do not charge you immediately 
you can end up signing up. And if you end or up not we? liking it, <laughs> well, I, actually, we charge no. you with your soul. It's <laughs> what we do. Uh, but yeah, if you sign up now, you will not be charged until the beginning of the following month. And if you don't like what you hear, if you don't think that it's for you, you can end up quitting before then. And never be charged. So you can use that couple weeks now or a week for a free trial to check things out. Now, one of the other things that you will get, I'll point out, even at the lowest dollar level, that's kind of there to just support us for what we do. Gets us, And I'll tell you, when we get people, even the dollar, whatever it is, we do get excited because that means that, you know, you think that we do something that you enjoy and things like that. Well, each week on a Sunday... After we record the podcast, it actually comes out early. You can get the podcast that you're listening to now Sunday morning, and that's every level of Patreon gets that. And that's also when we have an annuals week where we have the Patreon-only deal that gets that as well. So if you want to help us out, get Eric all excited. Maybe you can afford that Unicron that that is very expensive. Uh, But, you know, at least you get closer. But, yeah, you, you end up helping me. Basically, we said it this week is what we did that when when we started the Patreon, pretty much the only reason was so that our significant others can get off our backs because then we can claim, well, we have to do this. You know, it's a job now. And that still that still works out for me a lot. So and then Tanya goes, oh, your fans. She starts yelling (laughs) nonsense like that. Uh, But, yeah, just go over and support us. And it, it really does. It really picks up our spirits, makes it all worthwhile that we even know that people enjoy what we do. Uh, But yeah, we're going to go off now to talk about those badasses, Eric, those badasses of the Get Fresh crew. Beep, boop, that pick those books and pick up almost everything that we do. We have a poll for they get to choose, pick and choose, usually picking and choosing things that are just to spite us and and to get us upset. Except this week. Look at all this recap. Expect this week in the indie pod. Well, I want to spell it out. (laughs) A lot of people actually end up getting a hold of me on Twitter and saying, I don't understand what this Patreon thing is all about. (laughs) And I'm like, really? I thought we talked too much about it. But yeah, this week, Eric ended up skewing the vote when he got to talk about Transformers on that indie podcast. I need somebody else or a bunch of you to join up at the badass level so we can get, you know, no more of those Transformers books going on. I know that John Jack likes it, but here it is, Eric. It's the badass roll call. Oh, yeah. Here we go, Eric. See, I got to it eventually, right? Now I'm going to play the devil's hand here. I'm just going to relax. I'm going to sit back and relax. Clayton is the first one. We have Burdell, Dalton, Christian Falls, Ken Halleck, Francisco L. Rock III, Lady Abby, John Jack, Nick Adams, Mark Jager, who we actually got together with this week. He was very nice. Eric got real touchy-feely with him. What are you talking about? Josh Vermillion, Aldrin Stoja, Batman Beyond, Mark, Eric G. He actually upped up his amount, Eric, because I think he didn't want to be too sexy uh, from Fred. But you have David Fink, Scott Manship, Brandy Murray, Bobby Bain, Reggie, who's back this week, Joey Bear Casco, Be a Superhero in Home Business podcast by Ron Saunders. And I will repeat that, Eric. Be a Superhero in Home Business podcast by Ron Saunders. I had actually forgotten his name last week, and he let me know that. Joseph Wojcik, Dave J, Andrew and Belfast, Come Boom Rocky, D-Man 3000, All New Dave, Carlos, Ian, Brian King, Jolly Drew, my man Pete from NYC, Paulie P, 
Wright said Fredo is now too sexy for cellar dweller. Oh my, Eric, I messed up. Luis, Ulysses Jones, Hakeem, Double A Ron Monty, Simon, Swanee, Anthony G, Missy T, Rob Lewis, our man Rob Lewis, Lone Wolf Marv, and Ruben. That's the badass. See, I I, I really should go in and extend that song so that I can relax a little. just don't fuck around. And explore the space, Eric. That's what I like to do. I like to explore the space, make it something a little special each and every week. You're like Like, a blind man feeling around. That's right. You know what that is. You know what I that's do. like. That's called your dating. I but was that in that Lionel the, Richie that, video. Those are yeah. Hello. That is the badasses of the Get Fresh crew. Thank you. Beep, and thank boop. everybody else that's on the Patreon. If you're not, why don't you join them with this great bunch of fellas and ladies? Why don't you? But we're going to go off now to talk what is ending up being a book because we only have a couple books. So we have a couple sections of one book tonight and it's going to start right about now. Now we have waited for far long enough for the part of the podcast we love the meat and the cheese that we Yes, here we are. It's time for the book, Eric, because this the first book. section of book the will be just book. one book uh, because there's not a lot of books this week. So the way we're going to spell it out or the way we're going to arrange it is this first section will have one book, which will be Nightwing. But if you want to read the reviews of all of the issues, including the ones we had on the Patreon and some others as well, go over to WeirdScienceDCComics.com and read all them there reviews done by me, Eric, and the rest of the Get Fresh crew. Beep, boop. Beep, I didn't have any reviews on the uh, DC side of things. I had no. a bunch of Marvel stuff. Um, but not on the DC side. Now, next week, we have a lot more books you'll hear at the end. And it, it really is going to hit us hard next week. Uh, with the amount that we've had and stuff. Superman's yeah, back. Just freaking to throw its yeah. fucking weight around in there. At least they didn't. They didn't throw Supergirl in there. At least Thank they kind of, you know, scheduled that a little different with it. Um, but yeah, you also have a lot of the monthly stuff hitting. You have, you know, that. Oh, like Justice League and Justice League Dark coming out the same week as well. That's weird. Yeah, that's weird. Like I said, and then you have Freedom Fighters. We, we have a bunch of stuff next week. This week, we don't have a lot of books. And it's a weird, like, first section where we do have Just Nightwing, a book that rarely makes the first section anyway and for it to be the only one that's kind of crazy um but you want to just get right into it eric you, you want to hang why loose? don't you we want to you want to chat a little you, you want to get caught up i haven't seen you in a while 
I don't know about what? life. What's going on? Uh, you know, how are things with you? Uh, any you know books you've read lately? Is that is no, that what people books. talk about? I'm not a learned I told you, fellow. I'm not, I'm not very good. That's learned, Peppy. <laughs> I ended up, uh, I'm not a very good uh, small talker, Eric. Now, here comes your joke. What? Uh, comes out of your mouth. It's the small talk. There, because you're short. You get it? There you go. I, I just did it for you. See, that's what I used to do when I was growing up is you, you have to make fun of yourself before up. they can make fun of you. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, I will I will kill you. I will end you the next My. time I see you. I, that's a problem. do anything. This is why I'm talking about how yes, I'm you doing because you're always threatening to you kill me. You're making fun of me. I'm gonna, uh, you'll see me. You'll know when trouble's up is I show up to work with a step stool and three phone books. Then you know I'm going to get you in the chops. Buddy. Oh, my God. Uh, plus, for He's some reason at that chest. point. I'm also dressed up as Charlie McCarthy, and that's just for goofs, Eric. That, you know, I have the suit on. That's for laughs. Hat. Yeah, that's that's for laughs. It is. You make me laugh. You do. Uh, but yeah, we're here, and let's get to it. Yeah, tell me about that Nightwings. Nightwing number 63, written by Dan Jurgens, art by Ronan Kokek, Nick Filardi, and Anne World Design. Yeah, we're still dealing with Rick Grayson, which is bothering a lot of people, but this issue sees our former Dick burning the candle at both ends, along with the rest of the Nightwing squad, because of Bloodhavens having sweeping blackouts that are bringing all the scumbums yeah. out of the woodwork. If that wasn't enough, we also have Rick's grandfather, William Cobb, taking away everything that means something to Rick. Yeah, you bunch of scumbums. Yeah, bunch you have these rolling blackouts. I'll go with it, I guess. And it's the it's thing because I'm telling you, we deal. are out of nowhere having rolling blackouts every night, it seems like, in Bloodhaven, where it's making the Nightwing squad work extra hard. But I'm like, we ended last issue with Lex Luthor coming to William Cobb, the town, to tell him, I will make you an offer of doom here, and I'll give you your grandson who might let him bring you him over to the town side of things. And I'm like, is, it, is this part of the offer where he's making blackouts happen? Is this rolling, somehow working rolling, things? Because uh, all of a sudden, it it's, just, yeah. it's just blackouts, and it's never explained. Yeah, and again, if you aren't aware, when we do go forward with this, William Cobb, uh, number one, is a talon uh which he kind of spells out through zach talon he says uh but it's also it, it, is, it, it is dick grayson's uh, great-grandfather so you, you have that connection Please. i i am bleeding out why are you asking me questions but yes yeah, so no, no, even have before we even get started this whole thing where we do have the ending where we have always joked the idea the week though like the weak chain of the nightwing squad has always been zach edwards here so the idea that william cobb would attack him that made perfect sense especially because it looks like him and yeah. nightwing are having some kind of like camaraderie friendship while they're working together to yeah. stop all these scumbums through the rolling scumbums. blackouts but the whole thing the idea that talon william cobb would let zach live like he would you know Shove a bunch of knives in him, but go yeah. away without him being dead felt weird. Somebody has to keep the – I don't know. There's no reason for him to want him to live. He's a great uh, assassin. He's yeah, like, he you guys are fakers. I want to kill all the pretenders who are taking yep. the Nightwing name Fake here. Fake like, it till you make you let it, him buddy. Talon. Yeah, in this issue. Yeah, Zach, I like Zach and uh, Rick's you know, back and forth there. And they even fist bump at, at one point, like you and Mark Jager were doing at Pretty the bar cool, the huh? other day. Yeah, really. I wanted to get involved. Nobody was fist bumping me. I felt left down. Uh, yeah. So these rolling blackouts though, just seem to be there because Dan Jurgens is like, all right, well, what sort of things can this Nightwing squad deal with now? I really don't know. Okay. Rolling blackouts and, you know, pretty much, people who are going around thieving and you know because it's weird it's almost like we want to 
we want to tear the Nightwing squad down to the point where they're exhausted, almost like Batman yeah. and Nightfall, by yeah, making them constantly like out and it's about weird. every night and then making them do their day jobs as cops or cabbies or firemen, but then making them be out every night to deal with a bunch of stuff because of the rolling blackouts and the scum bums. I'm like, and, and is yeah. that what we're doing here? The weird thing about it, though, is the only one who seems to really be – you're only really following Rick. So yeah. when you have him – fall asleep at the bar and i just thought that's he was a no drunk. no i thought he was again like you at the bar the other day <laughs> How dare you? everyone and I, so that yeah you don't I fall asleep at the bar yeah and uh so it, it kind of played out weird because i thought the same thing i thought this was going to be one of those where and and even so i thought that maybe it's lex doing this with which would end up making the nightwing squad tired so that william cobb can come in but the problem is William Cobb doesn't need the help, number one. No. He, you know, these he can might come be in cops and, and yeah. firefighters, but they're not yeah. trained superheroes no. to the point where and, they've been alive the, for freaking is, so long. This is like a talent. And a yeah, this assassin. is way above. And I think that where you are losing things that I actually think that, and it is uh, Molly Mahan and Jamie S. Rich uh, are the editors, and even Harvey Richards, Eric. And I know oh, really? I did spell out on the Patreon what that S in Jamie S. Rich stands for. I will not say that here. Everybody who has oh. Patreon, they know what I'm saying. But I think that they might have been better served to go to Dan Jurgens and saying, listen, all right, what do you got? All right, da 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 You know what? I think you should spell out what talents are to people, Please. especially because because they're big deals and they are deadly. These well, are <laughs> these are a group. Well, that's why I thought that it should have been spelled out again. Because if you are reading this Nightwing story from the beginning, you have run into some you know talent stuff, Court of the Owls. Also, but instead if of you're going out there and Green actually doing, and they're stuff. doing their job and making sure that people know these things, they're out at the bar giving people handy jays like you the other night. Yeah, <laughs> then well, you weren't supposed to tell people that. I mean, I how am I going to pay for going. my tab? How am I going to pay for my tab without those? That's and really, that's though, the problem is there. You don't even realize, though, I was paying them to give them, Eric. It didn't make sense. Uh, but yeah, so yeah. Hey, oh, yeah. Yeah. So with this, I, I thought that that was the biggest misfire of all here is the idea that William Cobb is in town with a few days to kill. And yet a lot of and people are probably going to be left behind. With the idea that he's a talent, some people don't know what the Court of Owls is. Some people don't know what a talent is. Like you said, some people know these neutered talents as well. This is OG. I mean, this is the <laughs> line of talents that were the the big ones. I, you know what the I threats. mean? So. Yeah, these are the big ones. And, uh, you know, and that's, and also the idea Not those too, awful which D-list I, talents. You know those yeah, guys. And, and again, if we're going to educate and entertain, Eric, I want to oh, educate a little. That one of the reasons that William Cobb is there, you have to realize it's not there to kill Dick Grayson. You know, it shouldn't be. It's not, not there yet. to ruin anything. Dick Grayson was supposed to be a talent. He was raised to be a talent. Thank God the for Bruce ending Wayne. Up when the and the flying Grayson's dying, that's what actually saved him from being a talent because Dick, you know, his parents died and Bruce came in and took him away, which ended up throwing a wrench in the work. So this is probably going to be again William Cobb when he shows up. The talents and anything with a Dick Grayson when they show up, it's more of to get the legacy back. It's more of to get the you know you were always supposed to be a talent. Now I'm taking you back again, and 
This serves well for a William Cobb because this would be a clean slate that he can then take oh, yeah. and turn into a talent. He have all that Batman this, baggage yeah, after this, you know, yeah, made him into a hero actually, before. Now it's so, like, and, I'll get my freaking grand, great-grandson in here and proper. Yep. I don't have to freaking and, worry and about even, what Bruce Wayne did to him. Even at the point where it, it's a good thing that he's actually in this Nightwing squad and things like that because this could have been, if this was earlier on, this could have been the story where William Cobb just shows up as the, even pretending he's an uncle or just a grandfather. You know, you start getting the idea that he's 100 years old then you start getting weird things but just oh i'm a relative i heard that you got shot hey let me that would actually might have been a, a pretty cool story after right after oh, he got shot if you, you. weren't going to do this nightwing squad and like yeah i don't I'm remember Uncle you Will. like what oh you know you don't remember me yeah i'm telling you it would have been pretty good and then you realize oh my god you know even if he changed his name and then all of a sudden we realize oh my god it's william cobb that the town he's going to take him but at this point that's what it seems that he will do and it's one of those funny things because you do end up with that with a year of the villain and that's a problem here in my mind because with william cobb the idea of him wanting to get rick grayson back number one i don't know how much he needs a lex luther i mean this Agreed. is something like, that he I'm would be, give you everything you and, need to get your great-grandson yeah, into the yeah, whole fold basically like, gave him five dollars and a knife i think <laughs> that, that's all he needed and, and he pointed him in the direction but because did he give him a list this, of people that he might maybe, be able to go after so maybe. he knows well and that's the weird thing that's what i'm saying is i i i like this issue i actually like so it I. I like seeing william cobb i think it's played out well but in the roundabout deal, because you're throwing the year of the villain in here and because you have a Nightwing squad, there's really no reason for him to do anything against these people, especially for the fact that they don't really know him or care about him as much, but really to get a Dick Grayson. Normally, if you show up, about it was, the whole, he's giving him a it, reason not to go with it, him. Yeah. And if it was Dick Grayson, you show up, then yeah, maybe you got to get rid of some things. You got to convince him. You got to, you know, blackmail him, do all these things. He, again, he's a clean slate. You don't have to kill Zach. You don't have to go after B. The only thing that you could say with B would be the idea that, well, I want to get rid of the ties. Yeah, but it's forced. It really is. Because well, it's also a, a thing now a with, William with Cobb. With, with Rick being on his own like this, too, the whole idea is if I go after these people and, like, you know, hey, Rick, either you come with me or I'm going to hurt the rest of the people up. It's not like he has a backup, like, you know, unit like the rest of the Bat family that he's in touch no. with right now to really come in and save the day or help him save the day. He's yeah. pretty much on his own. And it's like, okay, I guess I have to do what you say or these people like B or poor Zach over here are going to get hurt even more. It's just weird, though, because what it ends up in my mind, it's just you, like you said a little bit ago. It is giving Rick Grayson a reason to hate William Cobb and go against him. You know, it, it would be one of those decisions of, okay, I'll go with this guy or not. But it, again, you don't have like the Bat family when you ended up having in Nightwing and things like that. It's kind of is a retelling of that where they went to the circus because he was trying to remake the circus. He had his one buddy that ended up being a town instead of him, things like that. And you had that connection, things like that. But it just seems like to me, again, I like the idea of William Cobb. I like the idea of the talents. They have a big connection with, uh, you know, Nightwing and Dick Grayson. 
And I like to think that without his memories, you know, he doesn't remember that. So they can kind of dupe him. They can kind of do it. But instead- I want you to make you an undead assassin. Get away from me, weirdo. That's You just have him come in, you know, half cocked and and trying to kill everyone. And it it didn't seem like a Talon thing in my mind. Especially because he tried to Uh, kill people. I'm telling you, the idea that Zach was left alive, like, what the hell are you doing? Is this just a warning? Because it feels really weird for the you to be a Talon and and why would you give a warning and to somebody who doesn't even remember what you're saying either. And and really, if you are a William Cobb and you're worried about some things, the big thing that you would worry about would be, oh, he'll go get Batman, he'll go get all, you know, the Bat family. So you would want to make sure that there's no th- and Rick can't remember. So if something comes up, hey, the Italian, uh, oh, what's that? Let me look it up. Oh man, I better call Bruce or I better do this. And uh, I think that it's weird. I think that it, it does make a story. You know what I mean? You can see what he's trying to do. It just doesn't fit it perfectly, oh, yeah. I'm actually, though I do like I'm telling you, even though we had before, we've had Brett Backburn as a villain, which wasn't much of a villain, but it was doing something. But we had Scarecrow before this. And even though that was like, you know, one of the big time Batman villains, it yeah. never really seemed like a threat, even though freaking Zach got hurt there too. But for some reason, now that we have a talent here, like with all of these, yeah. like uh, all these Nightwings without the experience that they should be having and like, you know, to take on somebody of that caliber, I'm like, all right, you have actually brought somebody in who was a threat, who actually could he go is through a threat. all these wannabe and, superheroes. And- and take them out single-handedly. That's what's weird in my mind that you're not letting people in on that. You're assuming that they Agreed. know what a talent is. You're assuming that they know what the Court of the Owls is. And we are, and it's one of our favorite things. We we love the Court of the Owls. They have, like we said, they've nerfed them a lot Court since the beginning. A- at one point <laughs> we thought, yeah, at one point we thought that actually there should only be three guys left. That you had a lot of weird uh, well, things saying, we got going some talents on. Maybe out about still three or four but we got no parliament yeah. left or freaking you know court yeah. because they have been slaughtered left and right yeah and and so you know i don't know that a lot of people realize that if you get them very cold they shut down you know a lot of things about no, yeah. the talons that they wouldn't realize that are things that they might need to know so i'm really i'm shocked that maybe when zach did say talon that dick Ray, rick grayson didn't go off and kind of look into it maybe have a book or say you know something I'm telling crazy. You, i was really like you know not, i was gonna say crazy for some reason but i was really into this whole thing because we are picking up the pace the tension is building because we do have william cobb in this out of his town costume trying to get the like you know figure out who his uh great grandson is at this point like taking a cab ride and yeah. just talking to him about nonchalantly about different things yeah, and just seems to the, be like, kind of, of gathering land. intel with him there exactly he's like yeah but he doesn't remember as it me. builds up for the next night and stuff like that the blackouts are going you know the night was gonna be out and about you know the talent's gonna be it's gonna be another night of the talent jim and freaking yeah. Zach goes and tries to think like, okay, I'm, you know, I'm Zach. I'm a Nightwing. I can take care of this guy in a freaking mask. But when he just grabs him by the neck and jams that knife into his butt, I'm like, oh shit, no. things are going to go really bad for the rest of the Nightwings. And I'm like, this actually built up the tension for me really well to that uh, the point where I was a bit disappointed when he was still alive. When no, Nightwing is like, oh man, I better go save him real quick. I'm like, no. save him. He's got know, knives man. in He's every goddamn part of his everywhere. body. How is yeah. he alive and, and why? And I really did think that maybe it would have been where you had Zach or maybe it will come in next issue actually you know it seems like we're back that but when Zach says Talon like you could have even had like a hutch Talon man I heard about those guys that's cool owls they you know something that somebody would have known and kind of fill in the reader Uh, again we're saying that in a book that always recaps so that it's a weird thing that I want some recap but I need you know here's something that probably needs recap 
but at the beginning of each issue, and it does it again, where you have Rick Grayson have to explain to the reader that he doesn't have his memories, and even goes later when William Cobb. Now it serves the the story where William Cobb's, "Hey, where you, you ever been to Gotham, man? I I was from there, but I don't remember much. You know, I got shot in the head. You know, you have more recap with that, and this is the one book." That way back, we ended up when we used to talk to Dan DiDio a bit on the Twitters and we would be able to send him private messages when he was on Twitter and he would respond eventually. And one of the things I did ask him way, way back is why don't you use like a Marvel recap page? It would be so great if you had that. It's one of my favorite things. And basically he said, and it's not that crazy an idea to figure out. It's too Marvel. That would make it yeah. seem like they're ripping off Marvel, so they don't do it. This book needs it. This I just book wish would it was a good comic best. trope and not a Marvel trope, you know? Yeah, really. This would be so great if you just opened it up and the credits page was the first page. You had a description of what happened to Dick Grayson to make him Rick Grayson, a little recap of the last couple issues with the On Nightwing with the story. Squad, and then having the bubbles with their heads, Nightwing Blue, Nightwing and then that is one page, a credits page. If we know what's going on, we skip it. People who don't know, they read it. We're all up to, to speed. And then we go on with it because, boy, the people who don't like this book, there are a lot of people who hate it just people because. Are they hate it because the same of Rick Grayson. Over and over again with this. They yeah. can't stand it. The people, though, and, and we, you know, I'm not going to argue with them about it. It's one of those things. I like Dick Grayson. I like the book Grayson with Tom King and Tim Seeley. People lost their minds because that wasn't there. Everybody seems to say, that's not my Nightwing. Yet Nightwing himself, when they did have it at the beginning of the rebirth, it got real stale. So this was something they're trying something. It may not be the best and it may have lasted too long. But when people argue with me and say half the books recap every issue, I cannot argue with them. I I can't convince them any other because they're right. And and yeah, some issues you'll have two pages. Some you'll have four. Some you'll have more. It it just each issue seems to do it. And I thought to myself, sometimes you'll have one or two, maybe three, Jim. Yeah. And and I ended up thinking, why would they do it? Why do they keep doing it? And the only reason I guess that they're first off, they think maybe every issue will be somebody's first. But this book recaps more than any book that I've ever read. And I only can think it's because now you have you know, the Nightwing squad actually in Nightwing outfits. And I think maybe they're afraid that somebody's going to join in and think like, who's this Man, why guy? Why Nightwing and, got you know, blonde hair? Why does Nightwing have blonde hair? Why does he have boobies? Why is he an old guy? Why is he and a big so, black man? Yeah, yeah I, I actually think maybe that's why, because you end up having these other Nightwings. So you have to explain it so that people don't just say like, Man, they really changed up Nightwing. It's a chick now, and you, then they just it's quit. It's weird because I, people would have this problem. I'm sitting here thinking, like, I actually am starting to really appreciate that we're doing more stuff. Like I said, with the camaraderie between Zach and Rick in the beginning mm-hmm. of this, where he was working with Hutch last time or something like that, I'm thinking that we're still not getting enough of this Nightwing squad because yeah, I we're do not. enjoy these characters and want to see more of them. But I even I even kind of did a little bit of math, and I'm telling you, we're close to you. maybe yeah, really, one plus one <laughs> equals four. I do not know. Uh, that's my final answers, Eric. I don't know. There, that's what I said. Uh, <laughs> and so when you get this whole deal going, though, is I believe at this point we've probably had enough page count uh, of two whole issues that have been wasted with all this recap of each issue at the beginning. It really is almost that much, you know, almost like 40 pages worth of a recap because of every issue having a lot of it. 
And that could be better served in a lot of other ways. And like I said, just, you know, swallow your pride a little. I, I did some of that. I swallowed something over at that pub when we were there the it other day. It wasn't pride. And, uh, oh, no, no, that was that was the guy's name. And so you, you end up, though, I don't know why he went by pride, but you, you end up with this I whole do. deal. You got to know the where you, <laughs> you have that, you know, that page. Boy, it would it would really be good. And and that page, the one recap would do so much better than this little narration that he has. I mean, just get right to it. Tell us every and if you're already ready, you skip and go. But yeah, so as we go on, I love when him and Zach are are having you know oh, camaraderie. Great. I love that they have a fist. Even bump. when the whole thing I, is, you know, they're trying to stop these scumbums from freaking pulling art out of museums stuff like you that. Love like, that you know, name you have, tonight, scumbums. I'm telling you, I you, love you, that you, it's you an art heist. It, so I'm sticking with I, it. I, I'm telling you, I love that it's an art heist of the most like base variety. Basically, it's it's like Ocean's Eleven without anything else. They are just grabbing paintings out of this museum and running with them. There so is no there's no plans. There's no. I this just is like the, thing. the whole idea. Security though, that the cop guards go home way. when there's a blackout. They can't I mean, see Jim. It's dark. Is that it? That's it. It's dark. That's what they're <laughs> doing. Just when I mean, Zach really. pulls out his gun when Nightwing's about to get, he's like, "Freeze!" Like, what the hell is this Nightwing <laughs> doing with a gun? Oh, it's the best. It makes me love just the idea that we have the cop Nightwing who can. We'll pull out the gun. Free scumbum. Yeah. Scumbum. I actually would have liked to. And and the problem is, is that, you know, Rick ends up saying, hey, you know, we got to get these guys, but we can't destroy the paintings because, boy, this is like sitcom city where you'd end up punching two of the guys and their faces would go through where there's people painted and they'd be like, you know, in the painting then like that sort of thing. You know what I'm saying? It'd be funny. It'd be funnier. <laughs> but no, that they're ending up doing it. I just need like some famous painting that has, you know, almost like the American Gothic, where then the two guys get punched and they go through and now they're the farmer and the wife. Oh, I'd be hilarious. I, I just want to know what Nightwing did normally on this because I'm telling you, we have the sweeping blackouts. We're told it's been a thing for the last couple of days or a week yeah, or so like this in this issue. But I think they say the three idea, days. Yeah, something like that. But the whole thing is when we have in the middle of the issue, it's the next night after they stop their scumbums from the art museum. And like when you see the Nightwing squad just like standing on rooftops, the entire city is burning already. The blackouts just started. The entire city is engulfed in fire. I'm like, what would Nightwing have done if he was still just Nightwing this whole thing? I'm like, "Eh, well, this is a loss. Better move to Pittsburgh or something. Yeah, really. I'm out of here. The blood is not where it should be. I also like that they're sitting around like, all right, you know, what should we do tonight? Well, I think we should go and check on the, the power. Like, what is ca- – like, the, there's no, like, talk of why these blackouts it are just, happening. Is it from the heat? Is it because of whatever? They're just going around doing things. Go to the, you know, go over to the power company and ask what the hell's going on. Ask what you're paying your bill too. for. They're all, they're all setting up their comm links in the night kind of thing. And this one page where Zach is looking over and everything's just engulfed in fire. Well, it looks like this is Nightwing Red's job. I'm going home tonight. Yeah, really. It's crazy, but yeah. He's a firefighter. I, this is his I thought deal. That, yeah, really. I thought that there was a weird deal, though, because you end up with, you know, these art, you know, these this art heist thwarted uh, by Zach and Rick. And that's where the other Nightwings show up. And they're like, oh, man, you know, we were on the south side. You know how it is there. Yeah, I you know. You don't know what and kind of like, scumbums we're dealing yeah, with. Really, there, huh? yeah, I'm telling you, we even after we left those scumbums, we had to deal with more scumbums. Uh, that, that, better be in the, that better be in the title of the podcast this week. I have to remember. Scumbums. Let me type that. Scumbums. Uh, but I, I didn't actually like when you have Zach like, hey, you know, you, you want to grab a beer sometimes? Because they have been 
somewhat friendly with him. This made it seem like they hated him, that they were mad at Zach for doing that. And I know that it, it was kind of a I lighter moment and stuff like that. But this Hutch would be just like had a I good deal you with Rick. wouldn't go out and have a beer. And I'd say no. I, I would say exactly. no. You, I don't need to, you hugging me. Because and we like don't that. hang Poor out. Mark Jager, he, he still told me that he hasn't had enough showers to get that Eric stink off him. You were all over him. I, I thought that you, you know, How I thought he you. got a, a second a jacket you were. Oh, my. You were all over him. But, yeah, you end up Rick going off. He ends up, and that's where you get the idea of, oh, well, I'm done doing the Nightwing Squad stuff. Better get in the cab. Off I go. And, uh, yeah, and then he goes and he picks up his first fair which is william cobb his great grandfather was the town he's asking things he's going to city hall he's you know hey you know you you in uh here for long where were you from oh i just came from gotham and, and you have all this thing where rick kind of fills him in on it it's a little more recap actually um but yeah and then he gets out and he's like hey thanks and i love to it's where y- you don't set up that he what a talent is you don't set up the court of the owls for, with people but yet when william cub gets out of the cabin looks you see the talent in his eyes I'm like, what are people gonna <laughs> That's think where you always this gotta is look. if they don't know that it's so weird but yeah rick goes off and i guess How he do didn't know who do too many fairs. You see it in their eyes you see it in their eyes. Uh, don't shoot till you see the talons in their eyes. Yeah, you go up and you have a Rick Grayson then sleeping at the bar. Like you said, that's a no-no. He's there falling asleep. And B is like, hey, you know, we could have some fun here. Let's make out a little. Oh, no, we have more blackouts. I'm like, really? Like, is this a shocker? And why aren't the blackouts ever happening during the day, it seems? Uh, I know that wouldn't be a blackout, but is the power working then? It seems to go on. Like, I, I imagine... That at the power company, all this is is one guy who just flips a switch each night. Like, ha, I got them again. Like, they they should look into that. But this is one of my favorites. Gotcha. Because, yeah, you end They're up gonna having. They're going to call me Blackout. Yeah, they call me the Black Roland Blackout. I'm going to be called. Hey, that's his actual name, Roland Blackout. And, you oh know, that's, uh, in the DC universe, gonna be that does guy. mean that he has to be a bad guy. But, yeah, they go off and there's another blackout. He goes off. Rick goes off to help out. And in one of the funniest scenes I, I've ever had, because it seems at this point you have a connection with Zach and Rick and you need Rick to be detained a little so that if maybe, you know, Zach needs help, there's not going to be anyone to go or whatever, because he does get attacked by William Cobb as the talent. So at this, Rick Grayson goes and he sees some people looting they look like they're looting like a department store they're gonna go and grab some tvs they smash a window and like yeah we're gonna get what's ours rick grayson comes kicks one guy in the face and then just starts talking and then tries to reason with everyone else it's like how's this working out for you maybe you should reconsider what you're doing the guy's like i think i will reconsider i think that this guy's talking you know really good here i'm telling you though you and i are out there doing something somebody comes up freaking wearing grease paint mask and kicks you in the face i'm gonna hear the guy out and hear what he has to say i might change my whole life about this as long as i don't get kicked in the face at this point you have what is at least no i see four guys there at first First off, four guys who are willing to go and loot look like a gang. They're a rolling gang. I think they might attack them. If they don't do that. Those are called friends, Jim. No, if you don't do that. I know it's weird to look at. You you turn around and run. 
you don't sit there and listen to the guy give you his, uh, you know, his philosophy on looting. No, you get the hell out I'm of there. I mean, the, look at this guy. He's got a jean jacket on it. Probably at the back, it says Judas Priest. Just go and listen to your music then. And Pretty he's cool like, jacket. all right, dude has a point. That's all he says. And I, I wish it was the idea where you have the guy who's got his nose broken, like, I agree. But that, that guy kind of disappears then. <laughs> How's that working out for you? You should expend more energy helping people. Kick. He's there. Dude has that a point. The paddle just doesn't pan down. He's on the so ground ridiculous. still. Ridiculous. So ridiculous. And he's like, so like I said. Don't hurt the city. Help it. Help everyone. Mr. Jean Jacket goes, okay. you convinced me. You convinced me. He goes, yep. Next thing you know, he's now opening up a soup kitchen. Out yeah, of nowhere. I am Mr. And Jean I thought, Jacket. I, I'm telling you, he's like, maybe I'll start a store with Jean Jackets because as I've learned, people with Jean Jackets get along. These guys just disappear. Heaven I'm telling you, this denim. is just a delay. There's no reason. Just have them still asleep at the bar. Don't give me Jean Jacket and his gang who are convinced <laughs> with, with just a little talk of, hey, uh, what were you friends. doing? And, and you look. Gang. I, I was going to steal these TVs. Well, listen, you know what? That's called the boob tube. You don't need that. What I suggest is go and steal the computers and look at boobs for porn. That would be, I agree with this guy. But no, the whole deal of that, their whole life has changed because Grease Paint guy Thank showed you, and kicked one of the guys. It's so Thank ridiculous. You. It is so It's like an after school special in three panels. Oh my, I was going to murder tonight, but you know what? So I think I'm going to go and get back is, together with my ex-wife. Oh my, the, that's what I'm going to do. When the city I'm has a do. blackout, I shouldn't loot? No. Oh my. No. You've oh, opened a lot of you, my eyes now, Mr. Wing. You have flipped the script on me, Grease Paint. Listen, it, it, should I wear a jean I'm gonna jacket? I'm going to go adopt well, a puppy from a rescue. Well, you know. Jean jackets kind of sometimes will signify that you are a bit of a scumbum. Maybe you should avoid that. You know what? I've I've worn jean jackets all my life. And you know what? I have been a scumbum. It's been the jean jacket. Thank you, Grease Paint. Thank you. Now, when you His turn around and leave Grease Paint. <laughs> Mr. Jacket, first Jean, name Gene. Gene Jacket. He's like, hey, thanks a lot. Can I can I shake your hand there, Grease Paint? I think All Nightwing right. just yeah. prevented a villain tonight. <laughs> I tell you, <laughs> Dick Grayson then turns, walks around the corner. They're like, okay, that asshole's gone. Get these TVs. Let's get out of here. This oh, yeah, is that probably did happen. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, these guys, the guy has a jean jacket on, you, I, a white beater possibly, and a I will goatee. listen to him. I'll, I will listen to this guy's whole story if I have to, as long as I don't get hit in the face. Yeah, really. That's funny. He's like, listen, is this going to be a long story? And, and Rick's like, well, kind of. Are you going to kick me in the face at any time when you're talking to me? No. All right. I'm listening. I'm all yeah, ears, I'm in. here. And all right. Well, what you need to do is start driving a cab and get grease paint. It's worked wonders for me. Uh, and, and then you pick up a fare that might be a talent and then there's trouble. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. But yeah, Neither even the idea I. of... It's it's so ridiculous that it's like this. It is an after-school special out of nowhere. Where you just, uh, I think that what ends up happening is while the, you know all these fires, you just need night, more Rick Grayson. Nightwing realized also hands are for helping, not for hurting. That is true. So are words. Actually, Eric, and this is what people need to know. He needs to get in his cab and get a, a speaker so he can go around and, and talk his philosophy of being a good guy and not looting. 
I'd like them to say, like, you know what? You have a point, but you know what? I'm, I'm pretty poor and my family's starving. What do you say then? Well, you know what? There's nothing to be ashamed about with a, a hard day's work. I'm with you. you. You're a great guy. It's so weird. But yeah, while this is going on, unfortunately for Zach, he's a pincushion. Uh, Talon yeah. William Cobb is just destroying him to the point where he should be dead. And I think it would have been something we've been waiting for this. Obviously, in my mind, it's too soon for this because I still think you're going to have to have a death for Rick Grayson to finally decide. Maybe this will be the push, too, of the idea it's these guys are now, not though, good. Since issue yeah, I'm saying I'm just saying you need to have somebody die, somebody like this, where he finally does say, you know, I know I don't really remember everything, but I'm pretty good at this. They're terrible. They, they should do what they're doing. all this blood has made me remember things I didn't think yes. I remembered. I am Dick Grayson. You know Thank what? Thank you, Dead Help, Nightwings. Helping those, helping those looters out really opened my mind. But yeah, 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 Zach is just- I opened their and eyes I, and they opened I, my mind. Yes, I thought that I was teaching them, and in fact, I was because they're scumbums and they're doing bad things. I do like when uh, when William Humanitarians they are up and calls Zach a fraud. But again, this is the a thing: pretender. There is no reason why a Talon William Cobb would have any concern about who or what is Nightwing. This is not a concern of his. He's going to get Rick Grayson, Dick Grayson. That is what he's after. This idea of trying to kill Nightwings actually, in my mind, puts a roadblock in what he wants to do, which would be to get Rick Grayson out of there. Like you said, the, the, what, how about the this? thing How about your be, grandfather, who is very proud of you and wants to see you again? He knows you're, a, you know, you're the face of weird science here. You're selling your face yeah. all over the place on t-shirts yeah. and coffee mugs all over okay. the place. And he happens to be walking through town and sees somebody who's yep. not you selling bootleg merchandise. Oh, you think my. he's going to get mad? How about this? He has a podcast <laughs> called Weird here. Out Loud. He has a podcast yeah. called Weird Out Loud because pretty much he's a scumbum, Eric, and he can't <gasps> think of things. It's the stupidest Aww. name ever. And in the meantime, you end up grabbing me and convince me to be on Weird Science. I was supposed to be on Weird Out Loud, but instead, I am now on Weird Science. So when he shows up in the town, he hates Weird Science and doesn't give a crap if anybody else is doing that because he wants me on Weird Out Loud. That That's the end game. The end game isn't <laughs> I, uh, you're getting ripped off with this merchandise. I would think that a William Cobb looking at fraud. Nightwing and even remember Bootlegger. Robin, that's the fraud. The Nightwing itself, the concept of Rick Grayson being Nightwing, being Robin, that's the fraud. He was supposed to take his, you know, legacy and become a Talon. That is weird out loud, Eric, and that's what he'd want. So actually seeing this bunch of Nightwings here, he would say, all right, at least they have that because I'm getting my grandson. We're getting the hell out of here. We're we're heading back. Oh, wait a minute. City of Bane. Fuck that. We're not going back yet, but I got to grab him. But yeah, so I, I think that it's weird. It, again, it's one of those things that you need to have some conflict. You need that big wow moments, things like that in the story. But I think that the whole William Cobb, if you know the character, if you know the, the court and all that, it, it kind of is stretched into the story of what he's doing here. Though I, I think you could just play off that the guy likes to kill people. Or, you know, or that, that would be it. this whole thing is he wanted his great-grandson Dick Grayson to be this talent. He is not right now Dick Grayson. No. He's this other guy who he wants to be 
be the person that was supposed to be the town's like this. You do not get to be him as William Cobb says here because he's upset because you've got all these Nightwings and that's all he wants to join the family fold. But we don't have that. We have Rick Grayson. He's a cab driver yeah. and a drunk. Yeah, but yeah, but, <laughs> but he didn't do. Uh, so what you're telling me is he's going to go find uh, KG Beast and take care of him, right? I don't, I don't know hey, what I'm hey, saying anymore. There's only two people that are responsible for the Rick Grayson situation. It's KG Tom Beast King. and Tom King. He's going after Tom Thank King. God, Tom he's King like, has I'll that get, bodyguard. I get that son of a bitch. I'm going to get him. Uh, yeah, so I just don't understand why you would kill or try to kill these these Nightwings. It's weird. But we'll find it, out it, in a month's time. And, and but here's the thing, though. Also, if you take away that cab ride with Rick Grayson, take that out of the equation, and he ends up going and finding, you know, Zach, thinking it is Dick Grayson, like basically, hey, I'm your grandfather. And then Zach's like, what are you talking about? He's like, oh my, you're a fraud. Then goes to get, now I'm in. Now I realize, okay, he's covering his tracks. He did, he thought that was, you know, Dick Grayson, but you've already set up that he knows who I that thought he is was undead, and should have just grabbed yeah, really. <laughs> he is though, because that's the problem. Is he has those contacts that have that damn talon thing in? You can't see through can't that. See shit, but they look really cool. <laughs> it, makes, it makes you really you know shady things going on. But yeah, so you have that all going on. You end up where Zach is pretty much tied up, and it does remind me a lot of Night of the Talon deal, where you have him hanging from the the building. They end up going. He isn't dead. I think that he should have been. You do as well, and they're like. Like, who did this? What's going on? And we're like, get me an ambulance. Don't ask me questions. God Too damn it. It hurts to blood. talk. Lungs I, filling with blood. I, at least pull out one of these knives. And even with the idea, like, look, do some detective work. See what those knives are. Because usually those That's things even thing have talons on them. He pulled out one stuff. to cut the thing that was around his neck. So now he's just bleeding out hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> and no, the best is you didn't see. He cut that with the knife and then stuck it back in him. All right. Done oh, with God. this. Oh, no. What are you doing? Plug it All up. right. Plug it, it up. You know, stop it, pincushion. That's what he calls him. That is now his nickname. But uh, the art I like enough. I don't like Rick Grayson. It's all right. The Rick Grayson part of it. And this is where on the Patreon. It's not the best when me and Brandon talked about disappoint me either. You know, well, when me and Brandon talked about Superman Year One, I liked all the art in that. It surprised me with John Romita Jr., uh, except I don't like his Clark. And he's the main character. So that's odd. And I have the same problem here. Uh, I don't like the way he draws Rick Grayson in this, though. Everything else looks great. The talent looks great. Everybody in a costume with a domino mask and stuff looks really good. I just don't like Rick Grayson's look changes uh, throughout at points. And I said this before. That's a great I swear to do. God, it's Scott it's Snyder. It looks like Scott Snyder at points, and it makes me giggle. Um, but yeah, so at the end, though, the big thing is with this all crap going down the whole city's aflame because you know there's no lights i don't know where you know the police are they don't seem to be they seem to have taken the night off it's a blackout jim what are they supposed to do well that well yeah they they end up they went (laughs) they went to clock in in jacket over here talking to nightwing i'm telling you they went to clock in and the power to the, the the punching clock was out Hey, they didn't clock in. They're not working for free. They left. They went home. And uh, so you end up having, you guys like are you salary. said, the, the Nightwing team ending up being tired. At least Rick was. He fell asleep at the bar. But then at the very end, wow, you know, they're trying to tend to Zach, seeing what's wrong with him, see, you know, trying to save him. You end up seeing that B is, you know, she's tending her bar still. 
and you end up with Tiny who showed up and he's like, what? There's a blackout. That means drinking time, right? And and really, we think that we remember him being in that AA. I'm not fully sure. I didn't go back, but I kind of remember. Well, that's what happens. This is the thing. It's like what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. What happens in a blackout didn't really happen if you can't see it. That's what I go with. So nobody sees him drink. So did he drink? So he's in there, but yes. at the very end, you see William Cobb. It's all about show personal up. accountability, Jim. Yeah, William Cobb shows up and he's like, I like this motif with these candles and I'm going to kill you. So you have the deal where, you know, it looks like he is going to start picking off everybody who knows rick grayson and you know when you ended up having rick tell b because she said listen if i i don't have my memories now that we're going to play this game anymore i'm going to tell you the full deal i used to be nightwing i lost my memory she knows all that and when we find that out with anybody i always say they're going to die so we'll see and if you are going to go forward with i don't know how like the end game where you end up with the nightwing squad dead do you end up with B dead? Is everybody dead? Does Rick Grayson get back all his Everybody's dead. Town? Rick Does Grayson is dead. We blood? only left with Dick Grayson. Yeah, and, and so I, I would like to know what they have in mind, what's going to happen. You know, if it's two issues from now or it's 50 issues from now, what the next phase of a Nightwing book is. Maybe they're told that there won't be one. The sales aren't great here. And yeah, because people are avoiding it as well because of the Rick Grayson. But, uh, you know, is he going to stay in Bloodhaven? Do they like B being his girlfriend? Like, I'd, I'd like to know that because this might be the start of what's going on if she gets killed and things like that we'll we'll see you know that they're kind of maybe resetting things and getting rid of some of the extraneous stuff but yeah i want him to be dick grayson and nightwing again especially because then he can deal with the rest of the dcu i'm really getting tired of that and we don't have it too many times but anytime something happens and even in the batman title they said hey did you get a hold of uh, rick yeah he doesn't want any parts of it he don't remember shit and I, I kind of don't like that. So uh, I, what'd you give this? I ended up giving this a 7.8 out of 10. I enjoyed the art for what it was. Didn't think it was great. But at the end, I really wanted to know what Lex Luthor offered uh, William Cobb for yeah. the whole Doom thing to get his grandson back, great grandson back, because it's got to be more than rolling blackouts, which also just kind of came out of nowhere. Like, so you got to start explaining some of the stuff. But An info? Something. He's like, like, he's a cabbie. I just, That's all he gave him. I just want to know a little bit more about this, but I love the use of the Nightwing squad here and Dick Grayson, seeing how well they're working yeah, together. I, I like the camaraderie that we're seeing here and the idea that we do have a big threat coming in. It's going to tear this whole thing down so i liked all that it's just some of the background stuff i would have liked to see more of yeah i, I would have liked a little like i said a little recap of the talent uh what that is court of the owl stuff get everybody on board and also that might even serve us because we've been wondering exactly what it is now i mean we've had uh different variations of the court it got international i mean you, you add a lot of things and then even in the hard traveling heroes deal that ben percy did in the uh, Green Arrow book, it really seemed like they really were slumming it, right? They were scumbugs. The Batman of just point. killed the rest of them. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Even that. So, we, we really don't know what's going on with them. So, that would have been nice. But I'm going to give it a 7.5. I, I'm actually, that's about what I have since the whole Rick race. And I'm about overall like a 7.75 for it in general. Uh, I still like the book, but the, the most interesting parts of it are the Nightwing squad. And it's a shame that people 
don't want to get involved because they are pretty cool characters. I just, like you said, you always want a little more. You want a little more of them. You want to, and it's, it's just a weird book the way you have to have Dick Grayson in it so that, you you know, he's the, the big star, but I want to know more about the other guys and we just don't seem to get it a lot, but that is that that's our first book for the whole first section of book. And now we're going to go off to the mail. Yo, it's mail call. It's mail with Jim. Yes, it's Mail with Jim and Eric. Bring me my He's mail, Mr. Postman. Well. That's how it goes, right? Watch That's out for the I dog. They you. notoriously don't like postmen. Twist and shout. Bring that mail. Is that how it goes? Is that where we'll just mail. do? We'll just Bring do all the mail. different Beatles songs with that. It's like gonna get the mail. It's real good. Eric Sari doesn't have pants on like you knew he would. There, there you go. You know, the Beatles. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Every Beatles song that you try to sing, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. It's like yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, you could do goes. that. It would be funny to make a whole deal where it's just Beatles songs and you just insert the uh, yeah, yeah from She Loves You. <laughs> it That's would be all good. it's from. It's just in every song. There's real down, somber songs, you know. They're like, Maybe slow down that. The yeah, day breaks. Yeah, her yeah. mind aches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, boy, that's a really different version of that. Ah, uh, yes, we're here for the mail. And if you want to be involved in the mail sections and be the and star of the show, you? just like Eric Shea is. That's me. And later Reggie will be. Oh, Not my. me, though. Not me. Wow. You, you know who might be the star of the show tonight? And I'll tell you, at some point I may have to just go and, and start killing is what I will do. <laughs> because somewhere in this room... There is a cicada, and the damn thing, oh it just, my it, God. It, all Are of a sudden, scream it'll like just start, midnight the other maybe, night? yeah, let's start going, oh my, a guy just went in through a window, and there's a cicada on me, is that what you said? She's got problems when she goes outside. Yeah, she she might want to not smoke after midnight. She's like the Don't weird smoke gremlin after midnight. <laughs> Smoking after midnight. Jess doesn't like the cicadas. Yeah, yeah she yeah, ended up going yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a weird <laughs> podcast. Uh, yeah, uh, the cicada. As long as I'm loud, which you know that'll be all night. Oh, you're good. Yeah, uh, I'll be fine. But the minute that I stop talking, it starts it's you know typing it's in. It, time. it starts to try to get its own words in. But then if I go to Coming see at you where one it more is, time, Cicada I podcast. sit there and listen. I listen and I'm like, okay, it has to be over there. And I go over, but the thing's like a ninja. It just shuts up and then I so can't. It's like a cricket. Yeah, I don't know where it is. But this is mail section number one. And as I was going to say, you email us in at weirdsciencedccomics at gmail.com and you'll be part of the mail. Boosh. Don't do that Marvel 
dot com deal. You know, I always it. mix them up every time. I got I got to think. What what podcast? What is are we this? doing oh, yeah. tonight? Oh yeah, I'm like, oh, what podcast is this? Oh, I'm depressed. Yeah, that's the DC one. Oh no. Oh, my. <laughs> and the first mail is from Louise, and Louise says, "Hello, Jim, Eric, and the best crew. I know the Get Fresh crew. Even <laughs> hoop and a hoop. I hope everyone enjoyed their summer. Uh uh-uh. I didn't. No, I'm still it's, sweating. It's, yeah, really. You'll be sweating till December. And sweating till December. Yeah, really. Sweating to the oldies and sweating to everything in between. Is there? Oh, I hope man. that Reggie is doing better. As I've been catching up, I hear he is doing better. He'll be yes. on the show right after this mail section. So yes, he is doing better. I hope you hurry back. The podcast not the same without you, brother. Oh, is I thought me? he was talking about me. How dare you? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, really? How dare you, Louise? <laughs> I've now, it's so funny when people are nice to other people and it just irritates me. Where do you get I'm off? Like, really? Like, I love when they're like, hey, that was a great review by Jeremy this week. I'm like, how dare you? How come I don't get told Throw every some of that gratitude day? my way. Yeah, really? You know, throw that confetti this way. I've never spoken to you or met you. Neither have I, but you've met uh, you, but you are part of the crew. So you are family. So hurry That's back. Right. It's funny, Luis, you, you will get a heavy dose of Reggie coming up uh, this week. He has two books, which will be Aquaman and that black mask year of the villain. But next week he has four, only three we're doing on the podcast. I told him there, there's a couple of things I had to catch him up on. Like the idea, <laughs> the terrific ain't so terrific. That's uh-uh. how uh, I know that he usually can convince me otherwise. He did not Much seem to want to convince me. He didn't seem to want to convince me. So, yeah, maybe he read ahead. I've been doing a lot of reading, trying to catch up on my few weeks away. I just read JL29 and Starro Robin Needs His Own Book. That was the one of the best and funniest things in comics much. in a long, I just long want a toy time. Or statue. Yes. I know you love them, too. Let's make it happen. Let's get a group. And we storm the D.C. office and demand they give us a star. Look, book. If, oh, if, if we get a Jarrell Robin book before I get a JSA, I'll be really upset. Oh, my, Eric. Well, I'll tell you something off, off mic in a minute. And I'll let you know something that you'll be very happy about. Okay, you really? You got that? I'm going to turn off my mic now. You're not getting that, Eric. Oh, okay, we're back. I, I actually lied. have something to tell you. And if, if we do get one, who would you think is the best to write and draw it? Well, I will say drawing it. Are you aware, Eric, that we talked about JL29, the Starro book? And in another chat, another chat group that I was involved with that I may or may not have been kicked out a couple times, Makes you sense. know, for being a curmudgeon. Yeah. Uh, they were talking about Javier Fernandez's art and saying how much they loved it and, and saying I'm all these things and saying how much he, yeah and how much he, they did and i mentioned one bruno redondo and i bruno. said there is a guy who i love and i want on more books and then they, they nobody seemed to know about him and said give me an example examples they said and i said how about here's a little an thing example. called injustice here's a little a, a thing called justice league 29 and i when i went to look i'm like well, why did i forget <laughs> he that he that. did that yes and i'm like boy that was really good and that whole stuff and, and i forgot all about it. i'm like and they're like i haven't heard of him what has he done recently recently they were talking about justice league too i'm like he did the last issue and making it seem like i remembered that as well eric so i but i didn't i actually forgot you yeah. so i would think that he would draw the jaro book and if you want a funny man 
A guy who's a known Giffen? for humor. That's what I was going to say. You're wrong. A guy, you if he goes me. on Twitter, a would break the internet. Keith Giffen. If he went on Twitter, it would then be called Keith Giffener because he, he would rule. Giffener. I was told by Dan DiDio. I said a Giffen your way. <laughs> like, they named I, the I gif after that. him yeah the gif I, i'm telling you he's the gift that keeps on giving it, it is with uh you Said know no deals I, I hit the wrong deal eric that was supposed to be the drums yes keith giffen known as a funny man but aren't all funny mans the ones who are shedding a single tear in the corner eric in the corner with their pants down there's uh, still yeah, being Keith, funny. I, I would think that they would get Keith Giffen and then it would all be ruined, you know? Yeah. So I, I, I would say, number one, it, we're wasting our time. There's not going to be a Charo book. And I'm, I'm storming Area 51 first. I, gotta, I have that set on my calendar. I ain't got no time to storm DC. I'm going to be doing that, Eric. I, I didn't tell you. No podcast from now on because I will be shot if I Yeah, go. I'm sure this will all work out just fine. Yeah. Another thing. So if you were going to have anybody write it, uh, James Tynan. There you go. Scott Snyder, who who kind of made him up. I, I don't know. Another <laughs> thing. Do you do you know they're getting a ride? Yeah, no. uh, they're getting rid of The Office on Netflix. Yes, I do know that. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's a great show. Eric is not a fan. I've watched I've two episodes. Seen the British uh, episodes, and then I've seen, I think, the first three seasons of the American show, the Americana show. Uh, Rafe has seen every episode. It's his favorite show of all time. He loves it. Uh, then the one working wheel in my head starts turning. I'm thinking of your box factory. You and Eric should sit down and write about your box factory. Maybe you can get a show. Oh, that'd be thrilling. Nobody would believe it. They could not suspend their disbelief enough to believe the horrors that we see every (laughs) day. The horrors every single day. You and Eric, the main guys and characters, like guy who shits his pants, guy who pees out the back door. Oh, I got you. So I'm a guest star. Yeah, really. I'm telling you, guy who shits his pants and guy who pees out the back door. That's one guy. But we can make them too. Boss son, you would have to get wrong turn back to the factory somehow and all your other crazy co-workers. Yeah, we have melding man, Jimmy. Jimmy came up to me uh, the other day. I guess it was Friday. You weren't there. And he comes up to me. I think that's when he came up to me. He might have came up uh, the the other day where he's like, yeah, you're a guest star. (laughs) That is true. Uh, He's like, do you like to bet? I'm like, no. Well, (laughs) Did you ever have a sure thing that you were going to bet? I said, no, no. I, I told you I, I, I wouldn't bet anything. I'm too cheap. And I, there's too many variables. And I, your I luck is way bets. bad. So no way you would ever do and that. I'm like, well, I'm like, I'm not going to bet on money on things like that. Because, you know, you're betting on people doing stuff. I don't know. You know, there's too many variables. So he's like, I'm not saying if you would bet. But if you would bet. <laughs> it, 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 was there God, a sure him. thing that you wanted to bet? I told you, Jimmy, I, I don't bet anything bet with your life right now. Yeah, yeah, really. He was. And he just get, he's like, no, no, no. You don't get what I'm saying. No, I know you don't bet. But did you ever bet? What are you what are you doing? You're killing me. And I'm like, no. One and time he's bought like, a scratcher. Okay. Are you happy now? Yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, OK, I was going to bet the one time I knew it was a sure thing was the Eagles in the Super Bowl. And I, I actually and my boss actually had to come over because he thought that I was going to kill Jimmy only because I just started yelling and I wasn't being mean. I was just yelling, yelling. I'm like, really? No way. Did you think I remember you coming up to me and telling me that they were going to get killed? Sure thing. Oh, yeah. After Carson town. Wentz went out, it's all over. 
Yeah. Uh, when, when did you come up with this nonsense? You revisionist moron is what I should have called him. Ah, uh, yes. And he says, get Jess and your family involved and get alter egos like burn victim Mae West. I guy like kid, it. get them all. I'm telling you, guy kid would be the delivery guy. He'd come in with his, his old school, you know, newsy outfit. Hey there, Flash. It would be a runaway hit. Think about it. Anyway, good. Bye, everyone. Enjoy your week and see you on the 7th. Yeah, I, I would love it too. Next on Netflix, Box Factory. They're Cardboard like, boy, that sounds Box sexy. <laughs> they think it's a different show. All right. They think it's actually one of those reality shows where guys compete to be a boxer. That would be a pretty good Box Factory. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't work out. No. We, we would not have a hit. Uh, thank you, Luis. Thank you for having faith. Uh, the next <laughs> email is from Nils T-Wart. And that, up, that always does make me laugh because that sounds like either I think a, he's a villain. It sounds like a villain to me or he's, he's playing with us. But he's from uh, Germany or as us natives say, Hermony. Oh, and yeah. Is, yeah. Is yeah. What Deutschland. Gotcha. Yeah. Hermony. Guten Tag. Do you hear I'm speaking German now? Guten Tag, Jim, Eric, Reggie, and the whole GFC. How did you like my test of German city names last email? You say poop beep. Uh, I'm telling you, they do (laughs) like their poop over there. Uh, I've seen some. I've avoided some I think I've avoided more videos than I've seen. Uh, Nils says, how did you like my test of German names in, in last email? I think we may have missed the email, Eric. There's times where he's talking about something that happened a year and a half, two years ago. Maybe. I liked it. I liked it. I thought I found it amazing and it really made me a better person. That's what he said. Berlin. So staying in my motivation of writing you each week, this is what worries me. What is happening? I think, I think, I think Nils, uh, I think he, he's not sending the As far the, as the I mails. know, we have only ever had one mail from one mail. Nils where we debated whether it was Niles or Nils. Yeah, and that was it. Yes. And I almost did it again, and and that was a while ago. It, it, maybe he thinks we uh, we come out with the podcast every three months. Is what it is. That you know, amazing. I know, I know, yeah, I know some that do. Uh, so, staying in my motivation of writing you each week, I'll share my experience with you. I, now I'm going to have to go back and see. Maybe the spam film was hitting it. <laughs> spam. <laughs> it's like Nils, really? Nils, nah, nah. What is it? Nils T Wart. Like, Nils no. T Wart. Like, that that's like that's nonsense. Spam. I'm going to have to check. I, I, we may end up having a full other episode of just, just nils. nils. Yeah, it'll be. Catching up I will nils. share an experience with you. Like only Tom King could. I was a, on a rubber I boat think I tour. Wanted. A rubber boat tour with three friends last weekend. I had a near-death experience being caught it's in a, a water boat. roller from a dam. I think it's just a raft. <laughs> I, I wonder, and, uh, when I think about it, though, is this something like he just went out on his own raft? Or was this something that he like, like, do those Delaware. duck boats? You know those duck boats yeah. and things that they have? Maybe it's something like that. Uh. Maybe. My friends did this trip three times already, once a year. Okay, they, so they, they should go. have prepared you for the dangers. First off, calling it a rubber boat, I, something's wrong. I, I'm telling you. Well, once you get rid weird. of the water or the metal, you know it's going to be you – know, you're playing no, with your life true. at this point. It's only well, rubber. He, Keep he, a me between that he got and the briny the deep. Wa- the briny deep, he got caught in the water rollers <laughs> from the dam. I don't and know what he, that is. I don't either. The last year, uh, they said that they did this water roller, and it was fun, very fast, and very secure. So I thought, well, yeah, all these signs of life sounds like a good date night. Very fast, very secure. That is you, not secure though. When my friend did this already, and they're still alive, so he's like, basically, uh, my friends did this, they survived, so I'll survive. We only had one paddle left. 
I, I'm telling Left. you now, I, I don't, I what don't, this is not a picture that I'm getting painted in my mind. I'm really worried about what's the going other, on. We had to barter the other freaking paddles for the Ripper pirates yeah. to get yeah, by. Really, we didn't know the Somalians were so prevalent in Berlin. We only had one paddle left because the other two already oh, broke on okay. the tour. This is awful. I was the one with the paddle and had the instructions just to keep the rubber boat straight. What's so we where do you have the instructions? Or like, do you have like a piece of paper? Manual. Some guys, yeah, the Somali pirates are yelling from their ship. And you captain now. <laughs> yeah, really. It's a rubber yeah, that's boat. That's what it is. Yeah, they're, they're yelling. Hey, Captain Phillips down there. Keep that thing straight. So we jump the wave that will be down the water roller. I've seen movies where boats swim straight is up this to like, a wave. Like, you know, like uh, the White Rapids? Is that all we're doing I'm here? I'm starting to think rollers? that maybe what this is is the dam. And this is the weirdest picture. I think that it's almost like a water park now. And the dam, actually, they've connected rollers to it that simulate waves. So they can actually, you know, you're surfing in Germany. And they're I, going I bet towards in it. Berlin, the line to get to this still smells like pee, just like it does here at a water park probably does plus it would go really well with that porn from there where boats swim straight up the wave and they just smoothly went over them you know like perfect storm or the titanic or being secure on the other side well you have to realize niles you're going up a huge niles. wave nils you're gonna end up on the other side you just don't get deposited you know it's nice that's what i thought would happen to us too so we came Turns very out it's near more like a trampoline we came very near to the water roller, and while we're hearing its roaring sound already, it sounded oh God, like the water monster. cried out to me, step away, I'm too huge, you idiot. It's a siren <laughs> calling you to the briny deep. That's what I said to Tanya on our first date, Eric. Oh, my. She loved it. And my body said, jump out of the boat, swim to the shore, and let these three idiots do what they want to, which is odd. That's what Tanya said back. <laughs> Guess whom I listened to? My brain, which said it can be a very funny experience. Don't you worry. Well, brain, you aren't the most intellectual Shut of all up, time. My tiny brain. That's my new sitcom. <laughs> Only, you know, it's Herman's head. Herman's head, yeah. Herman's head. Only three seconds away. Anybody, anybody know? Yeah, reboot. Anybody know what Herman said? Anybody? I do. I do too. Only three seconds away from the water roller, my body cried out for help. The wind cried, "Mary." Turns out, Neil's not a stronger swimmer. My brain was excited, so we came to the point where we all saw what was waiting for us—a water roller with waves that were three, two meters high, kind of like six feet or fifteen gyms. You son of a bitch. Now you speak my language. I'm all over this. Yeah, really. All of a sudden, you speak German. <laughs> you fucking jerks. My friend, who was the most adventurous of us and in very good shape, just cried, whoa. Just la- last time, they weren't this high. Also, what they, my wife said when we first met. <laughs> Everybody knew at that time that it was a possibility that we were going to die today. So we drove down this water roller. I have no idea what's going on. This water roller seems to morph. I was giving the boat a last course correction. The boat was totally straight to the wave. And and we hit the biggest wave I've ever hit. Our boat went up the wave, holding its nose front straight up to the sky. He was now 18 gyms up there. I'm (laughs) going to defer to Mark Jaeger. He said, you ain't as small as Eric says. I thought in that moment, if we only make it over the wave, we would be free. Guess what happened? Our boat didn't jump the wave. It didn't make it. We, We were pulled back down into the water roller and everyone fell into the water. 
What felt like Never five to be minutes heard from again. must have been 30 <laughs> seconds, but I was swept away from the waves, put underwater, and I could only catch my breath for a second, Eric. And I, my, my mic, my earphones came out again. Uh, and, and then I ended up going home and I had to call the next of kin of all my friends. Oh my I didn't God. see all my life going past my brain. I just thought incredibly many thoughts like, damn, you're an idiot for not being more secure. Well, the last 1.5 years were great. I learned very much this about myself. This is why myself. you don't leave your house. This is my best. Uh, I learned a lot about myself and fucked many people. Good. I like how he says that. Fucked many people. Had a Good great relationship you, with a beautiful woman. Isn't I don't want to die. It seems like that's past, though. R.I.P. Beautiful woman. Very shitty way to die. I told you they like that in Germany. How can I get out of here? The only real thing I saw in front of my eyes the was only a picture of my girlfriend. That's the best. Here's the deal. He had a very great relationship with a beautiful woman. I'm saying that's not his girlfriend now because then he remembered his girlfriend who smiled at him. And then then I came up from the water and saw the water roller behind me being free to live again. 15 meters in front of me were my three buddies also secure and alive. The rush of adrenaline, which went through me, was incredible. Oh, no. Now he's got a taste for it, Eric. He's going to start to eating the glass. He's going to get uh, such magazines as Mosh Pitter and Glass Eater. I was alive and I could do all the things. Yeah, he doesn't want a monthly sponge magazine anymore. That I wish to do with my life. There was only one thing left. All our stuff went by us and we had to catch it and throw it on land nearby. Later, we noticed that we only lost like 10% of our stuff. All right. Turns I, out I, all the laptops and freaking car keys we brought yeah, with us 10%. lost to, the, to Neptune. Their car, their family, and it's just where they're going. The one thing I learned the most was to trust my body more than my brain. I Always don't trust think you should your go body. by that. No. I learned more things like to live more in the moment and fuck more. And, <laughs> and yeah, fuck yeah. more, he said. You gotta. And he's you got a go girlfriend. Any moment. It, would that be fuck more people or more no, with his girlfriend? Still more. more. Okay. Just more in general. We're yeah. not going to specify. many people. It doesn't matter. It's life, man. Well, Life's crazy. You know, that is true. It we won't is make crazy. it out alive. He, he, the, the weird thing is he was dying to go on this rafting ride and dying to do this water wheel. And yet he forgot to live, Eric. And the more you put Until my efforts in he this, almost died. But many of my decisions now will be based on what my body says and not my brain. I'm telling you, don't let it go too far below the belt. There you are in trouble. I prepared some other things to say in this email, which are comic related, but I guess this will be enough for this time. I, I, I just, I really, Catch when you we're next done two here, years, I am going to go off and see that maybe, I, I don't know, maybe he sent it to some other podcast. He didn't realize. Yeah. Uh, and he says, this is the funny thing because he he'll said show the you. the Weird Science Enoscope podcast. Yes, that's the great one. That's called Cheesecake. Please, he says, uh, that's enough for this time. Then please insert there's no limitations. And unfortunately, Doug Peterson is lost to the ages. And I don't have that clip and haven't had that clip for about 50 episodes. Him. I tried the other day and I was having problems. Uh, so he I'm says, read you next general. week. He's still alive. He's on, and he says, by the way, I'm on episode 212. So this explains a lot. At the beginning, he said, <laughs> hey, Jim, Eric, and Reggie. He has no idea what happened to Reggie. Nope. He thinks that, you know, he has no idea that my computer went down. I lost a lot of the sounds, you know, all that. So I'm working my way up to you guys. Isn't that the song? Working my way back to you guys. Stay awesome, yeah, Jay. Yeah, yeah. Your buddy from Germany, Nils. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. There you go. All the Thank way you, Nils. go nuts. 
Thank you, Nelson. And that is the end. Yes, yeah. Just that, you know, probably go in between brain body. You know, make sure what each of them say, and then kind of you know discuss it amongst them and, and see who thinks things keep on sucking. Yeah, well, I think his brain will say uh, that too. Uh, maybe I don't know. That that led to a lot of problems for you in the past. Yes, J- just remember when you want to do that, just go and get Doctor Who, the eleventh hour. Then it you'll works. be fine. Oh my, it does. All right, so that's the end of the mail for the night. We got those two mails. Thank you, Luis. Thank you, Nils. And we're gonna go off now to welcome Reggie back to the show. Welcome back, Reggie. Now's the time to hear reviews and listen to what Jim will say. We'll find out if he thinks the books are good or bad or just okay. Now's the time to hear reviews and listen to what Jim will say. We're waiting to hear all Jim's scores be. Yes, we're going to hear Eric Shea. And also, we are here with Reggie. Breaking news. Reggie Reg is Jay. back. How are you doing, Reggie? Hi, guys. How are you doing there, buddy? Hi, hi, Reggie. Oh, my. It's now, so like nice to <laughs> to Marsh Matt, get the hell out of here. Like I said, Reggie is no longer on the podcast. <laughs> Breaking news. Hello. Reggie's out. Like I said, when we were talking yesterday, I said, who's he? Jerry from Facts of Life? Holy moly. We don't I'm need that. I'm not drunk. I'm just brain damaged. <laughs> I, I, need, I need Reggie to then. Uh, we were talking because you had, what was the girl on uh, Different Strokes who was Kathy. in a wheelchair? <laughs> Kathy. Listen I'm, here, turkey. I'm handicapable, <laughs> turkey. Oh, my favorite. My favorite. That is all I thought. And I, we did, but me and Reggie had already done on the Patreon. We ended up doing a X-Men Back Issues Marvel podcast. And I was talking a little, but I told everybody we're going to be repeating some stuff as well. And uh, yeah, Reggie is back. I was very concerned at one point. Then I was very concerned that he might have seen my father on the other side. You know, he broke right. through to yeah. the other side. And I, I wanted to know, does he have any messages? Maybe you saw Eric's father as well. Daddy. Yeah, Daddy, <laughs> any any messages? Because I, I doubt that Eric's father has a message for him, right? Uh, well, you're, you're, Jim, your dad did say uh, he shared a lot of tasty cakes with me and said he liked to yeah. share them with everyone except for his two idiot sons. Yeah, that's uh, my dad. I'm Eric, telling you, that Eric's sounds very seems, accurate. Eric's dad seemed to have forgotten that he was a father. I didn't really want to push the issue. He, just, <laughs> he seemed to not remember. He, he was like, did dad, I? He is just as he was in life. <laughs> the best is he was a father like 15 times over, too, as far <laughs> right. as we know, right? He I was mean, like, really. which Eric was that? Yeah, about? that's that. <laughs> he <laughs> actually is his namesake. So yeah. there you go there. But yeah, Reggie is back. And Reggie, what what exactly – was it that you had? Because I so, people would ask, and I, I just said that his old ticker went a, a tonker, is what right. I said. Now, that's my medical well, term. Well, you know, you know uh, the way I lived and uh, pretty much still live, you know, th- shoveling garbage in my mouth, living a sedentary yeah. lifestyle, you'd think I would be the prime, uh, you know, case for a stroke or a heart attack. But oh. instead, I had one of the rarest things that anyone has, only 200,000 people a year worldwide Herpes. get it. It's called no. Many more oh. than two hundred thousand people worldwide have that. Oh. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, no, it was uh, an aortic dissection, which meant that my oh. aorta actually ripped the, the the vessel that feeds blood from my heart 
into the right. rest of my body. Now, now you're now you're disgusting. Man. Ripped this open and blood invaded my my body yes. cavity. It struck my spine. What's well, that? It's supposed to be, isn't it? Inside. No, yeah. no, it's supposed it's to be inside, inside, right? inside oh, the aorta. That was the oh. thing. I'm not a doctor, but I just think that blood should be on the inside. That's how far I go. <laughs> definitely he's a, should he's be. He's a Draculus. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. I, I, I turned into a Dracula is what happened. He was a Draculus. He was. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so you had an aortic dissection, something That's that right. I never want to hear again. No. And, and I only just want to say that it, when we first started talking, boy, you would rip apart, you know, everything that I ate and all that. Well, look what happened right here. <laughs> I know. Yeah, look that's at this. what so happened. Turned it see, right around. see but then it, that's it, the thing. That's all I thought. It's a win for me. I didn't even learn the hubris of my uh, sedentary lifestyle because it, it, at first I thought I had to do with that. But as I talked to doctors, they were like, no, it was just a freak genetic abnormality. Oh. You can continue well, that's to, the thing. to that's, that's shovel the worst. cheese whiz in right from the yeah. can, he said. Yeah, the worst is is a lot of times these things happen. And even with athletes and, you know, people who go to the doctor all the time, there's just no reason for them right. to check that sort of thing until it goes wrong. And a lot they of people could, there's, no, to, there's not even a way to check it. Like, yeah, it, that's what I'm saying. The way you that's find weird. out is it happened. And, uh, and yeah. But I, I like, love that, really. Yeah, 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 you Take did. Some blood. Yeah. I was like, boy, you got some thick blood. You might have yeah, one of those aortic mysections. Yeah, <laughs> mysections. But yes, you are down and out. You were actually in a coma uh, for a while, I was right? For a I mean, while, that was yep. the thing. Yeah, and I, I was getting updates uh, from your wife, Lizzie. And I'm telling you, it's the, it's the worst thing when you're getting an update where the update is very encouraging. It makes you happy that Reggie may have smiled. And then I said, right. wait a second, that don't sound like Reggie. I said, something's wrong. Oh, no. You know, you better check. Yeah. I had guess. I just yes, had yes. guess that day. That's all yeah. it was. So, yeah, so I, I was getting updates and, and stuff like that. And I, I was telling her some info. She ended up saying, and I told you at one point, she's like, we're playing them hip hop songs. And of course, I had to ask what the playlist was to make sure it was accurate and up yeah. to my snuff. It's what make I sure, thought. Make sure it wasn't like Mace and DMX. Yeah, like, we're not yeah, trying to hear actually, that. Yeah. Yeah. What did you no, just I, say about Mace, actually, motherfucker? Yeah, really. Actually, <laughs> oh, I, I, I said to, to Lizzie, I said, as long as it has at least every third song is Young MC, we are good. He will oh, be yeah. back with us. And uh, yeah, certain things happened while you were gone. Uh, Eric had a kid. I don't know if you oh. really said it. It was a very, very quick pregnancy. Oh, really, really, uh, must have been really that, rapid. I've only been yes, gone three months. It was. <laughs> it may be a clone. Um, you sure yeah, like, cat? Was it a cat it pregnancy? It may have yeah. been. It <laughs> may. I don't know. I but, uh, thought the way my father father. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, on a whim. Yeah. They, they ended up, Tom King ended up getting, that was the big deal. When Tom King ended up being announced that he his run of Batman would not make it to 100 issues, I immediately got a hold of Lizzie and said, whisper into Reggie's ear this. And you were actually, you were up at that point, but not, you know, you, you were still having some problems, oh, right? Oh, yeah, I was like, messed and, up for I figured about two you would have woke up thinking out of a coma kind of thing like how long was i in a coma well, this is what i man. wanted this is what i wanted because when i always think of somebody in a coma you always want to have some real big thing happen because you know that that's kind of funny to screw with Did Lizzie come and out then, with a long beard to try to fool you yeah, that's, that's right you Lizzie have, out of yeah. Uh, and oh, I ended it's up. It's been hundreds of years. And, uh, yeah. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh my! The flying car is here to take you home, Reginald. Uh, they they ended up. Lizzie ended up getting a hold of me, and it was actually a a funny time. You know, if there can be a funny time, and all sure, of it seemed to be when you were back. You know, you had come back from the dead. I like to say, Reggie, you, you, sure. you didn't follow He's a the miracle. light. You came. Mm. You're a miracle child. You came, but at that point. 
you were so heavily sedated, you oh, know, God. sedated that I was getting little tidbits of things that you were saying and doing that were hilarious. They really were. Like, yeah, you know, Reggie I said was, this today. I and, was messed up, boy. For I'd say yeah. even a week and a half, two weeks after yeah. my surgery. Uh, what I'm even, saying is we all made fun of you. It's what I, I, I want you, you to did. know. Yeah, you, you, there were some funny updates of things that you would just wake up and say and do. But you even told me you had the craziest dream that actually you thought when you woke up was what happened during your whole coma. Oh, and yeah. It's the craziest thing. This, this, this is one of the craziest things. While I was in the hospital recuperating, I guess, or maybe while I was in a coma, I believed that I had been – Lizzie and I had been given as part of a – Christmas present by my parents, the chance to interact with this play taking place in the hospital that actually took place in the 60s and had to do with racism and like a whole bunch of other issues. And it all ended uh, opening some some blind doors and then emerging onto Don Henley's yacht. Yeah, where that's, he celebrated that's Christmas what it, that's with what his you family. And I, so and I believe it's amazing what you're telling me. Yeah, I yeah, believed really. that, that, well, apparently I was on fentanyl. So that's, that's oh, the one wow. to get, folks. Drugs, but, uh, gotcha. It was the drugs that probably did it. But, I mean, I believe that this was true, I'd say, for several days. Even even after I woke up, I was talking to people like, did we do that? Did you? Did we end up? How, what was Don Henley like? Did yeah, we end up I love it. It came hey, back Lizzie. wrong. Hey, Lizzie, uh, Don Henley, are we still on speaking terms with them? Yeah. She's like, are no, no, cool you took him? your pants off in the middle of the party. <laughs> uh, you blew it. You blew yeah. it. We only are now allowed to go to Joe Walsh's yacht, and nobody wants to be on that yacht is what no. happened at the end. Uh, and by the way, Eric, he was in a coma. It's not called a comma. I, I just uh, want you no, to know that. A comma <laughs> is not a coma. No, a comma is not when you, you're asleep there. Right. Uh, but yes. Never, the, obviously, now, well, if you read it in my reviews, you know I had no idea what that, that was. Oh, yeah. You, or an apostrophe. Here. Uh, actually, are we talking Brandon's reviews here? Oh, oh my. Uh, also, I will have to say, oh, my. I'm like Mr. <laughs> Blackwell. Uh, I, I do want to say, though, when, when things like this happen, you do reevaluate things. And I thought, you know, Reggie, you know, whether I knew or not that it was a health issue, how you ate, I just sure. want to tell you that I, I, when you were in your coma, I, I ended up changing my whole lifestyle and my eating uh, habits. I, I just want you to know that. You guys listen now. now. Yeah, I, I, I'm lying. I didn't change anything. I was but what say, I did what, what, think, did you stop there's... frying your head cheese? No, no, what, what I'm telling you. No, what happened is instead of one Whopper, I eat three now. There you there, go. There you go. I'm like, That's how lucky is six, he? So there you like, go. This guy's in a coma. He was living the dream, I said. <laughs> no, but uh, one of the things that actually got me was, and this is legit, and you know, I, I know that this podcast, we like to joke around a lot. Right. But, yeah, I'm going to get a little, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dig deep for oh, this shit. here. I'm going to see it around. Let me tell you. Now, the one thing that actually got me, and it, it did, is because, Reggie, you will be somebody who will verify this. Me and Reggie, for probably, you know, every other day for about two years, would tell each other that we wished we were in a coma. That's we would true. say this on the reg every single day. I would message Reggie, and then I would say to Reggie, like, man, I'm so fucking tired. This day, da, da. And then Reggie would write back, like, man, you just need to get into a coma. That would be the greatest. And then I'd write back, I know. I really want to do that. I wish months, that this you know what I mean? That's And then all. We, we started talking about how, you know, Michael Jackson would go in those weird comas every yeah. night. And yeah. I mean, we would... Every day, pretty much, we would talk about how great it would be to be in a coma. So when this happened, I'm like, it happened, Reggie. You're living the dream. I, You're it was doing living the dream. Boy, boy was I well rested. Yeah, yeah. I was, def and, and I was definitely there. having dreams. It was very bizarre. Yeah. 
and I, I said yesterday on the podcast we did, Eric wasn't on that, obviously, but I said, you know, when you have this aortic dissection, it, what I learned is, you know, things that don't kill you make you even stronger. I think Reggie's now a superhero. Like, I he have. has the strongest heart and aortas ever, which is a lie. It's not true. But, <laughs> I uh, grew yeah. three hearts that day. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, yes. He, 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 Eric, he died of a broken heart. He did. Yes, that's what um, I Yeah, so the, the whole He's deal an angel. is, though, you did say that you're, <laughs> you're in one of the best shapes you've been in, though. So maybe oh, that's yes. the diet I need to go. The Reggie diet. That, that's yeah. where you, you end up. The near-death near diet. That's yeah, the near-death diet. It, it doesn't take come much, out, right? They put you through rehab. They, they don't let you eat nonstop crap. It is, did Lizzie tell you at any point, did they come in and ask her if she wanted to pull the plug? Or did she actually <laughs> go and look into that herself? Did she start suggesting this at any time? She, she did become my medical proxy right away. Well, so that's she, good. She had that power at any time to uh Well, that's the me. problem. That's what I, I'm letting her be that for me, too. Because if I was in the situation... <laughs> Tanya, Tanya would pull the plug. She tries to pull the plug on you every other day. Well, that's the thing. They're like, Tanya's like, listen, I know this is drastic and all this, but I really think we should pull the plug. They're like, he's just here for a checkup. I mean, yeah, he's nothing's fine. wrong. He's, hey, he's fine. talking right to Rogan now. in the living room. Yeah, really. It, we, yeah, all he's doing is here to, you know, check up for his medicine. No, no, no. Pull the plug, please. And then I say, you know what? I wish you would pull my plug, baby. I, I said. Hey. Hey there. But yeah, we're here actually to also talk books. And I, I know there there's always the you know, the the case of people joining into the podcast for the first time, and they have no idea what we're talking about. They're like, why are these guys talking like they haven't yeah. talked to this guy in four months? Because it's been a while. It's I mean, been a little it's been while. A, yeah, it's been about three months. Yeah, it's been talk. crazy. I mean, at one point, uh, we we were so, Reggie, thinking that. summer? Yeah, we were thinking. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> the summer of 19. Yeah. Uh, and even the mail we just uh, read before you got on, Luis was asking how you were, and I said that he'll be very happy that you're back. Oh. And I, I wanted to keep it a little more on the down low. Uh, coming back, I didn't know if you wanted, you know, everybody to know right away or all that stuff. So I, I, I really appreciate. I saw on the Slack and then through Twitter, so many of the Get Fresh crew were very supportive <laughs> and uh, people. You know, even some even did send cards and stuff, and yeah. they were yeah. they were very interested, and it really did help to you know get That's through cool. some very very boring times. Essentially, yeah. I mean, I I can't stress to you how boring it is to just be in a hospital and not be allowed to do anything but like watch the crappy shit TV that they have, you know? Yeah. Did you Tell see any fresh prints? Best summer, <laughs> best summer. Now, uh, do you, do you realize, cause you know, we haven't talked for a while and, and maybe you forgot uh, things about the podcast and things like that. Do you realize that when I hear that the get fresh crew was sending you a lot of well wishes that upsets me that they weren't sending them to me as well. Is, uh, is that sure. a surprise? I know, yeah. I know it's not that a surprise best. at all. I'm yeah. like, those bastards. I thought they were gym guys. Team Jim, I thought. <laughs> Why are you doing this with Reggie? No, but yeah. They should have, they should have been asking concerned. you, how are you dealing with this, uh, you know, yeah. Reggie's near-death experience? Yeah, really. Are you okay? Like, Is everything oh good with you? They they want to. Make, I make sure, like Lizzie Schmizzy. You know, I I am the one you need to worry about here. Uh, I will tell you. I think that besides your family, obviously Lizzie and and your parents and things like that, I think the person who was most upset probably that you were gone was Ruben because that oh. that guy. How many times he begged me to start reading those Sandman books myself and reviewing them. I'm like, yeah, that I, know. Ain't I, happen, I, buddy. Feel, I felt bad because he got you know he got Chris and myself to review those. 
And now we're so behind. Like we we were basically just like goodbye on that. And we're yeah, not, I, we're not I, going pretty back. much. I said I said to Ruben that I do not think that that's going to continue. We might do we it, might do the Sandman, just you know the one, okay. the main one, the dreaming. Well, that's the, what it's called. There's yeah. the weird things. He does want to know. Well, I guess you and Chris would talk about this anyway. Uh, you know, amongst yourselves, but like that new Constantine book that was announced. If you're aware, yeah, we, of we'll that, probably yeah. we probably will do that. He was new, worried about you know, that one. Yeah, so it's just that and, some uh, of the other books as i recall last time i read them you know three or four months ago now uh they were pretty difficult to get through so i'm not really trying to go back and oh my read, Sim- you know 16 books now. or whatever we may have to pull the plug on simon now he, uh, he's yeah, he just gone he may have had a dissection himself he's gonna be so <laughs> upset because yeah it's been killing him but he keeps he keeps me up to date with him He's like, yeah, that was good. And I'm like, whatever. I read what it for a second. About? I'm like, whatever, I, I, would, I, would, I would love to hear someone talk to you about House of Whispers and just like yeah. you get your take House on of, what the hell's House going of on in that crap House hole. of Whispers. That's all Jim asks his kids to do every time we record. Yeah, really. <laughs> just be a House they of Whispers. It, it's, it's a I, House I, of Screaming. I, yeah, I live in a house of screaming and hate speech, it seems. Uh, that's that's what I uh, – Rafe, the other day, Tanya says that she got a – um like. An update where you get those updates where you're, you know, oh, she somebody updated. Yeah, <laughs> update. No, she's like, hey, uh, somebody is using my account. I don't know if it's been hacked. It was like her email or whatever. You know, when, when you have different browsers and stuff like that, you will get those updates. Like uh, sure, somebody sure. has logged yeah. into your Google account. Da-da. And she's there and Rafe's like, oh, yeah, that was me. I got kicked off of Xbox Live again. So he keeps getting kicked out and he has to make these dummy accounts to get in and stuff like that. Because yeah. he's using hate speech online. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he, he's not nice. He's really not nice, and it's weird because oh, at this why point we play video games together. Folks. Yeah, that's and, and that's when he plays Madden, it's the worst. But he's even playing Minecraft, and he's just yelling. And the things, basically, My- what he <laughs> what he gets kicked off for is legitimately telling people that he wants them to die. That's actually what yeah. he gets kicked off for. Logan, there's other things that go on downstairs with Logan. He's the worst. He actually has left the online community. He told me because he's so hateful that nobody oh will play with him anymore so now he's just watching old animated movies by himself downstairs Good Lord. He, looks, he looks so depressed he's just there watching animated movies on the, his uh, computer the, the online community got together and kicked yes. him out he's okay. out nobody will play with him nobody will play with him but yeah we're here also to talk some books not just to catch up That's we're right. here to talk about two books uh you are back for the attack and the thing is i also want to thank uh, before we go on i want to thank all the people who did jump in and oh, yeah. helped review the books that you did including eric you listen, I ain't going to do any extra work. Sure. Everybody, they're like, okay, me and Eric sat there and it's so funny. We're like, okay, we got to figure out Reggie's books. So me and Eric split them up and then I gave yeah. all mine away. That's how yeah. it works. There you around go. Here. That's how you do it. Yeah, what did you, did what did you review, Eric? I didn't see. Just, I was doing like just like dark, dark, oh, okay. girl, and uh, right. something else, I believe. And uh, it's not fully true because I do have to uh, mention that because I thought that Eric had taken the Green Lantern. I got screwed no. into doing that. You so, specifically this told happened. me you and, were going to do that you, because Reggie, I didn't like it. Reggie, and then every month, forgot about it every month. Every month it came out, I'd forget about it, and I'd end up doing that review by 1 a.m. where I realized. Wow. And I even sat there, and I'm like, the hell is Eric not putting up a preview for that the, the Green Lantern? Oh, no, it's me. And then Boy. I'd have to review it. And uh, I will say also that's another thing that uh, Ruben was upset about because there's a lot of books that you did 
that you were more positive than me. I have to say, and I told you this a little last night when we were talking, I've come around on some of them. I've even liked the The Green Lantern a little more and uh, Just Sleep Dark. I even liked a little more, including the last annual, which I think I liked a lot more than a lot of other people when I looked online. Yeah. Have you read those? Are you going to catch up when they come out? I'll, I'll catch up. Uh, Green Lantern and Justice League Dark, I am going to catch up with. Uh, Green Lantern, and, don't and worry Aquaman about Aquaman I have now. I will tell you, here, I'll, I'll catch you up. It's crazy. There you go. That's all, all you right, know. From the mind enough. of Grant Morrison, there you go. I'd like to hear what you think of reading them all together. You, but actually, actually, you actually did contact me while I was in rehab to read an issue of the Green Lantern. Yeah. And, and I can't remember if I did or not, but. Uh, yeah, all, I can't you were, remember. You were, you obviously, did. you were struggling. I was struggling, is what I was. Yeah. <laughs> also, I think that I ended up getting all of you for that uh, Doom Patrol. I think is the one uh, I, did I read also that. That's right. ended up uh, telling you that and this doesn't make that. any sense. Yeah, it, it seems to just be issue thirteen, not number one of a new one. And because I was actually going to try to review it at one point, and I'm like, yeah, because nah. I thought it was a number one. It Chris was, did it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That, I didn't, and that's the thing. We kind of lost track of Chris. Everything got all uh, humbled, jumbled with with me, well, you, I'm Eric, back, Chris. Fellas. We can get it yes. all back together again. Yes, hopefully. we are. So yeah, we're going to go into these books, and you have two books tonight with us, and one is a book again that when we were talking, uh, it is Aquaman, and when we were talking before you left. Uh, it was kind of dragging a little. And so when you were gone, I it hated did. that yeah, book you when did. Reggie was talking about yeah, this and book. Yeah, it's funny. So you know what, Reggie? Since the summer has ended, I really enjoy yes, Aquaman. Yes, he enjoys it now. Really? It's, one of our, it's one of our favorite books now. You know, it's one of those. Here's the weird Not thing about issue, Aquaman. Well, here's overall. the thing about Aquaman. It is, it's a book I enjoy. But I never think about it until it comes out. I don't sit there a week after it was out or two weeks sitting there and thinking to myself, man, I can't wait for that Aquaman. But when it would come out, it was actually a, you know, like a pleasant surprise that I was enjoying it more. We were getting more, uh, not overall, really, but I, I was getting more of the feel for Aquaman. Now, this issue may be a little different. We have this whole year of the villain thing. Yeah. that's kind of screwing up with things. But uh, that was just a little recap for us. So, you know where we stand. But tell us about Aquaman, Reggie. It is Aquaman number 51, written by Kelly Sue DeConnick, pencils by Robson Roca, inked by Daniel Henriquez. And colored by Sunny Go. It's rhyme time. It's rhyme time. Time to put the comic books in rhyme. It's rhyme time. It's rhyme time. Time to put the comic books in rhyme. Where have I been? I have been away. Let's take a break by Amnesty Bay. We can take a walk and have a chat. And walk and talk and walk like that. Now Jackson and Arthur are bestest friends and face a weird monster at the very end. If you wonder why this issue was chilling, it's a tie-in with the year of the villain. <laughs> Word. Yeah. Yeah. Now, this so there this issue actually worked for me, especially having not at the time of reading this, I hadn't read the other two Aquaman that I missed, but I have read them now. But this really did help me to center me of what's going on right now yeah. in the Aquaman world, but it also not a lot happens because it just has to tie in with this year of the villain thing. You know what I mean? That's the yeah. main Honestly, part of it. Even that, like even having Jackson Hyde back, which we had at the end of last issue where he had Aquaman had to go yeah. pick him up from the police station for, I don't know, walking in gay. I don't know what they actually arrested him <laughs> for. Apparently they don't like the likes of him around this area. Oh, Maine, but, <clears throat> but the whole thing is like, that is the only tie in. And it feels so weird because, you know, when we're doing the new 52 before they're like, we had the idea. Okay. Batman's, continuity that stays in green lanterns continuity stays because we just got done this brightest day stuff and we want to be able to keep this stuff going 
But Brightest Day was the thing where we brought Jackson Hyde in and had the, you know, the introduction with Aquaman and the whole idea of Black Man and who Jackson Hyde. That was the big part of that story. Just to have it recap here because, all right, Black Man, a year is about like you're forcing something that you've already done before, but in uh, not a great way in my mind, because it is kind of boring with Amnesty Island, the old sea gods. We got to rebuild and bring some supplies over here. I'm like, what are you guys doing? You were just building up some great momentum with Mother Shark and Mara and everything like that. Now and even like, coming right, back, let's do, we do Habitat for yeah, Humanity. And that's the thing is, even coming back, I, I thought, okay, you know, you have the old gods. They're going to live on that island with the the lighthouse, right? See, so you got that. And I thought, okay, that's that's actually a good deal where you can kind of put them aside for a little. And let's get, and especially with Jackson Hyde let's at give the them last their own island yeah, and forget about yeah, it. Yeah, really. And, and yeah, Jackson Hyde show up in the last cliffhanger. So, okay, we're going to get Jackson Hyde. We're going to do this. And I really think that there was, it's like one of those things that not much happens in this issue overall, like really. But I think that's because there's too much attempted to happen. And I think right. that it would have just been better for Aquaman. I know that doesn't make the greatest of issues, I guess, but just Aquaman hanging out with Jackson Hyde, figuring out what's going on, maybe, you know, that sort of thing. And then having the Mara Volko stuff as well. But the idea of the island of the old gods it seems to this is a little bit too much of them now we, you know they're in our world they're going to that and let them be for a little before we need to go on with it and then yeah. also throwing in the idea of you're the villain in black mana and the, the thing is this is actually one of the books and and reggie if when you get up to speed with a lot of these other books you'll you'll see there is a weird type of year of the villain thing going on some books go full in some books barely mention it some books it doesn't even seem like it's going on so this one having this and it looks like that's why jackson hides there and all this this is one of those more full in and it's weird that i would love to have black mana and an aquaman book but it's one of the things that I'm like, ooh, I, I, I yeah, don't the, know the that whole, I really need that now. The whole I, I interaction think, between Black Man and Lex Luthor's Yeah, telegram, I don't need that it here. All, it all takes place as an epilogue, which tells yeah, me, like, yeah. this is not what uh, Kelly Sudeconic had intended yeah. for this but issue again, or, or around you, this you time. Have, but you know, the connection with Jackson Hyde being with Aqua, you know, or Black Mana, that's definitely going to, you know, sure. play out. So it yes. seems like, okay, and in my mind, they were always going to bring Aqualad in the book. Just say that was the case. It seems like Kelly Sue DeConnick didn't want to do it this quick. Like maybe it would have been set up better. Maybe you would have more time to ease it in. Instead, oh, you're the villain, Black Man. We got to get this going. And like Eric said, it just kind of comes out of nowhere. It changes it up a bit from what we had seen before. And I don't think it hits as well because first off, to me, he seems he comes off as just a you know a smart ass kid stuff like that. And I, I didn't need that fully. Uh, you know that was. Well, it's every time we have Jackson Hyde, he was introduced in Brightest Day, and we had to push that black man of father connection right there for his introduction yeah. story kind of thing. And then we have, you know, Rebirth. They promised to bring Jackson Hyde back. We got him the Teen Titans. They had to push that black man of thing right away. And then he went away for a long time. Now we have him back in Aquaman. We're going to hit him hard with that black man. Like, yeah. Do something new with yeah, this Yeah, and character. that's the problem. Yeah. Is it is one of those things like you end up having at points with, uh, you know, uh, Kid Flash, where it was a lot of just – Hey, reverse flash, my dad. Oh, reverse flash, my dad. And and the point where you get to it, you're like, 
let's get on with it. Let, let's see. And first off, he, he reverse flash is dead. So it ended up kind of throwing the deal. But I like Jackson Hyde a lot. And I really like the idea. Like, this is the whole thing. We still have Mara here. Obviously, she's the queen of Atlantis. You even get the deal here where, you know, Mother Satea even knows that you're just stalling till Aquaman comes back and you're not going to marry Aquaman because you mean he's she bull doesn't crap. really love Volko? No, I don't think I so. This whole weird <laughs> fan fiction I, I love it I am too. shipping Volko. I, am too. I love it too at one point when Volko's like, you know, your match, I mean, my darling. I'm like, no, no, Volko, nobody's buying it, buddy. Uh, I want somebody, uh, really, if anybody's out there and you're a couple. He's finally going to see the inner worth any, of Volko. Yeah, really. He's, he he's the one. He's enough. off Volko. You didn't know that when he's off panel, he is writing dark poetry and getting on Facebook and, and typing things like, why can't people love me for the inner Volko? Uh, but, yo, know, and, and hangs like out with your cousin Ricky, a, uh, Eric. There's a can't buy me love going on in the background where he is dating oh, and the everybody's like, the, the gonna love girl him. in school right now. That and he's going to become awesome. one of the cool kids in Atlantis That'd now. That'd be awesome. All of a sudden, all the ladies of Atlantis want Volko because he is going to be, you know, yeah. with Mara. Oh, that'd be the best. <laughs> and then next thing you know, his best friend, he puts shit on his doorstep and then they stomp it on him. You shit <laughs> you on my shit house, on my Ronald. House. Oh, be oh, the Courtney best. Gaines of Atlantis yeah, Courtney is Gaines would be real pissed. And really, there's a lot of redheads down there. Uh, but yeah, so when this is going on, the whole idea of, you know, Jackson Hyde entering the book, because I know that people won't like what I'm going to say, but we have said it over and over that we were hoping that Aquaman would end up getting, let's get away from Atlantis for a while. Let's not have yeah. Atlantis with Aquaman. Let him do some other things. Jackson Hyde is the perfect way to do that. Like him and Jackson Hyde hanging out. I mean, I love, you know, just training. coming out as Aqualad, almost like the sidekick of Aquaman, which he kind of pushes for this issue. Yeah. I'm like, that does sound kind of a cool idea because we don't see that yes, ever. But he only ends up being connected to Black Mana, and that's a shame because, you, you know, you really pigeonhole him in that way. But yeah, it, it ties in the year of the villain. But yeah, I would love to have it be Aquaman and Aqualad going, doing some adventures, you know, solving crimes and making up rhymes. They're, they're, Look, they have a van. Jason Hyde, you want to learn about your underwater life. Well, we're first going to learn about the surface yes. life that we both have. He is going to be the Socrates of the sea. Is what he's going to do. Yeah, actually, it would be a kind of a cool thing where Aquaman's like, you know what? I've been so, you know, involved in this Atlantis, you know, nonsense and this Mara. She killed me. I don't know if you even know that. It was bullshit. And then these old guys, and then you end up just almost like the road trip in Superman because Eric loved that. But even the idea of like, let's. I, I take back yes. everything but I said. No, I, I would like it though to, like you said, like, let's learn about the surface a little and let's do this. Or maybe, I don't know, you could do so many things. You they could, find you a do, hidden you Treasure. Actually, do a cool hard traveling heroes thing where it's basically yeah. like old guy against versus millennial take on, yeah. the, on the yeah, world and, and, and stuff. have some fun. And, yeah. and a lot of times that's the thing. And and Kelly Sue DeConnick has had bits of it, not as much as like a Jeff Parker wanted to do, but you can have a lot of fun with Aquaman, especially because he's a guy, even in his own comic, pokes fun at himself. Sure. And, and you can have some fun with him. Uh, but yeah, we'll see how it goes. It just seems like I said, it's going to be so tied in to Aqualad slash Black Mana that I'm afraid that when Black Mana and this year of the villain stuff fades away and ends that so we're going to Jackson we're Hyde gonna, once yeah, again. We're going to learn we're going to leave Jackson Hyde. And the funny thing is here. But come is, on, Jim, third time to chime. I don't <laughs> know if, if we'll get Jackson Hyde himself gone 
or maybe that donkey looking Jackson Hyde that jumped off that cliff because I don't know what was happening in that panel. He, he looked like Dave. I'm like, you jump off a cliff. We'll I'm take a I'm like, what, what the heck happened? This Mr. Ed in this book all of a sudden? <laughs> hey, really? I wanted him to start kicking field goals like Gus. And nobody saw that movie. But Reggie, tell us no. about the issue itself. Uh, yeah, so it starts off with Aquaman and uh, Jackson in the in a, Aquaman's driving him away from jail, which is had just happened at the end of the last issue that uh, he was busted. I, I don't remember what he was doing either, but the cops got him. Doesn't no, and, they, you uh, never know. He came into town. He came into town. Like, hey, where's this? It, it, like, it was the way you came. It's called yeah. being, being black in Maine. That was the problem I guess. there. And, I uh, thought he was Rambo. <laughs> I think he said they drew first blood. They didn't listen. They, didn't they, listen. Was like, they were like, <laughs> they you, never listen. you just keep walking out of town, son. You know, but yeah. uh, so and and right here up front, he, they established that he is black man, his son, and kind of like a little bit of their relationship. And this is something that helped me, even though I know who Jackson is. It helped me to, to put me, you know, <clears throat> in a in place where I mind. understood what was happening in the right frame of mind. Uh, then uh, they jumps off a cliff and right into the water and it. He does look incredibly doofy in this one panel. There's even drool coming out yeah, off yeah. of his lip for some reason. He's I, jumping off a cliff. He like, looks that, like a, no either a donkey or possibly a dog with his head out the window in the breeze while you're driving. That's what he, he looks like. But his face is very flappy. Uh, anyway, yeah. they, they go down. They're hanging out with seals and, uh, you know, different looks like a porpoise or something or. Uh, they're having a good time underwater, huh. and uh, then they uh, step out, and that's when Aquaman says, we're going to build the retirement home for those lovely uh, sea gods. Who yeah, sea gods. Sea when gods. I first read this, I was like, ah, oh, we're still dealing with those people? Like, I, I, thought, I, yeah. I thought we left them in the dust. What the hell, man? I just want to know what the hell their problem is. They help get an entire island to themselves, and the first thing they do is, you know, try to rebuild the lighthouse over there. They're like, what is Aquaman's home going to do now? Like, why would you need two lighthouses at this point when you haven't had a lighthouse working over there That's for right. 100 years? I know. They, they really, know this is trying ridiculous. to show up Aquaman. I swear to God. I'm yeah. telling you, they're going to have dueling lighthouses, and all we're going to get is wrecked ships. All these ships are going <laughs> to just go to the, They're all going to Morse code yeah. back to oh, each other. It's going to be the worst. <laughs> it's going to be that. They're going to do shadow puppets at each other and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm telling they're you. They're going to reenact the ending scene. The freaking close encounters of the Damn kind right. of lighthouses. That'd be awesome. But yeah, yeah, they're they're moving them in. And, and, and it, this whole this whole beginning scenes is, is is as far as I was concerned, reading it, you know, after having been away for a little while, just reestablishing the cast of characters. You got Kylie, you got uh, you know, all the old yeah. gods yeah, and everybody. They're just like, and here's here's who we're who here's who we're dealing with. And, and that's what I think this whole issue kind of is. I, right. I really do think that the year of the villain, and I, I said this to Eric before, where we have uh, a couple of these books that the year of the villain hits, and I'm telling you, I even laughed. I said, Eric, do you think DC really thinks that everybody's gonna have to buy all the year of the villain? Because a lot of these books are yes. ending up having <laughs> a lot of recap in case there's new readers. And it would be great if, you know, some of these books do deserve more of a audience. So it'd be great if they would be. I don't know. I've not been told by anybody that they're collecting all the year of the vet, because if they are, that means they're buying everything pretty much besides Green Lantern and Batman Beyond, I think. Just and like just Villains like Odyssey. back in the yeah, day. Yep. But it's like, but it's also, yeah, it's everything. So, but they do seem to have a thing with editorial telling them listen you're the villain is a big thing it's a, it's wide it's you know the whole line pretty much and there's going to be a lot of people jumping on so make sure you know you recap things make sure you tell people what's going on who the characters are because this old god stuff 
really ends up just like, really? It's like not even just roll call, but it's also like, oh, we got to get their personalities quick again and things yeah. like that. We haven't forgotten about this. You know, that we just had them. Uh, and, I might not be up to state with what we's up to. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, true. But uh, Kelly actually comes off more of a bitch than she's been. I actually was thrown off a little. I'm like, what happened with you between issues? But it's kind of fun. I guess I don't need you anymore, Aruzio. I have an island to yeah, myself. Really. <laughs> I'm on island time, Aruzio. Uh, but yeah, you end up where you have the kind of the wink, wink Aquaman moment when they end up having the dolphins and the porpoises end up, you know, carrying crates. It's so yeah. ridiculous. He gives out the old on. voo, 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 and yeah, they become voo, like voo. labor for his uh, building yeah. project, which is kind of, I, I want to know, I mean, are they being paid? Are they I, yeah, that's naturalized? No, this is called friendship. This is called friendship. Yeah, that's, that's when you get me to help you. Right. Is Aquaman at least giving him a pizza? For this movie, because it, this no is nonsense. And beer, I mean, this beer? really sardine. A lot of a lot of drunk dolphins going around. You know what that happens? You know that dolphins are one of the only like mammals like this uh, that end up having sex, or animals themselves having sex face to face. Did you know Ooh, that they look I at each other? Thank you, Mister Wizard. Eric sort doesn't even do that. <laughs> yeah, 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 Jess look, keeps the wondering that. There. My eyes are sealed <laughs> shut. Though. Jess is like, why can't we fuck like dolphins? And he, he never <laughs> wants to do that. Uh, but yeah. If I threw you in the water, you'd sink. That's true. She is not a witch. <laughs> you, you then end up uh, in Atlantis. And again, this was such a surface. It's funny, Atlantis being a surface level type story. But it is <laughs> actually there. There's a pun. Uh, they, it ends up just really being there as a reminder for us and a little yep. bit of a, hey, this is what's been happening in Atlantis because nothing really happens here. It's just, you know, a reminder nothing with Volker. Nothing ever happens here. No. The Ninth Tribe is still shit, but we're going to change that. I love that, though. I, I love the idea of, you know, her being on board with the Ninth Tribe and, yeah, I want to make the Ninth Tribe somewhere you'd be proud to live and God, things like that. That, that ship, I've seen those mutants. The economy that the Ninth has tribe. sailed, let me tell yeah, you. The Ninth Tribe, we spent so much goddamn time in there. Uh, yeah, we, oh, I'm, I'm done with that. You know, give me a break. Yeah. Okay. So you have that. But, you yeah, know, the real deal is Jackson and, you know, Aquaman, but also the old gods. But then even if that's not enough, they, they do end up lighting the lighthouse. And I swear to God, when I saw that, I thought it blew up. I thought Jackson did something wrong. I thought that they were actually punking him when they said, hey, can he's like, can I light the lighthouse? Please. I, I thought that was dynamite. I thought that, oh, well, Jackson, hi, we, we hardly knew you. You're done because it, it lights. We have a union man here with four years and there's nothing yeah, right. lighthouses. <laughs> Get out great. of here, kid. It'd be great. He's not allowed to do it. I yeah. ended up, I told you one time, Eric, I ended up working. This this will hit with Reggie. One time we ended up having to go to New York for my old job and we ended up having to uh, deliver are, some Reggie. hoses. New York, yeah, sure. Really. There he is, Mr. New York. We ended up having to deliver these hoses. So when we went, we had to make sure that they fit and this was we were in like a building that was actually well, being know, made. Hosts, so we yeah. were in that service like elevator type thing that was kind of open on one side we were on like the 30th you know uh floor stuff trying to figure the stuff out and we're like oh we're gonna have to put these on just to see if they fit make sure and they would not allow that they're like no no 
if I see you even pick up a wrench, you're going off that you know balcony there because <laughs> it was union, and we had oh to my. wait. We actually had to wait three hours for a guy to show up to wrench in the the hoses because of that how strong the union stuff is. And I just imagine, I just imagine this guy just goes around New York just tightening things with a wrench. That's all he does. He's, he's Mr. Wrench. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so and he gets yeah. he gets thirty five an hour for that. And oh, I'm sure he gets more something. than that. Yeah, yeah. I'm mean, yeah, really. Yeah, there you go. That's why we're losing. Uh, but yeah, you have this, and then it's time. We're losing. I don't know. <laughs> then we're, we we get uh, ghost story time, which then hooks back in to the old salty sea captain that let those people die and ended up coming and you know doing that whole lighthouse before they let it go to shambles. Yep. And it's very convenient. You know, they're, they're like, okay, let's tell the ghost stories. Let's talk about this sea captain. And we had seen in the last issue the, you know, Cthulhu-type monsters that seemed to be attacking him because he did say, oh, man, you know, the, the sea, it's haunted. It's coming back to get me. Wasn't well, it in the last issue I, that it was we last had Erica at AA talk Yeah, I believe this? that's when it was. And then they're like, <laughs> I don't think he's, he's doing alive. This right he's alive. Yeah, now she's drinking up. And, yeah, you know. So there you have all this going on. Just imagine. Hi, my name's Eric. I'm an alcoholic. Hey, Erica. Now let me tell you a story out about um, people who yeah. were camping one time and there was an escape at the lunatic asylum down the road. Damn like, right. Yes. Yeah. So she's telling the story. And in the meantime, you have who was kind of a funny deal, who we thought was a real piece of crap. Was it Roger? Ralph. Uh, Ralph. Uh, Ralph, who actually wouldn't let the sea gods, the, no sea gods allowed in my diner, the, the last couple <laughs> issues. And uh, me and Eric really didn't like this guy. So he comes and delivers some of the last deal. And he's like, hey, Uncle Man, here you go. You Just know. like any horror movie, he got what was, he was coming yeah, to Yeah, really. And I'm telling you, I really, I said to Eric, the funny thing is, is he's delivering these supplies. And he goes off. And I swear to God, I thought he was giving them poison food. I thought he was trying to poison the old sea guys. <laughs> might be but a Ralph, piece of shit. He's not a murderer. Yeah, well, though. Ralph goes off then, and then you do see this Cthulhu stuff, and I, I just... It's it, It's really odd, because where is it? Is it coming through a portal? Why in all this... You know, I know Aquaman hasn't been back that long, but he's kind of been in the ocean and stuff. Where is the thing hiding? And, and the idea Maybe that Aquaman... Salt coming back for round well, two. And, and Aquaman might have been able to sense these things and stuff like that. I can only imagine... The ocean's a big all, place, Jim. It is a know. big place. I can only imagine, though, that it's all going to be solved by Jackson Hyde's great ability of making rainbows there is what's going to happen. And he's going to rainbow his ass. He's, he's, he's going to cheer everyone up with his colorful rainbow, displays. He's going to say, and there it's going to get him. It's going to blind him. <laughs> I yeah. hate Skittles. Yeah, really. I, I don't like Skittles either. You like Skittles, Reggie? Yeah, I, I like Skittles. I, yeah, so I even like the green ones. That's the why apple. you were in a coma. That's what did it. Yeah, your love of Skittles. I hate Skittles so much. I can't stand them. My kids love them. My kids love them. I won't buy them for them. I don't care what they love. They, they better good. like what I love. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, yes, it's, that is Parenting 101. <laughs> but yeah, so you, you end up having, you know, a couple little, you know, nice scenes with Jackson and Aquaman. They're very rushed, though. But, you know, he's in the book, and I do like him. You even have where you have Erica's boyfriend show up, and he's a police officer, but he's not the pieces of crap that ended up arresting Jackson, and he kind of knows about it. I don't know. It's very odd to have them involved as well. Um, but yeah, by the end, you see the Kraken has come out. It's going to mm-hmm. attack. So I guess you'll get, you know, you even see behind Kylie is that there. She's full out, you know, demon blue, you know, blue meanie deal in the back. But you have Jackson and Aquaman 
Jackson has a, a, a machete or something at, at, all of a sudden there. I guess he does have them on his back, but they're ready to attack. Oh, his and water that's okay. blades, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Aqua, okay, you know what's weird is I forgot he had water blades, and because of the way the art was, it looked like Aquaman was holding one, but it's actually Jackson with both. Uh, so that actually is pretty cool. But we don't end there. That's the end of the story proper. But Reggie, like I thought we did when yeah, I really. first read the yeah, issue. Thank like, God I, I went back. I was like, oh, that was a lovely story. Uh, you know, that's all we have. And nope, there's a whole like third of the issue left. Yeah, yeah. Well, Reggie, tell us because it's an epilogue of Black Manna. Give us a little This is really the, the way this was presented made me believe that this was not the original intention for this issue. Maybe I mean, it may have been rewritten couple of months ago and, and I, I don't know but, if, but if some of these things like are why, just kind of yeah why do this in an epilogue it seems really like the whole thing but basically why- how a lot of them are been going on they add these little things i'm telling you if you read detective comics you ended up having last week's detective comics ended up having uh mr freeze, mr. freeze on the cover and it's like All mr freeze too, is right? gonna freeze your yeah. freeze yeah. and then the you get in with this yeah it was one page and it was only one page. It was the worst. Yeah. This is well, a weird This ends up going on longer you. than that. And I felt like it was yeah, kind of like eh, a, little, a little bit corny. But, you know, uh, I'm not really that up on You're the Villain yet. So I don't really know exactly what's happening. It seems like Luther has died, but he's approaching yes. the old Legion of Doom and he old has been villain. Brought back. the apex predator. Yeah, he has been brought back by Perpetua, who has turned him into his apex predator. He's oh. And also has absorbed Martian Manhunter as well into him. At this point, Reggie, Martian Manhunter is pretty much dead and absorbed by oh, Lex. Oh, that's and happened before. This is all stuff with Justice League. I mean, really classic, right? And so yeah. you have Lex now who is giving the offers to everybody. And this is the idea of doom versus justice and stuff like that. You'll get caught up. Uh, But yeah, he's giving these offers to me right now of anything. It's just allowing us to see some classic villains in these books for a little, not a lot, all these little pages. Well thought out. No, no, no. And I'm telling you exactly what they want. Eventually, hopefully these will all lead into something bigger and better. But right now I am very lukewarm when, you know, any of these kind of pop up because of that, because you kind of get these weird ideas. For for some reason though, the idea like, you know, we have here a black mask mecca, with the AI of his dead father is what he needs to take care of Aquaman and make his heart content. I'm like, all right, we have this weird thing, but then also in Black Mask, I'm like, I'm going to give you the way to have a different face, but not in Gotham where you actually want. Over here in Atlanta, I'm like, you're not this one's weird because all. it You're did bargaining now. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, is, is this really their heart's desire? Like, is this is this really the best way to defeat Aquaman? Oh, is to get into a giant too. kaiju suit? Like, well, that's and, cool, and my but. my favorite thing is the idea because he did, and this is the thing too is even when we had uh, like a Forever Evil where you ended up where. Black Mana afterwards kind of realized, you know what, the stuff with Aquaman and the skewed that I have is nonsense. You know, I I really have wasted. And that was such a good progression for Black Mana to be. And then he ended up, you know, unfortunately, he was on the Suicide Squad then at one point, stuff like that. But even then... He ended up coming out of that once Aquaman was gone and he thought he was dead. And if you haven't read Forever Evil, all the, you know, pretty much all the heroes disappeared and the villains had to take care of stuff. And so Black Mana thinking that Aquaman was dead actually really made him think about, you know, life and stuff. And that he had wasted his time. It wasted, he's like, I wasted all my time worrying about Aquaman. And, you know, I was dying to have Aquaman killed. I forgot how to live. And there he ended go. up having a really good progression. They totally wiped that away. 
And that's all, Aquaman. you know, Black Man is now full out. You know, I'm going to get you, Aquaman. Obviously, Jackson Hyde is going to throw a little wrench in this as well. Sure. But the idea that Lex came back and Aqu- Black Man, I keep wanting to say Aquaman, Black Man was involved with the Legion of Doom at one point. So there's a lot of these weird things happening like that where, you know, Lex came back and said, hey, Black Man, look at me. You know, I'm going to give you an offer. He's like, I quit you before. I, I can't quit you, but I did. And uh, so he's like, oh, I'll be able to give it. And it goes right back to that same deal. Hey, Aquaman killed your dad. Well, listen here, I'm going to give you back your dad. And you're like, okay, what's going on? Lazarus Pitts, yeah. does Perpetua have this thing? And he's like, uh, you know, I can't even see black men are like, man, you can resurrect the dead now. I mean, you look crazy. You're coming to hologram. <laughs> you can bring back my dad. Well, I made a robot, and it's really big. It's a tall mecha robot, and it has the AI your dad. I want, I want Black Man to go, go fuck yourself. That's not my dad. And then the big mecha and goes. We developed the AI from stuff we found in back, you know, newspapers and libraries yeah. from over the years because we didn't really know your father. Yeah, we, we really didn't know him. him. So and, yeah. We developed what we thought what he might be like. Yeah, and, and so basically, uh, yeah, let's flip the switch. See how it is. And he flips the switch. First off, I'm going to go get a pack of cigarettes and then has a heart attack and dies <laughs> just like his dad. He ends up, he has a heart attack. He dies. And so, oh my God, it's just like him. You left me again, daddy. I, I, I really, and I love where Lex is like, Lex, you've done it again. He's say hello to daddy. And I really want black manna to have one more word bubble. Like are you fucking kidding me? Like, yeah. who are you fooling here? This is a huge Mecca. You told me you're going to like just the elation or the excitement that he would have in his heart thinking that his dad's coming back. And then it's a big fucking kaiju mecha. It's a big giant yeah. robot. Yeah. And it's also I'm like, telling you. Is, is this the component that was missing for be- defeating Aquaman? I mean, that's what I'm he's saying. Fu- he's that's what he was Aquaman missing. up with just a knife. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really understand I, I, why the it's uh, so, mecha it's manta. It's so odd. Yeah, that I he, do like that, mechas. That, I do like it too, but I'm just the idea that you would have, you know, Black Mana go, oh man, you know, it, it all comes together now. And then says, what do I have to do for this? And, and then Lex says, listen, it is a gift, but actually you owe Haslabs about 600 bucks because this yeah. is about as much as Unicron and it might not be funded. <laughs> Unicron, it's not it's what ends up happening by the end. You, know, I, I, you have to get 8,000 people to fund it and then you can have your dad back, uh, but it might not happen. Uh, but yeah, People it's just going to back that. It's just I know it's just such an odd idea that this is what Black Mana would want. It, it's so weird, but yeah, he has it. It looks come on, cool. Come on. Let's all it's going to look cool. This is what Black Mana settled for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, 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 you know that, that and chess. And so we, we have don't this. All get what we want. No, Sometimes we don't. We have do to we? settle, Jeff. That is true. <laughs> don't we all settle at the end? Uh, don't we all come into this world and leave it alone, Eric? Isn't that true? I, I heard that. One. Maybe. Maybe. I, I think that the way my life is going, it's going to be way before I leave this earth that I'll be alone because I, <laughs> I'm getting on a lot of people's nerves lately. Uh, but yeah, so with that, the epilogue, and I, I kind of have said it before when we do these issues and things like that. Now, it'll be different for the next when we do Black Mask because that's a year of the villain number one, right. one shot. But when I do these, I try not to factor in the these you know year of the villain epilogues too much into this because i agree with you reggie at points i don't even think that the writer 
has that much to do with it. You know, they might be yeah. doing it with their, you know, being twisted, their arms, by, you know, stuff like that. So I'm not going to give it a great score or a bad score because of that. But because of the issue, not really doing a lot, even though I love Jackson Hyde, I love Aqualad. I even like the idea where he is kind of like, hey, am I your partner? Am I your sidekick? Like, that was pretty right. fun. But then it seemed like a lot of recap, a lot of stuff that I didn't think that we need as longtime readers of the series. Uh, but maybe it's, you know, better for, you know, new readers and they can catch up. But overall, what did you give it? I, mean, I said that in my review that it was like it worked perfectly for me who hadn't read the previous two mm-hmm. issues. I was yeah. like, oh, wow, okay, this is where we are. They really did lay it all out well. And, I, you know, there were a lot of good sequentials of Aquaman and Jackson talking, kind of like using the same backgrounds on the panels and letting them walk through them. That was sort of a good little gimmick. And uh, I love the way the Cthulhu monsters look. I just, yeah, yeah. I'm excited to see those become part of something. I hope they do something more than just act real spooky and become yeah, like a holograms yeah. or something. But uh, overall, I felt like the epilogue dragged it down a little bit, like that way of handling that. It wasn't awful, but it did kind of like uh, tank a third of the book. It went on a little too long. So I gave this a 7.5 out of 10. Oh, you're still way over what I'd give it. Uh, yeah. because And I like Robinson Roca's art in this. I, I, oh, do, I do like too. it. Yeah. Uh, I like, like you said, the Cthulhu monster. But I like I like uh, just the faces. He does accept that one of Jackson jumping off the cliff. But other than Perfect that, Jackson. you know, some of the faces, the eyes, even at the one point when Aquaman, you know, he's just sitting there and he's looking out the side of his, you know, going towards Jackson and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. Um, so, but I'm still like a six, five, I I could even, and it's one of those, I would sooner go down to a six than go up to a seven with that as well. I'm assuming Eric's going to give it a six, uh, the way that I know my Eric Shea. Now he's going (laughs) to lie maybe, but I do think he'll give it a six. You know, I don't lie. Uh, and I do think that, that. (laughs) you know, it's good to, uh, yeah, it's good for new readers and stuff, but a series that took a bit of time to get traction. And then like Eric said, at the very beginning, you kind of were pumped up about it and it was really going yeah. somewhere. And then you hear, you know, or not here, we see Jackson Hyde's going to jump in. This is something All me right. and Eric really like. And then the kind of, Put the brakes on again to get people. It kind of threw me off a little bit. Oh, no. You're going to freaking have – you're going to sit here where you're going to get me all hyped up for what you have coming. And it pretty much was a clip show episode at the end of the season, which you hate to see because, hey, remember this like person was like this. We're doing this with these people here. I know all of this. And all you're doing is going to an island and freaking building a lighthouse and and telling me a ghost story that I already heard. It even would be a clip show for the start of the next season, which might be good if the next season was – wasn't a couple weeks later like yeah. you know we we've been getting this book enough it's not like we haven't seen it for six months you know we we know this stuff but again well that's that's kind of a selfish thing that we're saying because we have been reading it but eric what, what did you give it that's selfish we mean, i am giving this a 6.5 out oh, of 10 oh because I did really en- <laughs> yeah i really did enjoy the art i just i still like the series because i like everything it's doing except yeah. for the you know the Black Man of Mecca, because I think that's a little bit over the top or even, yeah. even what we're doing so here with you know, ancient sea it's gods. It's the most wackiest but, uh, of the offers exactly. so far, right? It's but, so uh, weird. It's just a really down issue for what they were building up before the stuff that we're dealing with. Like you said, you have the sea gods, you got Jackson Hyde, you got Aquaman. Everything seems to be on track with what they're doing. We might eventually even get back to Atlantis and save Mara from yeah. making Marion Volko. Who knows, though, because I'm actually happy with what we have, but I don't need to go off to Amnesty Island and see freaking sea gods build their new life for themselves. Oh. I found that aspect. What did, what did you give it again? 6.5. 6.5. I'm locking them in. 
All right, you're locked in, Eric. Uh, And with that, too, uh, it would be funny. One of the two things that can happen, we'll turn this into a sitcom. One of two things uh, (laughs) would be great to happen. Either the black man of Mecca becomes a a good, it's Senny and it becomes good and it ends up teaming up with Aquaman and Aqualad. So it's like a sidekick there. Or it goes to Atlantis and Mera falls in love with it and it becomes the king of Atlantis. I need that Mecca to be the king of Atlantis would be awesome. Or my mother, the car. Or I'm actually thinking a small wonder. That's what I'm thinking. Small wonder. wonder. I'm thinking it would be like a small wonder where you end up my father, the Mecca, and we'll end up having a. We need an Aquaman lair, like the Aqua lair, and that is now the big giant black man of Mecca is now going to be like the Alfred Jim, of the ocean. Yeah, really. Yeah, but I'm I need that. I need that so Mecca. Vacuum under it, you know, be like, here ah. is, hey, here are some sandwiches. Hey, there you go. Th- this, this is made of nuts and bolts. Well, it looks like you're screwed. There Man, you go. Brr. See, I'm writing it as it is right now. Uh, 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 but yeah, Very good. there you go. But yeah, I, I think it is a book that a lot of people are down on still. I think that like a Nightwing that we already talked about, I think that people uh, are not giving this book the chance that it should get, you know, just give it a shot. And this one, if you haven't been reading, you know, like we said, we don't think it's the greatest, but it's an easy catch up deal. And then you can go from there, but we're going to go off now to a year of the villain proper. Reggie, what book is that? That book is, uh, I got to find it right here. It is year of the villain, black mask. Number one writer was was Tom Taylor. Artist is Cully Hamner, colored by Wes Abbott. Uh, and it's rhyme time, it's rhyme time. Time to put the comic books in rhyme, it's rhyme time, it's rhyme time. Time to put the comic books in rhyme, it's been so long, I don't remember when. Let's meet that old black mask again. He's a real slick guy with a funky tread, and he, and he once left Stephanie Brown half dead, dresses in all black down to his socks, and the mask that he carved from his father's box but don't get used to it. Lex Luthor's spend on black mass means we'll never see his mask again. Uh-huh. Yes. Girl. And uh, it's weird, too, because you have this whole deal. And the, the cover was, you know, when the solicits even came out months ago, you had this cover. So you're thinking in, in the whole idea of you're the villain. So I'm like, all right. And I even said there. What the hell are they going to do? They're going to the souped up mask. You, you got all these crazy things. We'll get back and the to thing like is, number 52 when he had mind powers yeah, for the mask. And, and I thought that, like, uh, maybe he'll have heat vision. Uh, maybe he'll be. I didn't know what was going on because Skull of this cover. Vision. You know, this this cover here and so when we find out what is happening i want this mask to have i I want what i thought there was going to be because this really was an odd issue and the whole deal with it is this might be one of my least favorite things that tom taylor has written and if you listen to the podcast and things like that you know that i put tom taylor on a very high pedestal i really like him he's one of my top three four writers and uh, boy, I didn't like this. I, I didn't like it at all. I thought that the only thing that I came out of it was thinking like, okay, I guess you're trying, like, what are you trying to do with this? Are you introducing Black Mass? Because that's what I originally think these things are for, where you end up where, okay, we're going to have this year of the villain. There's going to be these villains that maybe a lot of people aren't reading all the books. They wouldn't know. So that's where we pick these, you know, one shots. We had a Sinestro and now we have a Black Mask. And maybe it's like, okay, Let's get a origin, which we have, but also let's tell people what's going on. This 
it's like the worst of all worlds here. You barely yeah. get an intro. And then when he ends up going from there, you end up having it start, you know, before the offer. Then you get the offer, which is an odd offer that I, I really don't understand why. And it starts to be where I think that Eric will agree because he has a problem with Black Mask. He loves Black Mask. He thinks he's a really good villain, but he has a problem because they always change up his you know, his power set and yeah. what he can do and things like that. This actually, by the end, it, it hasn't gone enough for me to say it fully. It's starting to remind me of that reboot of Mr. Freeze. They're doing something here that I don't think you need to do. I think it's a well, waste. First off, I don't even know why they chose Black Mask for this because out of everybody, we had him locked up in the Teen Titans dungeon during the tournament's agenda where we had everybody, we're, actually we're told, if anybody leaves this dungeon because Deathstroke activated the of agenda, they would die from the stuff that was in there. They did the antidote before they can leave and actually breathe air again. Now, he goes off, that's never explained, and then a month later he is, you know, he's given an offer, a month later he picks up what he's doing from that offer. The only Teen Titans in this book, it seems, are picking up on this month later kind of thing, but... I don't know how he survived escaping the Teen and Titans he, dungeon. Not even you just see what that. happens to yeah. the other characters, you yeah. know, how they escape at the end of the whole thing in the Teen Titans book. It's just, at the end of the day, though, this whole convoluted plan to make sure that Black Mask, who was associated with Gotham City, wouldn't be in Gotham Like, I want to take it over You're Gotham City. You're thinking too Black. small. Well, yeah. the thing is, I don't know if you heard or not, because you've been in a, you know, Damien's dungeon. Um, there's a thing called City of Bane going on, so I don't think yeah. that's going to work out. How about Atlanta? How's yeah. Atlanta sound for you? You ever hear and of like, Hotlanta? I mean, this is made, made for you. you know, they got it's Freaknik down you. there. It's awesome. Yeah, it's good they time. do have and Freaknik. I, you know what, Black Mask also, you got this whole thing, the signature thing, this Black Mask. You're carved from the coffin of your, fa- you know, your father's coffin. Let's change your face Let's up. Let's make fun of it. Let's shape shit from now. But, yeah, that's, but that's, also, <laughs> uh, it's not going to be a great thing, too, because while we can give you an actual face, you're um, – you're going to have to take people's eyes, like freaking fingers and fingers, stuff like yeah. this. Like, it became so offering me here, Lex? It's so weird. And here's the other thing with it. You end up having the idea as well, because we were already confused with Black Mask when he hit Teen Titans, because in Rebirth, he was in Red Hood and having a lot of problems there. So he has he been jumped by the end of he's that. Been, yeah, yeah, he's been, yeah. Him from a wheelchair. And, we, and that was never resolved. So you have this idea of a black mask that you don't know what's going on with him in the whole rebirth deal. So at least this gives you a clear cut. Okay. I can say it doesn't make a lot of sense if you're reading all the books and you might add questions, but I, I think they're counting on not many people caring that much about black mask. But when this is all said and done, yet. when it's all said and done, it is again, and I'll, I'll say it again, like that Mr. Freeze where you have to sit there and think when things are changed, are they is it better is it for the better and i don't think it is it takes away now all of a sudden he becomes almost like a weird clay face type deal instead yeah. of what he is a guy who is a crime boss he was supposed that, to be like a gangster like, like that's that's yeah, how i always like him as like a very that's what you need a very savage gangster you know what i mean and yeah. it's always and yeah. they've made yeah. him like Somebody mystical. Went up against and, the penguin and his freaking crime family yeah. going on when yes. you get rid of like the, Car- the Falcones and stuff like that. When you actually deal with the actual crime families that are like, you know, the Sionis, you know, Black Mask or the Penguin and, and, and stuff and like we, that. Yeah. It's fun. Even when we and had the, him going up against Catwoman and her crime family during yes, the ECP2 yeah. Catwoman. And deal. that's where I was going to say the thing is, you're, you're using this and you want to give an offer and you're, you're getting a one shot to do it. So I do think that that kind of tends to make editorial or Tom Taylor himself think, okay, I guess a one shot, you have to do something bigger. You, you can't just have him because I could just see Lex saying, hey, you know, 
for your offer. And, you know, you have that city of Bain, so you got to get out of Gotham. But even so, to say to him, listen, you've always failed in Gotham. Let's get out of Gotham for a minute, but I'm going to set you up with this new crime deal. I'm going to set you up, or or even better, I'm going to have you run LexCorp, which is sad because they ended up dissembling it. But if they had that, you know, something like that, something that when you think of Black Mass... Yeah, think of something. Yeah, really. But think of Black Mask and what he would do and what he would want to be involved Look, with and what I'm this would be. I'm thinking of Black Mask. There are two things that you associate with Black Mask. The mask the way he is looks one of them. And where he's from. You've got yeah. one of those two things yeah, and you got this. Him. I'm like, why? You could have and picked I, any villain I really, in my mind yeah. for this year of the villain. It's why so did you go weird. with Black Mask? And I just want him where they end up where Lex is like, I got this offer for you. Uh, you can kind of shape shift, but you got to get DNA from the people. And he's like, oh, well, DNA, how do I do that? Well, you cut their fingers off and their eyeballs. I'm out. I- I'm not in. Eyes, and, tongue, and fingers. This, you got you to work here, baby, to get what you all need. Of, I mean, all of this. All I don't want to play anymore. The other thing that I, I get swear in at this. The end, if, if you just would have offered Black Mask one of those doom bots that he flew away on, I think he'd be happy because no. he seemed to be doing way better <laughs> just flying away from the cops and I, him actually like having shape shifting fucking technology. Plus I, I think he yelled wee as he went. Um, that was cool. No, but the the other thing was is nice. the idea of this too is I, I kind of tend to get away because I, you end up having this year of the villain. And I, I talk to people about it, and some people are like, man, I'm excited for it. Not many. Most people are just kind of a little confused of exactly what it is and how it's going to progress, what's going to be next, things like that. And the whole idea to me was the, okay, I'm going to offer these people up because I need Doom to be ahead of, you know, of justice. And, you know, so you have, the, but, but a black mask is always Doom. He's not going to end up right. being good. So the idea of then tacking on, hey, I'm going to change everything about you. I'm going to make you not live in your hometown anymore. You're going to go to Hotlanta and then Australia. You're going to be able to go wherever you want. Black Mask could have went wherever he wanted before. There was nothing that made him not leave Gotham. That's his city. And so where you make it almost seem like Lex is giving him the offer of the world well, yeah. when he could have had that freaking, before. We have political leaders who uh, have like, you know, stakes inside this Headberry company, which, you know, if you become then the, the head of this this company, you can control these, you know, these people and the politics and stuff like that. All right. Okay. But by the end, when it doesn't work out immediately because Renee Montoya and Batwoman show up and make him leave the, the idea. All right, now I'm off to Australia where I'm going to yeah. take over News Unlimited and become and, that yeah. guy. Like, what? And the, what the weird thing about you, it, Roman? the weird thing about it is Roman, uh, you know, when Lex explains it to Roman and explains like, oh, you always think small, whatever. It's almost like he's trying to turn Black Mask into himself. Like, I, I'm not going to be able to do this worldwide nonsense anymore because I'm the apex predator. But you can do it. I never thought that that's what Roman would want. You know, like he yeah. wants to to take over the crime part of Gotham. And I think that him leaving there, like Eric said, and this is something that me and Eric talked a little about with that. It, it's like something that doesn't feel right for him to just go, okay, Atlanta it is. And goes it, it totally I converts do. the whole character, you know? I mean, like we yeah. get like the origin story and uh, people did point out that, uh, you know. Yeah, they the did know each knew, other growing knew, up. Uh, Bruce Wayne growing up has been a established yeah. thing, but. They it, added it, the idea of being added tribal this whole thing masks. About masks That's made, weird. That made him want to do it, although that yeah. did kind of well, link he, in with he Legend had a thing of the Batman. Mask when he was growing up in the original story from '85. Yeah, but it wasn't I'm given it to looks him like by these huge Bruce tribal Wayne, masks, you know? things like that. It just seemed kind of weird that they were all but, these tribal deals. But but you, you guys they, are exactly right that they took by putting him in another city 
and giving him a whole bunch of other tasks to do. It's and not by, him anymore. By removing his mask, basically. Like, his power yeah. is to not have that mask. Exactly. Then. To be Black Mask is what, what he is when he needs to win. <laughs> like, he is Black Mask, so he can't, so he's not Roman Sionis. Roman Sionis is the loser. Black Mask is the winner. Why would you hide that? That is who you are. That is your power. Yeah. And now it you take that away. It changes the deal. Yeah, it's very odd. Uh, I do like the, you know, I do like the beginning to make him sympathetic. You know, he's got that lazy eye that they're yelling I at. I think it's I'm funny because originally he, the whole big thing they pushed for him to be the way he was dropped as soon as he was born. The doctor dropped him on his head and like, oh, he ain't never yeah. been right since. I'm like, oh, I'm yeah. surprised they didn't push that here. They even go more yeah. over the top. And and he hated Bruce Wayne because Bruce Wayne's perfect. Look at that sexy kid, he says. But yeah, no, no, that he lazy didn't say eye that, going. Stop it. He didn't say that. I thought he did. Uh, <laughs> Look at them but tight yeah, buns, you know. And so then when he, uh, yeah, really, when he ended up seeing, you know, Bruce's parents die and everybody's there and you know around them and things, that's where he got the idea. I'm gonna just kill my parents. I'm gonna burn down our house. You know, kill them so that I'm free. I, he became Black Mask with the coffin. You know, the wood from the coffin of his father, and uh-huh. then you go to the kind of a little bit before where he is in a bank he, you know he's robbing places and the gcpd come in with renee montoya the best and, uh, bit of dialogue here is him talking to his one hostage left gary here what's going to happen yes. you like and when he when the doom bot starts breaking into this bank to come and he thinks it's a place so he kills gary the hostage like oh yeah, man gary. you weren't the police i just killed gary over here Lex. yeah that was funny <laughs> when he's like i killed gary because of that but yeah and um I like the art in this. I, I actually like, and that's the thing is when he is black mask at the beginning, I really like it. Cause I'm like, yeah. oh, right. We, we don't get a lot of this, you know, black mask by himself. A lot of the times now, even when we had him in red hood or things recently, he's more yelling at people and telling them to do stuff. So I like having him here. I would have liked to have heard him say, you know, to Gary, even there, it would be who he talked to like, yeah, I was in this dungeon. These kids had me in. And now that I'm out, nobody's talking to me. So I have to do this on my own. It's not. <laughs> survive like, roman something like that you know even if yeah. they even did the little deal like man it took me even if he said yeah i got out and uh, i can't even tell you what i needed to do to survive like just a little wink wink that you can exact you know reference that um but yeah the doombot comes in and lex is like i can offer you stuff what gotham no no you always think too small but right now let's get out of here and it is the funniest use of that doombot ever where he ends up just flying yeah, away just jetpack and- away and what made me laugh then is when Renee Montoya is explaining it later, like, yeah, hey, he was in there and we went to get him, but he flew away. I wanted one person to go, he doesn't fly. And then she <laughs> could say like, yeah, we have to look into that because we were talking about the idea of these doombots. Just, they, they're probably running into each other. There's so many out and about. But when it, it just happens, people are just like, all right, he flew away. And he, you do see that he has that saw deal where he ends up delivering a package and the package is a bunch of things to cut off you know fingers and file off yeah. it's all well, you can have the person's looks but you got to become the person dna yeah, and all. so like, if he can get the well, dna he can become them also why don't you clean those tools i mean really there's hepatitis and other diseases I do. I kind of do. I wouldn't have blood all over it, but yeah. This, this guy's going to lose a finger, and then he's going to get hepatitis. And uh, so they go, and then you have, and then you have, I know, then you have Batwoman and Renee Montoya show up, and usually this is something where, you know, this is fan service. It really is when you have these two show up. It seems so extraneous to everything. I mean, at this point. out of jurisdiction we're, and a vigilante we're actually, against yeah, And we're actually at. We're at, at this point, 
page 20, pretty much, this yeah. would be where normally it would end. You would end with him assuming that guy's identity with the saw tools there, and then you'd end. But now we, because it's a one-shot, it's a little bit more. It's you have an extended a deal. It's you go off saw, to though. them. What did Roman accomplish know. as the freaking head know. of Headberry, this whole thing? like he, still, he assumed the guy's identity and immediately... And Rene Montoya and Batwoman show up and say, we know it's you, Roman. Okay, time to move on. And, and you know what the nothing. funniest thing is? There's a couple of funny things with this because then you have to have a bunch of Renee and Kate. So they're there. Oh, I haven't seen you in a while. Hey, I'm good. Hey, what are you doing? All this stuff that, you know, is what people like about them and that, you know, they're, they're friends and lovers. Uh, we had seen them. The funny thing is I wanted them to go like, hey, what have you done since we took Jason down the Mexico way? Because that's when we saw them together at one point. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the whole idea, that's not mentioned. So there's a lot of weird things that just jump in here. But when you do get to the idea of Jim, them this is looking months later. How often do you mention stuff you did true. with somebody months after the uh, fact I didn't out of nowhere? Say, I, I mentioned to Reggie that he was gone. I'm sure so they there, see each other right? all the time. No, they said they didn't. So you end up having Renee Montoya flashing the Gotham badge anywhere she wants to in, in Atlanta. I wanted somebody to tell her to just go back. I wanted them to actually say... Well, what, you have this Bane taking over your city. You're going to come and you know harass us, but they well, end up. I, I thought this was a funny thing that it ends up by the time you get to it, it just doesn't have enough page space to do. Where you end up seeing that they don't know that Black Mask is this head guy. They think that he's being controlled somewhere off. You know, you know, almost like you said with those mind control powers, whatever it would be. Maybe he has something on the side. So they end up trying to protect the guy who actually is, you know, Black Mask pretending to be this head of the the whole deal. And I thought that that would have been funny, the head of Headberry, because they yeah. end up taking out these, uh, you know, guards and things like that. And like, hey, we're here to protect you. We know is is Black Mask got you? Is he doing this? And I thought it was a pretty neat thing that you could have done a little more they don't have enough time so you end up kate just going in because he's gonna shoot how this works batwoman kicks him in the face through the car we have the guy and then he he looks like black mask again and i'm like that was instantaneous we didn't even see like a transition i'm like is it a hologram like what are we dealing with well, yeah. it seems even I at the cur- one point. I assume it's a hologram since everything with Lex Luthor no, is a it's hologram. Weird. I don't. You know? I I think it's actually like a um. How can I explain it? Because he ends up pulling like his face off his later. Fingers it actually yeah. looks like that's what I think it is. I end up thinking when he gets that DNA, so the face he can make like a time. morphing type deal. It got kicked off. I think that it can be kicked off or pulled Gross. off, like he's doing there. Uh, but again, how did he get the DNA of the guy in the crowd? What did he do? How did he do it best? Once you get the DNA, can he turn into these guys uh, the on is, I feel will, like you he know, can on go call? and do any kind of book he wants, but in order to be these people, he has to have their fingerprints yeah, and weird. DNA and has That's, to get them. But we them. don't know. That's what I'm saying. It seems weird because then you end up having him go off to this guy in Australia where he wants him to sign something. And before the guy even does anything, he has his look. So where did he get that DNA? He ends up just going to deliver something. No, and he, he can have the look like already, but he needs the other things to actually take over that person's life completely. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what. I don't know. All, all he'd have to do is kill them, and he could take them over anyway. It, it doesn't make sense. I mean, you end up he needs the DNA, but yet he doesn't. I mean, he could end up just looking like Bruce Wayne and go around town and pretend he's Bruce Wayne. It, it's just an odd thing by the end that doesn't really make sense to me, and it doesn't intrigue me at all. 
all. I think that it's a downswing for the Black Mass character. I think it's a miss. I, I think that this is something that I hope by the end of Year of the Villain, all these nonsense things just end up stopping and then nah, we get back to the regular relax. character. I don't want this. Yeah, yeah, and I, I don't know how you say that to morphing justice. DNA technology, but, you know, <laughs> I don't know how that works. But, yeah, overall, I like the art, but I thought that this was a boring issue that went on too long, didn't give me enough excitement of a new black mask, and didn't give me enough information of anything to really recommend to anybody. So I was really down on it. Uh, what would you give it, Reggie? Uh, one thing I did like a lot, and we talked about this beforehand uh, a little bit, is the art. I thought it was great. Yeah, I thought Colley Habner did a great job giving him that dead eye, and then it kind of carried over into yeah. his adult life, even seen through the mask. And I just like that look of it, to be honest with you, kind of thick inking lines, and uh, just had a lot of good cartoony fun to it. But overall, yeah, I, I did think it was. Yeah, uh, I did think it was kind of a boring issue, and just seemed pretty pointless to me. I didn't really understand uh, a lot of what this new power is, to be honest with you. But uh, based on the art, I gave it a 6 out of 10. Yeah, I'm going to go 5-5. Five, five. And that's because I did like the art as well. Uh, but yeah, I just I said all I, I was going to say. The whole idea that I don't think this is a better version of Black Mask. I don't know why he would want this and get out of Gotham all that. anybody yeah. from anywhere yeah. in the DCU to have a one-shot Yeah, there, the there are a lot of villains. There are a lot. And like, yeah, you know, this Parasite, one doesn't you know the villain, villain number one. Like, I haven't seen him in a yeah. while. That might be cool. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't mind that. You, you, there's a lot, like you said. You can have uh, wrath, Eric. He, it could be wrath. You know you're what? The what is wrath up to? Yeah, awesome. you're always wondering. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm gonna go five five. What about you, Eric? I'm at a five five. It's actually, I'm gonna go up to a five point eight on things. I really did enjoy the art in this issue, and I do love to see a black message. Is that every I choice you that in, Tom Eric. Taylor made here was the wrong choice for this character because mm. you actually made him less than he was before anybody saw him doing anything in this goddamn rebirth. There, I'm yeah. telling he was he was just pretty much grabbing bizarro bits and freaking red hood and the outlaws fucking two year two or three years ago and there was nothing was in a dungeon and then we bring him back into all his glory and we change him completely and make him a lesser version it's very just very disappointing to have that happen especially yeah. with tom taylor like we talk about we love tom taylor and this is not strong at all it's very disappointing because i always like i was reading this was not enjoying it and i'm like oh who the hell is writing this and i went back like i was shocked to see tom taylor's name on there Hopefully this is a fluke though, or maybe he just had some weird ideas he wanted to play with, or had his you know hands tied about what he could do. Either way, this was a weak issue. Does not make me look forward to the other one shots, and I hope that Black Mask can survive this when he gets back. I mean, survive this by going back to basics and actually being a compelling character again. Yeah, and, and you can go years without Black Mass. So when this is and all said have. and done, yeah, and when this is all said and done, maybe it'll, and maybe this is the thing. Maybe this is where a lot of people are looking at hints and things and, you know, reading the hieroglyphics and the Ouija boards and saying, like, stuff like this may point to the idea <laughs> that we're heading to a reboot where, you know, everything will just be back to normal anyway after, you know, a year or so. So we'll see. You know, the three years when the Doomsday Clock finally I got ends. you. Black maybe Mask that's is it, right? Leviathan. That's what you're saying, that, right? is right you are correct sir that'd be crazy but yes there you go so we are here reggie is back reggie yep. next week you have three books on the podcast four on the site so yeah everybody go and read reggie's reviews especially the terrifics and talking about that one yeah, we we had ditched that one. You have probably read more terrific since you <laughs> had your problems than we have. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we also have some others. Thank God you're back so you can deal with Dial H. Uh, yeah, because I, I will. I, we'll I, talk about that, that final issue. 
Yeah, well, here's the thing. It's our final issue. Final I issue don't know of if you realize. One. Yeah, oh, it, it's coming back for another six, which is nonsense. But we'll see what goes on with that as well. So yeah, we'll, we'll catch up, Reggie. We'll get you. But thank you for coming on. I hope everybody enjoyed Man, hearing you uh, from you again. And we're gonna go off now to a little more mail. Yo, it's mail call. It is the best podcast a week, even though Shay is such a freak. I've got to hear all the reviews and the mail with Jim. And I've got such a long way to go to make it to the end of the episode. First I'll hear mail with Jim, now mail with Jim. Ah, yes, it is mail section number two, which we didn't think we'd have. But when we ended up doing the mail section number you one afterwards, Dancing Mike ended up sending in a mail. And in the meantime, I went back to see if Nils had ended up emailing us where we said that we missed it. Indeed, he did. So I'm going to have Don't his last week mail as well. Yes, you did. You missed it because you said, man, I miss him. And I said, I know, you know, he's in Germany and we don't get to see him enough. The first mail is Dancing Mike. Again, I will spell it out if you want to email us in. We read everything, good, bad, and different. And that is at weirdsciencedc.com at gmail.com. Yes, but eventually we'll get back to you. And luckily, Nils <laughs> is by the time we get to this, he will not realize that we missed it. There's no way he'll be able to coordinate when he's sending a mail to the episode number. He knows and we'll be fine. Did. Well, now he will because I'm admitting it. And it's also out <laughs> of order. We're going to end up yeah. talking about the email that he referenced earlier. But Dancing Mike says, hi, Jim. Greetings, Eric. And Hello, mother. First of all, a big shout out to the Get Fresh crew. Whoop one, whoop two. That is the conclusion of the whoops cough ship. He says, Eric, he loves LeBron James, Mike. Did you know that? He's a big fan. I'm trolling him at this moment. Is that what the kid's calling her? Trolling? Don't buy many, didn't buy many comics this week, so there won't be a lot to discuss, but sometimes it's quality over quantity. Got the obligatory Archie Digest from on this show. Dancing Mike and myself. Hashtag happy wife, happy life. I'm sure you know all too much about the happy wife part, Jim, and I'm sure Lady Jessica is waiting on pins and needles for that magical day when Eric Shane makes an <laughs> honest woman of her. <laughs> Will she ever be an honest woman? Or? About time we had some she? comedy on this show. Yeah, hold on a bit longer, Jess. Rumor has it that you may be getting that ring very soon. It would be hilarious if she listened to the podcast and that was <laughs> the case that she's like, you see her lighting up. She's being real nice to you all of a sudden. Teen Titans number 33. Good issue again, he says. Oh, my. I love that series. I agree. It's getting tainted by the year of the villain fuckery that's infesting all the DC titles right now. I wish someone would rein in my Twitter follower, Scott Snyder. What can I say? The guy loves me. He does follow Dancing Mike. He ended up telling me that he was going to follow Dancing Mike and actually said that he'd like to talk to Dancing Mike because he, he, Scott Snyder's one of those guys that 
he he likes the praise, but I'm telling you, he listens to the non-praise a lot more, and it does not bother him. But I think that he but wants what's to. What's Mike going to say to him because he doesn't read Scott Snyder's work? I think that he just says nonsense. Actually, I know what Dancing Mike would say. Dancing Mike would say, "Listen." I did like your Batman a lot, but you've gotten to this point where you're changing the universe too much, and that seems to be a little pushed, and I don't like that everything is from the mind of Scott Snyder. I think that's what he would say, kind of in a nutshell. You can tell me if I'm right. Or that Harper Rowe. Yeah, he doesn't like him. Maybe he'll forget about that. And and also Mr. Freeze. You know, he'll go through the whole laundry list of stuff. But I actually I think like that, that that's either. the thing. He didn't mind when he was just writing Batman. But the problem is, is now he seems to be running the whole show and changing things. What Mike thinks is willy nilly. And, you know, he doesn't like willy or nilly. And the big news like is either. Vampirella number two. No, not the Stanley Art Germ Lau variant cover. The Golden Age 1942 exclusive cover. What are they? Money bags over there? Getting these exclusive the covers over here. Why, why would you get an exclusive cover of number two? Yeah, tell them they're not Vampirella. Right? Yeah, Vampirella, really. By the lovely and talented Tom Nguyen, you know, who's best known DC that work. That wasn't the top 10 this past month, though, wasn't it? Yeah, number one was, yeah. But that was because it had 50 variant covers. It's not. Yeah, that's how you do it. Yeah. He is the inker during the Under the Red Hood arc, is Tom Nguyen. He's a really talented and nice guy, and I cannot wait to get him to sign one set of his variant covers next free comic book day. That is a, a guy who must go to the Golden Age 1942. Let me give some praise to... The Golden Age, 1942, on the corner of High Street and Court Street in beautiful downtown Murrillville, Tennessee. The High Court of Comics. The Tom Nguyen exclusive covers limited to 500 sets of regular and virgin covers. Oh, eh, yeah, yeah. I believe I was going to say something. What? It didn't make any sense. <laughs> I was going to make a joke. I'm like, eh, I'm not going to go there. I believe they're selling for about 35 or $50 a set. What, what is this, Unicron again? But I since wish. I have a pull list there. And I'm a regular customer. I got two sets for the price of four comics. So I have a set for Tom to sign at Free Comic Book Day, a set that I ain't opening at all, ever, and the art germ variant that I'll use to actually read the comic. So uh, that's funny that he's using the art germ one as the slum <laughs> issue. Uh, so it was $3.99 per issue for regular customers. That's how a comic book shop could run. I'm telling you, you just told me black magic and hocus pocus. I have no idea what you just said. I guess it's good. I'm happy they got an exclusive cover. Yeah, uh, Vampirella 2. It, it, it's an odd one to pick. but I st- and, and really, I hope that this issue is at least... A hundred times better than that first one because that was nonsense. Me and you had to do that for the indie podcast. And boy, I never want to read another one of those. It is Christopher Priest and you know it. I still have a standing offer to any member of the Get Fresh crew who doesn't absolutely hate me to come join Mrs. Dancing Mike and me for drinks at Smoky Mountain Brewery. As what he just said, that that means me. That means me, Eric. That was just a joke. I I don't travel, Mike. That is true. I hear Mark Jager is joining people for drinks, but he's too stuck up to have a beer with little oh old me. I love at the one point he's like, oh, I guess it would have been you know, better if Mark Jager came in. I don't know where he thinks Mark Jager's from. Mark Jager's from no. Oregon. He ended up coming to, <sighs> was exactly going to on the way. New York and New Jersey and stuff and actually had to go away from that to meet us. I, Merville, that's a little out of the way. Or maybe he just hates me. Oh, well. 
I'll just have to drink more beer to make Gasp. up the slack. That's I'll about right all I got. Now, listen, Mike, if you were here, you would have gotten at go. least seven fist bumps. You oh, would have had God. a back rub and maybe a kiss on the cheek. He's not going full Tom Brady, but the cheek. I think I'm going I full Tom Brady. I actually, the, the <laughs> thing was, yeah, everybody has to go then. I actually, when we, when we said goodbye to Mark, I actually thought you were going to hug him. I was waiting to see if that happened. And then I would have thought, oh my. He oh my is God! Drunk. How much you did he have that. to drink? Yeah, you you didn't go that far, but yeah, you you gotta let. I told you, you gotta I was reasonably drunk. You were you were having a good time. You loosened up. You actually and yeah. I I was you know I'm there talking. I low put my and brain on pause things. so it wouldn't panic you for did. a while. You, it was good. You, you ended up getting louder as, as it went on, and I liked it. Oh, I yeah. actually could hear I you. Sure then. did. I, I realized that. I'm like, I think uh, I got some old couple across the bar to leave. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think they did. And actually, I kept and looking I think over. That's and where it, the bartender brought the was, water over. Was, I tell you, that was the best. I told our boss because then you weren't at work on Friday because uh, we we met Mark on Thursday, and uh, uh, the next day I was like, I don't know what happened. I told my boss, but at one point Eric started getting water. I'm not sure that he realized that he needed oh, that or the bartender deal. The bar- and I'm I like, did not I order think, that water. Yeah, I said I think it was the bartender. At one point you were double duty there, and then you just stuck with the water but yeah at the one point you got a little loud and it made me laugh it actually made me made me smile i'm like there's an eric shay and, and the thing is we, we talk about this we went to the place that you end up drinking at a lot not a lot yeah. you don't really drink a that lot. much anymore every couple of that's days, where, like you know months that's a year what, what i'm saying when you go to drink that's where you go right. and mark that's where you wanted to go it's not the greatest of places it's very clean i haven't been there in a long long time but it was nice enough and uh we ended up telling Mark, do you realize, you know, we've never really met anybody from the Get Fresh crew uh, to, to drink or hang out. But the problem also is to, to tell everybody not to be upset about this, like a dancing mic. This was the first time that me and Eric ever did anything together out Besides for watching work. Star Wars. Besides we went to Star Wars, The Force Awakens. That's all we've ever done. And I done. ran into I've you never... at the library in the Walmart. Yeah, I'm telling you, that's running in. And usually we run into each other and then, then I run, run out. out. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do immediately. Uh, but yeah, yeah we we've, never, we've never actually drank anywhere together, anything like we that. We still so have the first time. Yeah, because I had diet soda. I'm not going <laughs> to drink just because I'm <laughs> hanging out with you. If it was just me and Mark Jigger, I probably would have. I had to drive <sighs> I'm telling you, just the idea that Tanya just had to go through a hearing of that. I just, I don't need that nonsense. You know, I'm telling <laughs> Come on, you. Let's get and, sloppy. No, nah, so I even said to you, would they be mad if I brought my coffee in uh, to the bar? And you said yes. yes. So I ended up getting do a it. diet soda. Would they be mad if I brought coke. a cheesesteak? Yes, don't do this. Would you they don't be not, mad no if I brought my grill and made burgers for everyone? Would this be something <laughs> that I'm not used to this? bar life that you call it is that discouraged from so i ended up drinking uh, you know soda but we had a good time we had a good time and i actually i'm telling you i did sit there and i even texted tanya at one point she's like what the hell's taking me so long because we did sit there i'm like listen eric is smashed and then she she's what like really she's like really is he and i'm like oh yeah i'm like he's touching feely all this stuff going on but i actually said to her in my text i could show you that i said he seems to be really having a good time, so it's cool. So then I basically that was. And me I look at Eric's face every day, and mouth. I know he never has a good time. Yeah, Let him no, have this time. He doesn't. Yeah. 
he doesn't. I'm like, I actually had a good time through you as well, but I had a good time. We we talked to Mark. We had a, a really good time. That's about all I've got. So until next time, support patreon.com slash weird science. Watch out this Monday evening because these guys from the pop culture podcast might tickle Don't your know. perennium with a rusty saw blade. Keep it weird and see you on Boosh sevens and that is dancing Boosh. mike so yeah uh, dancing mike, you, mike. you can if you could make it up here i mean the, the floodgates are open i will now. meet you or, at the pub yes yeah, so we will go to the pub eric will get drunk he will fist as as I have a half you. an hour to drink beforehand uh, you know what i also realized and it was funny too because i i want to tell mark too because this is how i talk to people through the podcast when we when we first got there and i i told this before but the idea where i was waiting for mark outside he ended up already being in there. You went in the drink. You guys were drinking next to each other. Didn't realize. And then when I went in, he he said, hey, let's get a table. I'd like to get you guys dinner. And you just went, nope, we're sitting here. And I was like, man, what's going on? You didn't hear him uh, say I said I would have preferred sitting there. Yeah, and you didn't hear him say that about the dinner or not. anything like that. So that was well, one thing. could have ate I, there if you wanted to. Eh, no, he, he didn't want to. He didn't want to then, Eric. You, you ruined the mood is what happened <laughs> after that. Uh, but that, that, that it was pretty funny with that. But yeah, so yeah, anybody else? Do you want to meet us? I guess we're, we're done now. We, we can't. No, I'm not doing people, that. Right? One and done. Go out on one top. It was done. a good time. Yeah, we did have a good time. Next is Nils, and Nils ten is out of back. ten that that meetup. Never yeah, again. I, I I don't know. I'd give it a nine out of ten. I <laughs> thought that you were a little bit loud at one point. You, you ended up. It's it true. was funny too because something happened where you got all excited and you did yell. I mean, you yelled out, but it was a yell of joy. But it was a yell of joy, and that's. I think that was one of the fist bumps too because some happened. You were just yelling, and it was fun. It was really fun. I think it was. Nils, I hear that fist bump. Yeah, I think that yeah, word up, bro, <laughs> I think is what you said. <laughs> and I gave him a fist bump. Uh, also, the other thing, and I did show uh, Mark and you at one point, I did have that uh, Tanya texted me and said, I'm really proud of you that you are doing this and going out of the box from what Look you usually you would do. Person. No, I ended up saying that. I, I showed him that because I wanted them to see that the nonsense that we say of social anxiety and things, this is not a joke. It did take a lot. And me not drinking, I couldn't get past that with that. I just have to kind of, you know, bite my you know, deal and, and kind of just go with it. And then Mark made it very easy, very nice. And we started the conversations, including how hot Joan Jett was. You didn't agree. Niles is here. And he says, a big whoop whoop for the Get Fresh group. Beep, boop. Hello, Beep, lads. Boop. Constantine style. Hello, lads. Is that what he means? So is it yeah. Niles or Nils, Jim? It's Nils. I, I, I'm telling oh. you, I'll say it different each time. Henceforth known as Jim Reggie and Eric. And we said before, it's funny because he's way back in the podcast. He doesn't know the troubles that are coming up. It's been a long while there, since how I wrote, come I'm not the second one? I don't know. Actually, you are. I read it wrong, Eric. Just shut you your mouth. motherfucker. I, I, I like it too. He's like, hey, say hi to Dan Stratsky for me. All right. Yes. No. And and I hope that that Brandon keeps on doing the Marvel Madness segment. I It's been a long time, but he, he definitely wouldn't say anything about the other side segment because nobody liked that, Eric. But he might have liked uh, Shut Up My Shows Are On. Shut Up My that Shows That might have been the wrong. deal. Nobody that might that be either. one of those. Oh, we liked it, right? Yeah, that was good. Also, remember, it's funny, too, because I was thinking about it because I'm going to start putting some news on the Marvel podcast, just a, you know, one or two stories. I'm like, boy, we did wow. that for a while too. Remember when we did the news? Sure I used to have fun. We used to yell. 
That was when we started really like uh, yelling at Tom King a lot about his nonsense. It's been a long while since I wrote my last email. What well, he wrote earlier in the show. My last email to you was this New Year's episode. Right now I'm hearing it and haven't heard my email Which read out loud yet. Oh, no. He's, he's on to us, Eric. He said that he's Tell listening to the podcast and we haven't read the email. Don't How let me into this. I've been very I was worried about phone. poor Nils. I, I've been very busy in developing my many character abilities through different types of workshops, trips, talks to many human what? beings. All right. Now you know my dirty little secret. I'm male robot. Who was so carelessly abandoned by you guys? Yeah, that You say that. And people don't realize this, but usually every episode, Male Robot does get involved. That's the name that Eric uses when he logs on to the thing we record. Uh, usually for, for the, the male, first yeah. male, he's usually Male Robot and always makes me smile. Or Werewolf uh, right Mailman. Now, this time it's Joe werewolf. Boo right now for yeah, some reason. Joe Boo. Fuck you, Joe Boo. I do it myself is what I'm saying about this male right exactly. now. Right now, I have, yeah, really, I have found I'm myself out. in a very interesting time. And about time, better, Serrano. Breaking news. We're going to sacrifice Kentucky Fried Chicken, Eric. In the Do you think anybody knows what we're talking about? Right nope. now, I have found myself in a very interesting time. In the next few months, I will move to the capital of Germany. Eric, yes, that is Berlin. Quit my job in the quality management business to find another job in Berlin, which I don't even know what it's going to be. You should do the one first. Yeah. That's the problem. He, he, it seems to me like he has a job, but he doesn't know what it's going to be yet. That's how I'm taking I'm telling it. you, he has a job. He's going to put it, quit that to move to Berlin and then look for a job. I'm like, why not you, you know, find a, I'm a job reading there this. before he you He doesn't move. have a job, but he has another job in Berlin, but he doesn't know what it is yet. I think I'm reading it wrong, Eric. And yes, he's a gigolo. I'm moving into a big house with three other women. One of them, my girlfriend. Now I'm thinking the way he's spelling it out that Niles might be a woman. It seems like, Niles a, you know, Nils. that's how eh, Nils, Niles, I don't know what's going on, Eric. I'm having problems. Hell, now, I actually drank too much coffee tonight. Hell, now is the best time ever to do all that shit. I'm with Brown you. Brown cow. Yeah, that's right. It is the best time to do that shit. One of my biggest issues right now is finding the motivation to do stuff on a regular basis. And really, I hear that. stuff is way overrated. Doing stuff. I know. Things I and struggle. stuff, fuck it. Yeah, really. I struggle with giving up too easily. I, I'll tell you this, and this is actually I struggle with getting started. Then, as I was just going to say, I'm going to give some life advice. Just don't start, and then you don't give up if the results don't fit or don't come in fast enough. Right now, I'm creating. Quit. He's creating workshops for people. Why are you wearing those Bruno Magali shoes? Is that what they were? People who have issues with anxiety. Oh, he, he's doing workshops people with people who have anxiety issues dating flirting self-love or just want to make out more of their lives do uh, you do you have self-love or you have self-loathing is it more self-loathing for you yes you do so hard that's it's weird because your safe word is more that's what my heart currently desires I'm i'm very excited to see where this will lead me Maybe we need this workshop, you know, but that's the problem is how do you get a guy with that's social anxiety to go to a social anxiety workshop? Because that doesn't work. Plus it's a German. Plus, I don't know what the hell is going mm-hmm. on. I'm just going to be a Darfik bit the Alpha Toilette game mm-hmm. and I don't know what else is happening. And that's him saying, I love that you're here. I, I'm telling you, German is one of those languages that y- you don't have many German speaking uh, stand up comedians because really it, they don't come off as that funny. When you end up with a German saying anything,
anything. It really sounds like they are degrading you and, and putting you down for maybe having a small penis. That, that's what it seems to me is what I get from it. And usually it's the case. So as a first step in developing this. Are they treat, prostitutes? They might be. They, I don't know. I don't remember paying them, Eric. So I had the first step to developing this treat, holding my motivation up for things that I love. It's funny that he has workshops for people to improve themselves, but yet he cannot improve himself, Eric. I set myself a challenge to write to you <laughs> guys on call. a weekly basis. It's funny. He starts this up and I missed his first mail. That is not a good omen. And as I know, the Hermans are big on omens, Eric. They call it the Umuns is what they call it in Germany. It's actually more of old Germanic for bad thing is what it means. I will just show some new insights that I had in my life and share some thoughts about the comics that I read right now. Thanks for being my force sparring partners. So here it goes. It's so funny that I missed this email. <laughs> right now I'm reading stuff from January of 2019. I think it's hilarious. I really like the Justice League run. It's very interesting for me to find out what's up with Perpetua and how mighty she is. Is she even this evil that everybody presumes her to be? Or is she just someone who needs to get out of her shell and go to a workshop on anxiety, dating, and flirting? Also, I'm very intrigued by the insights into Martian Manhunter's life by Steve Orlando. Eric, I'll have to take your word. I I don't know what's happening there. You read any of that? You read one page of no. that Steve Orlando Marshman on was one what of the I plan best on things. Doing is waiting until it's all done and taking all of Jeremy's reviews and putting them together in one collection. Yes, uh, so you're still not going to read it. You're just going to read the Absolutely reviews not. and listen them. Was one of the best things that has read. ever. What was one of my uh, the greatest strokes of genius that I've ever had is to convince Jeremy to do all the Steve Orlando books for us because we got rid of him and it really I didn't look back. Normally I really can't, and plus he likes them more than us. And he has that crate echo at the beginning with the Orlando zone. It's awesome. Normally, I really can't stand his writing. Strangely, this time combined with the very interesting style of Riley Rosmo. I even we disagree wholeheartedly. I'm I'm telling you that is double trouble. I really like, and I'm looking forward to many more ideas to my life, (laughs) to my interest in comics. Uh, Jeremy actually said that he really does think that Steve Orlando has improved his game a bit, and that's good. I mean, there are things where I ended up saying at one point, like a Tom King and stuff like that, that I was worried that these people would improve their game, but on our dime, it was like improving on the job. We'd have to pay for that. But again, I'm not dealing with Steve Orlando. So the idea that he is improving That's cool. Still not dealing with them. The comics that I am mostly intrigued by and looking forward to are the Wonder Comics. Now, is it possible that anybody could be more different than me and you, than Niles here over there in Germany? Think of the optimism of January 2019. Is that what it is? is? Is that what they've changed it into? I've read Young Justice number one, which was kind of great. Eight out of 10. I cheated a little, so I looked for the recent review scores for the Wonder Comics on your site. I saw some 8 to 9 out of 10s, which filled me with hope. Believe me, that would be Dispatch DCU on that nonsense stuff. Uh, You know, no way. That's Wonder Twins, uh, you know, powers activated there. I do not agree, but it's on the site. So he's, that's the best thing. Bullshit activated. (laughs) He can have some hope. Wonder Twins don't activate, but let's activate all the social problems in the world. So much from me for this time, lads. And he wants, hello, so much time for me this time, lads. It's a classic Constantine, right? (laughs) 
the most awesome <laughs> greetings from Hermony. You guys, your guy from Leak Slip, the Hollywood, wait a minute, that's my alter ego, he says. Oh, my. <sighs> your lad from Germany, Essen and Dusseldorf, Niles. And he says, P.S., you wouldn't believe the town names we have in Germany. Try to pronounce these. I bet I would. what he was talking about earlier. We got... Uh, Sausage Town. You got the hamburger. We have a town, town here called Intercourse. We do have Intercourse right next to Bird in Hand. And that's no joke. That is true, Eric. Uh, but here we go. Bad Ornhausen, Bad Sals Uflin, Willingen Schwinningen, Usen Usengoven, Langst Kirst, and Strump. Strump oh was God, what Langst I called my first girlfriend. I said, get over here, you Strump. And that relationship did. did not last long. It did not last long at all, Eric. And and really, she's like, who are you? I've never met you. And I said, oh, that's Strump. classic Strump, isn't it? Get out of town, Strump. But yeah, and there she you go. Did I, I, I actually, and, and the thing is, I am not a smart man. I don't know if you realize this. This might be something you've no, picked no, up since we've worked together yeah, yeah. and done the site and the podcast. Uh-huh. And Speak I am me, not somebody who ne- I, I could never learn another language. I struggle with English every day, every hour of the day. Uh, so I, I don't know. I don't know German. I don't know. But this is the thing. I am not even stairs. I'm not even. Exci- <laughs> I don't want to learn other languages. Folks. I don't want to learn other languages. But what I do love are hearing people say words in other languages. I love to hear accents. I love all that. And I, my grandmother was uh, Pennsylvania Dutch and spoke a lot of German. My grandfather himself was German and they would speak, you know, German and things like that. Not once did I think I want to learn this sexy language because it's not that sexy. Uh, But I love it's so it's a harsh language in my mind and I love listening to it. So I love actually trying to pronounce things and I end up becoming my grandfather doing that. And somehow I hate myself then afterwards, even more than I usually do, because my grandfather hated my guts. But there you go. Strump, Eric. And that is the that is with the two dots like a motley crew. Eric, oh, that's the best. And Umlaut, indeed, I would think that that would be the name that you would call me at one point to disparage my height. And I'm not going to fall for that, Eric. I don't want to hear it. Don't call me an Umlaut. But that is the end of the mail section number two, the impromptu mail section number two. A little catch up. I hope that Niles is our Nils. Keep saying both ways. I, I, you know, just like always, I want to make sure that he's not upset with me. I I apologize for missing your mail the last time. Where's she? Well, now I know that, yeah, really, the other women (laughs) are there. Uh, So we're going to end up, hopefully, he sticks with it or she sticks with it. And we do get an email each and every week because I do like to hear from Hermony. And that is it for the mail. We're going to go off now to the last two books of the night, one being Jimmy Olsen, Superman's pal, Jimmy. And that's going to be from Jeremy. And then me and Eric are going to finish it up with the Teen Titans. Hello and welcome. To this month's look at Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen. Uh, this is issue number two 
of the 12 issue maxi series uh jim and eric discussed issue one on the patreon spotlight uh last month i think it's fair to say they liked it less than i did uh, i thought issue one was a lot of fun uh, i enjoyed it um I, I i thought there was a lot of heart to it yeah, there's a lot of silliness as well. There were some issues with it structurally, but but I, I quite enjoyed it. Uh, this issue, issue two, um, offers more of the same, uh, which in itself is a problem, as we will find out in a moment. Uh, let's do the whole preamble thing. Uh, Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen, number two, is written by Matt Fraction. Uh, I feel like saying, I will say that again. <laughs> it's written by Matt Fraction. Um, I think right there, there's, uh, I guess the, there's a bit of an issue, isn't there? I, I, I think if Matt Fraction wants to write a Jimmy Olsen book, that's fine. He can do that. I, the, the, the impression though of this book being a kind of, uh, almost sort of an indulgent side project. Brian Michael Bendis has obviously kind of had a word in uh, with his mates, Matt Fraction, who he's worked with at, at Marvel, Greg Rucker, uh, who of course has worked at DC as well, but uh, he's kind of obviously had some kind of influence in them coming back for, uh, I say back, I don't think Fraction's worked for DC at all up until this point. Um, his wife, of course. Uh, is working for, for DC, writing Aquaman, but um, there's a connection there as well, I guess. I, I don't know. I, I, I just feel like it, this is such a weird book for Fraction to be writing. Uh, and he's a good writer. He's a really, really good writer. Um, I've enjoyed a lot of his stuff, even even the stuff that, that people generally don't rate, like his uh, his short-ish run on Fantastic Four. I really liked it. Um, and I just kind of, I don't know, I, I, I'm I'm kind of a bit bemused, a bit baffled, and a little bit suspicious, if you <laughs> if you see what I mean, of a fraction taking on this title. It's just, just a really weird kind of thing for him to do. And he's doing it in a weird way as well, which makes me, which it doesn't allay my suspicions at all. Perhaps I'm being harsh. I don't know. I, I might be. Uh, the art's by Steve Lieber. Uh, the art is great. I, I've, I've got no complaints about the art whatsoever. The art is just really good for for this for this kind of book. It is just perfect. That's that's all I want to say. Uh, colors are by Nathan Furburn, who's a top notch colorist. Um, letters are by Clayton Cowles. It's published by DC Comics. The cover price is $3.99. Uh, here's a very short intro. I enjoyed this book last month. It was silly and a little disjointed, but it was a whole lot of fun and the art was wonderful. Will we get more of the same this time around? Let's find out. Uh, yeah, you do. You get more of the same this time around and that's a problem. Because it now seems that uh, whereas last issue you had this kind of introductory two or three pages, I think it was two pages, of Joachim Olson, who's Jimmy's ancestor, uh, one of the founding families of Metropolis. You had to see him 
have an argument and be pushed over the edge of a cliff. And now he makes a reappearance here. He hasn't died, after all. He's too big, too too stubborn, maybe, to die. He comes back, and uh, he, he comes to a the local drinking establishment, which he doesn't normally frequent. And uh, he walks in very dramatically, while his enemy is kind of is kind of talking to his friends in the uh, in the bar area, and he comes through, and he's got a big nugget of gold. And uh, wherever it is that he has been uh, over the the side of this cliff, clearly he has found uh, he's found some gold, which uh, does rather change things because the whole thing, of course, is that. Uh, this is his land, and he's been killed. Well, not killed, but obviously his uh, rival has tried to kill him. And now it turns out his land has got gold on it, and obviously he's got a claim to to that. And that's how the issue starts. And I think um, because this is a a story that's quite serious, it's a really odd way to start an issue that by and large is quite light-hearted. We then move on to uh, a second section which is between Jimmy and Julian. Uh, there's nothing particularly light-hearted about this section either. Uh, Julian is Jimmy's older brother, doesn't like him, uh, is exasperated by him, doesn't take him seriously. There's a to and fro or to and forth in the dialogue about the, the Pulitzer Prize that Jimmy has won, uh, which he won by taking a, uh, a photograph of Lex Luthor uh, by mistake. Not, not that he, he was planning on taking the photograph, but he stumbles uh, and trips over his shoelaces and by a happy accident happens to take the perfect Photograph of, of Lex Luthor that presumably kind of captures his his arrogance and and what have you as he is being perp walked as he's just been arrested. So we get that Julian is unhappy with uh, Jimmy because Jimmy was responsible for the destruction of the Luthor Lion, uh, which despite the fact that it bears his name, Lex Luthor wanted destroyed, uh, but Jimmy's brother wanted to be preserved as part of Metropolis's heritage. Uh, we learned last issue that, that the Luthers are kind of Johnny-come-latelys. Actually, I suppose it's Johnny's-come-lately, thinking about it. Uh, to Metropolis, they are new money, and uh, obviously the Olsons have been around for a long time. So the Olsons ha- uh, kind of represent tradition and a and a kind of respect for continuity and, and the past. Uh the Luthers, uh, or Lexus, at any rate, um, is uh, is very brash. Wants to do away with all of that. Uh, there's a part of me that likes this section, um, but it, it's it's kind of slow, and not an awful lot happens in it. Um, it's character development, I, I guess, in the sense that you see the relationship between Julian and Jimmy. Julian's a bit of a dick, really. Um, when he asks to see the Pulitzer Prize, which is a is a coin and there's a certificate with it as well, uh, Jimmy actually tosses him the coin, and Julian lets it just fall on the floor at his feet and sort of looks at it as he as it, he he does come across as a bit of a of a so and so. 
<laughs> As all my mother always says when she wants to say something that she she's not allowed to say, she says, "He's a right so and so." Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Um, the problem here is 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 just that again this kind of follows on from last month's section, which dealt with the Jimmy Julian relationship. But that was fun. And the reason it was fun is because uh, Jimmy turns into a giant turtle creature falling from orbit. And that's how he crashes the uh, crashes into and destroys the Luther lion. I, that's, that's kind of fun. It's, it's interesting. This is just an argument between two brothers and Julian's a bit of a dick. You, you, you feel for, for Jimmy. Uh, but that's kind of it. And there's nothing particularly exciting or, I mean, it's well written. I, I don't have a problem with it. Uh, it's, uh, it's written pretty well. Uh, Fraction knows how to write these kind of scenes really well. Uh, I just kind of want something a little bit more from this comic book. Um, we get to the middle section, which is the section where Jimmy hangs out with Superman and, Again, there's there's heart here. It's all there's also a lot of silliness, and I think one of the one of the problems I have with this section is that there is a reusing of gags. The the in in last issue when you had the uh, the section where Jimmy's talking to Perry about the fact that. Um, the planet has to have a special kind of insurance clause for for Jimmy, and uh, uh, what happens is 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 Jimmy kind of remembers uh, various scrapes that he's gotten into, and and he's kind of like, yeah, okay, you know, maybe it's for <laughs> that the uh, the planet has to pay extra for to insure me, uh, and that was funny, and, and and something very similar kind of happens with this. It's like a six-panel grid, and some of the scenarios are, are kind of the same, or they're following on from from last issue, and and it just it feels a bit repetitive, and and already, you know, two issues in, it feels kind of stale. That said, this is the best bit of the issue because what you've got here is a it's made very, very clear that Jimmy underrates himself. He doesn't value himself. He's trying his best to to kind of play to his strengths, and and more by luck than anything else, he he ends up getting the getting the shot that he wants, or he ends up kind of muddling. He's a muddler. He muddles through, and and he doesn't rate himself. And I think if if you're Jimmy Olsen, who's a, f- a friend with Superman, that 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 kind of inherent sort of uh, power difference between the two characters has to be figured in somehow. And and in a lesser, in the hands of a lesser writer, this would be quite clunky and awkward and laboured. And it isn't here. It, it it's actually quite quite nicely done. And I, and I think in amongst the the kind of uh, Jimmy kind of doubting himself and what have you. Got Superman goofing off in a blonde wig, doing card tricks that aren't very good, and then he kind of flies off, and and it's clear that Jimmy kind of, on the one hand, he knows he can't match up, but on the other hand, he really enjoys being uh, a friend of Superman and 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 seeing him 
go off to save the day. He, he enjoys that. So like I said, there's, there's some real heart there. Is it enough to sustain this issue? I, I don't know. I don't know. So Jimmy's kind of down on his luck. He's he's been pushed around by his brother, literally pushed around by his brother, who is a dick. I may have mentioned that. <laughs> have I mentioned that? I think I have. Um, and then he meets it, you know, meets up with Superman, gets some footage for his web series of Superman, kind of goofing off. But there is heart there. I did like that. Then we move on to the fourth section, and the fourth section is. Uh, the fourth section is following on from last issue's cliffhanger, which is this idea that Jimmy is uh, is in hiding. He's uh, the world thinks he is dead. He's actually in Gotham, uh, which I guess is probably it's probably a very similar experience. Actually, where where he is in Gotham is is not it's it's not a, a great place. Um. The landlord, he was he was like a really kind of interesting character uh, last issue. Isn't here this issue? It's just Jimmy on his own, and the dialogue kind of kind of meanders around a bit, and 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 it's it's like we we still don't get any closer to finding out why he is is here. There there are some pictures on is it a wall no there's a, some pictures on the floor of people with uh you know headshots with with x's through them the luther lion is one of them weirdly enough there's a there's a picture of a guy in a space helmet looks like a politician uh, and there's jimmy himself with with crosses through so presumably you know some you know people have died or you know or, or have been incapacitated in some way and he needs to lie low that's fine. Then he tries to phone somebody, but puts his put the, puts the phone down before he can connect with them. And then it switches to Lois Lane at her desk, and she is on the phone on a mobile phone, uh, while also having the office phone at her shoulder. Um, and she just says, "Lane, I'm on my way." And Clark is kind of watching her leave. So. And then the you know next everybody dies even Jimmy but you already knew that and I'm like well okay I, I I just it's a really it's a really odd way to end the issue um it's a way that to end the issue that doesn't really it doesn't have the dramatic impact that I think Fraction wants it to have um because we don't know we don't know what's going on we don't know the context we don't know why. Uh, Jimmy's in Gotham. We don't know why. We don't know if Lois uh, is in fact answering the phone to Jimmy. We 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 don't know. we don't know anything. Don't know. We don't know. You know. And and it and it's just like look, you've got you've got this four four strand story going on. You've you've got Jericho Molson in the past. You've got Jimmy either in the present or in the near past. Uh, having issues with his brother and then kind of goofing off with Superman. And then you've got uh, Jimmy in the future or the present, depending on how you look at it, uh, stuck in Gotham, pretending to be dead, uh, rushing off into the rain while maybe almost having phoned Lois. And that's the issue. And I'm just like, what? 
you know, that, that that's, I, I said to Jim, um, on Twitter, we were kind of talking about this issue. Uh, I don't think he had read it at that point. And I was trying to explain, you know, th- th- this cleverness here. And I, and I like clever. Clever's okay. But but I also like story. <laughs> I'm a big fan of story. And, I, and I'm a fan of, of things progressing. And uh, the, the story kind of hooks you in. And the fraction's characterization is is really good here. I I've got no issues with that, uh, and and there's some lovely stuff here, but the story just isn't moving, or at least it's not moving very quickly, and and I have issues with that, and 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 so you're left with this like okay, this is a twelve issue, this is a twelve issue series, and this is issue two, and you still haven't explained to us why Jimmy is dead, quote unquote. Why he's on the run? Why he's in Gotham? I mean, it's interesting. It's intriguing. Fine, I get that. But but this is kind of presumably pretty serious. Presumably, it's linked. Me is it linked to to wider stuff that's happening in the DC universe? I don't know. Um, I don't. I don't know. And and that not knowing is a, is a is a problem. And um, for that reason, I've given the whole thing six out of ten. Did I want to give it six out of ten? I, I, no, not really. I, 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 the the middle section is really strong. I, I really, really like it. But, but it look, stepping back from that and looking at the issue as a whole, I'm like, look, there's not enough here to 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 really to really hold my attention. I, I, I really enjoyed that first issue, and and I thought one of the things that it got right was this was the balance between the different. Uh, the different sections of the story, and there was incident in in each section, uh, and that's not the case here. the The conversation between Jimmy and Julian, there's not enough happening in it. Uh, the conversation, the the Superman stuff, that that's okay. I I like that stuff, but there's not enough happening in the end section either. And and the starting two pages don't really do very much either. So it's like this is well written, but it's not actually saying very much. It, it, it's 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 bits of it are entertaining, bits of it work, but as a as a single issue, this doesn't work or doesn't hold together as well as the first issue did in terms of holding my attention, in terms of making me interested in the story, uh, in terms of just appealing to me. So six out of ten. So I don't, yeah, it's a bit of a downer, isn't it? I, I, and I am sorry. I, I, I don't want to be a downer, really. But, but that's that's just my gut reaction to this to this issue. I, I I'm still on board for this series. I, I, I would never have picked up this series, uh, were it not for the fact that I mean, to be honest with you, this would have been a Reggie book, and um, <laughs> I don't know whether he would have had a similar response to me, or or not. Um, I, I I really enjoyed that first issue. It really took me by surprise. But this is too similar, and there's not enough progress. Okay, there you go. Um, six out of ten. Thank you very much for listening. I'm uh, very happy for you to follow me on Twitter at Door Jeremy, and you can also follow my WordPress blog, uh, jddunsani.wordpress.com. 
Uh, I really need to do something about, about that address at some point. But anyway, there you go. I hope you have a good week. I hope your comics are good. And I hope life treats you well. Um, I wish you all the best. Uh, do check out the Patreon if you haven't done so already. There's tons of amazing stuff on, on the, at the moment. That's it. Thanks for listening. You take care. Bye-bye. Now, come on, hot girls. You know you're in love. Man, how come it ain't working on him? Because those are lover boy songs, er. Isn't that right, Meat Man? <gasps> and lover boy has always sucked. Oh, no, they don't. I saw them in 85 at Madison Square, and they kicked ass. All right, Eric, we are back. For one book left. We have okay. one book left for the night. Is I just wanted Aqua to let you know. Force? What's happening? It might be. And you know what? Loverboy did rock back in Madison they Square kicked back ass. in the day. They did kick ass. They did. They're no uh, foreigner, but yeah. No, that's true. They aren't foreigner. But uh, yeah, I think that I read recently that one of the guys from Loverboy just disappeared or something. He just he, They couldn't find him. I think he fell off a boat or something and they never found him. Uh, but that, that's Loverboy, Eric. That's Loverboy for you. You live a fast life when you're Loverboy, right? That's yeah. what happens when, when hot girls are in love. Uh, but we're here to talk one last book tonight. And uh, it is the Teen Titans. And that is a book that neither of us review. So when we were getting ready for this and, and we had the whole thing with Reggie and setting up some stuff, usually what happens is we don't end up writing a blurb or credits and things like that. We forget, I forget, you know, stuff like that. Well, that is not the case tonight because it's a very special night, Eric, because both of us wrote credits and both of us wrote a blurb. Uh, so I'm going to let you go first because then I'm going to read my blurb, but I'm going to listen to yours first. And I may pause a second and you might hear typing, but that's not me changing my blurb at all. That not. wouldn't be not. me doing that. It's like I, I have a we lot of We could just use yours if you want. No, no, I, I want to hear yours, Eric, because I, I believe yours might be Harvey Award winning. And yes, no, that I is would an never insult. Say that. that is an insult. But uh, I want to hear yours. Yours is actually, I do know a little bit of yours. I think yours is going to be better. I, I kind of did rush mine. I, I will admit, I put a stamp on it, mailed it in, is what I did, uh, just because it was at the last second. I was like, oh, the no, we have hour. to get on. It was the 11th hour. And, and because Sexy. of that, I got all horned up. It's what happened to like everybody else when you're involved and the 11th hour is as well. Uh, but Eric, give me your blurb here. Let's hear what you got. Teen Titans number 33, written by Adam Glass with art by Sean Chen, Norm Ratman, Ivan Placencia, and Rob Lee. Trying to build the team back up after the Terminus agenda and Lobo's attack, Damien thinks to the future by trying to uncover who the other is, while also trying to figure out who the traitor is among them. It also appears that we didn't learn anything from Identity Crisis, because instead of imprisoning villains now, Damien's changing their minds and making them productive members of society. Yes. Oh! Uh, here is mine, Eric. Teen Titans number 33. You see, I've, I'm already a little bit better. I'm a little more accurate. I, uh, <laughs> Teen Titans I'm going off to do something else. I'll be back. Written by Adam Glass. Guest art by Sean Chen, Norm Rapman, and Ivan Placencia. 
regular old letters by Rob Lee. See, that's my big change, Eric, because they are guesting on this, and I do like it. The Teen Titans deal with an old new foe while Lobo decides whether he should take Lex up on his offer. It's an odd combination of recap and you're the villain, and in the end it shows that Damien will never learn his lesson. The villain dungeon wasn't the greatest thing ever, but this new erasing of memories felt a bit forced to just be extreme and over the top. Yours was a little more in detail. Like I said, I, I just ended up throwing back. it together. We never, we never talk. What's that? Oh, oh you what? missed it. Okay. Uh, Teen oh, Titans 33, written by Adam Glass. Guest art by Sean Chen, Eric. Yeah. So we have this whole deal. I don't know about you, Eric. Are you back? Did you answer the door? Or were they selling anything to you? And did they you were buy trying it? to sell me Faith, Jim. And I'm not oh, buying. Oh, my. They, Even they though ended it's up- free. Uh, it's weird because somebody <laughs> just, <laughs> or is it? They ended up, it's the, it's, it's the most it expensive thing you'll ever get that's free. Eric. You, you know, did they come to your door and they knock and you answer and like, hey, what's going on? Like, listen, exposure to our son prevents burning. Is that what they said? And it's you're amazing. like, all right. Oh my, I am in. I got uh, you. Yeah, S-O-N, not S-U-N. Did, <laughs> clever. Yes, exactly. Uh, did you get an, the idea, or not the idea, but did you get the feeling that it felt like you were missing an issue when you got into this? Like no, things just one seemed of those to progress more than we were. Now. And like we had the Black Mask villains, you're the villain special issue number one, where it, all of a sudden you had the you know Black Mask receive his friggin', you know, his offer from Lex, and then we jump to a month later. Like for some reason, Adam Glass and Tom Taylor for that book are doing the same because we do the exact same thing here. Where we pick up pretty much immediately where we left off last issue. Lobo's still, like chained up with a tractor on the moon, and we had talked about the idea of like, well, what's he going to do? And he just breaks free, and we find out in this issue that he has had his mind erased, which seems to be a weird thing because. You have a plan. I don't know if it's a plan that you just like decided to do within this month where we jump ahead, but we're yeah, going to like, this would have been Lobo something the catalyst. that I, I we're ended up trying to you, Look at you some Jim. of the stuff. Uh, yeah. Some of the stuff though, ended up feeling like I, I actually didn't remember Lobo losing his mind. I guess that's just on well, me. That's the thing I, is, like, I think okay. that actually says this here. Cause I don't, I think it's something we talked about. Like, like what's it going to do? You just send Lobo to the moon with the trick. He's going to break those chains and come on back. So I think it's something they're actually spelling out with Lex this issue. Yeah. But that, and, but because of that, it felt weird because then it seems like, then you go a month later after that. Yeah. And I just thought, like, why is this like all of a sudden you wanted to have the story with the villains and all this with their minds erased, whatever. So you're retroactively saying that, oh, this did happen. And now Lex is going to read it like it reverts right away. It just felt weird. And and to me, it made me think that I missed something. And then you have that month later where things are going on. And that's fine with Brother Blood. That's fine with these villains, you know, that sort of thing. But just the team itself Poor with Damien, like, blood. they don't talk to me. And, and you know, oh, man, you know, Red Arrow, she well, quit and she's walking around. Is, I, thought, Boy, I this actually is think that's weird. the most appropriate response at this point in time because it is a month later. And before, like, we had the Terminus agenda where, you know, Red Arrow kills us a Deathstroke. And then we jumped right into that whole two issue Lobo arc. So jumping a month later where the team has fallen apart and now that they've had time to breathe, like, I don't want to hang out with Buckingham. I, I don't want to hang out weird, with It's weird, though. It, to me, it was weird because when you did have that two-issue Lobo stuff, to me, it was better served as a reminder or at least a reset of, you know what? We do some bad things, but when we come together, we kind of can get some things done. And we did save each other. You did have some and things during that, that Lobo story, but it but doesn't even seem like that's the case because Emiko's gone. 
She's she's quit, she says. So she's out of there. No, he says nobody wants to talk to me unless we're on the mission. But it's a month later. They're not talking. And then the idea of Damien going to Red Arrow, Emiko, and saying, like, you know, Deathstroke said there was a, a traitor. And Emiko saying, he's just messing with you. He's messing with your head, which is the logical explanation that yeah. it would be. But somebody but to let them, those villains out. Yeah, but what, when they're talking about letting the villains out and you're like, was it Kid Flash? And it's like you start to get along the lines of – did he have enough time to know about it when you were doing things? And why would he just slip out and do that and, and then end up like roundhouse? Well, Kid like Flash, a lot just of these- for a weird little thing, does make the most sense to me because he would not know about the Terminus agenda. He would just know that he found a freaking prison underneath their headquarters yeah, that but he the, doesn't agree with. The weird thing with. is, with that, though, it seemed like after he found out, they were pretty much together the whole time. You, you know what I mean? It just seemed weird. Everything seemed weird to me to push this mystery of who let them out. And it just didn't seem anything to fit. So you have Jin. Oh, man, you know, she's not my girlfriend. Yeah, but she's a real powerful thing. And it almost felt like the only reason this is here is recap for people. You're the villain. So they know, Okay, Jin, she's a power genie off the charts. And there's Kid Flash. I think you do kind of need this recap of this because it is a new leg of the dynamic of the Teen Titans and how they're going to be, you know, acting towards one another. So you do want to kind of. That's what I'm saying, though. We're getting back to what we hated at the beginning of this. Oh, I agree. the, The whole. Rebirth. So that's what I hate. I don't, I actually don't mind it just because when they are working as the Teen Titans, they are a strong powerhouse team. When they're not doing it, we don't got to deal with it because we just have Damien trying to figure out who the other is. Yeah, he'll go and talk to Red Arrow to try it because she is, you know, the other detective kind of deal. They're like, she can. She has more wisdom than her age would let you think of it because the idea – we're going to run this down because Deathstroke said there was a traitor on the team. Who do you think it could be if it's anybody in him that just fucking with us? And the one thing that's telling a little bit in my mind is that when Lex Luthor is giving Lobo that like the offer about the whole thing, it's like you know your daughter cannot stand against you if she has no will of her own. And jumping to that month later where we see by the end of this that it seems that everybody the Teen Titans get, Jin uses her fucking magic to like you know wipe their mind mm. and actually give them a new identity make them productive members of society i think it's all going to lead back to Jin. like even i think the offer that uh, lex is giving lobo is Jin pretty much making her turn on crush which is going to be a messed up thing for their relationship they seem to be growing in this whole time frame yeah but that, that's the thing though now there is no relationship this, this is why i hate this issue i hate it I, I can't stand it. And I've been very positive about this book. I hate everything about this issue with the idea that we liked it because they weren't, you know, they were bickering a little, but they were actually seemed to be like, oh, all right, you're outcast. You're the younger, you're together, you're doing this, you know, round up. And now everybody, Damien thinks everybody is, you know, might be a traitor. And in the meantime, they're not talking to him. And then you have, you know what, me and Jen, that whole thing's over. You know, she doesn't even treat me the same and it'll never be the same. And I don't care because at least we're doing things and she can wipe out minds i think that this is a weird way to change this book where we actually liked it for the reasons that are actually opposite of what it seems to be going forward now with with the idea that they don't like each other the idea that they're just a team to be a team well that's the problem is they really don't have any other connection there is no reason if crush is not liking Damien that she just wouldn't leave. Crush isn't somebody who would just hang out because, hey, I'm a teen titan. She would just leave. You end up having Roundhouse, who at this point would probably just follow anything that, you know, Kid Flash does. And I think they would quit. You end up having Kid Flash do this whole thing saying, you know, Damien, you're a jerk. You shouldn't leave. You shouldn't leave. Well, if they're not talking to him, 
I think that Kid Flash just leaves, goes back to Central City, hangs out with Barry. They, they had a connection where, yes, you had Damien who is over the top. He, he is a jerk. They had this. They didn't like his methods. But I swear, when I was reading that deal with Lobo, they were coming together, and I really thought, okay, this is the idea where Damien even, even got the idea he knew he made a mistake, and now we're going to get past that, and now he'll say, you know, hey, from now on, no secrets, none of this. Instead, you do even worse by erasing people's minds so with gin and send I- them out. I actually want to. I'm wondering myself going forward how we're going to deal with this because is this something I actually the rest think of this the, book's going to end? I think that they're going to something that end the rest it. of the Teen Titans know about with what they're doing yeah. now because we had and to keep the dungeon like hidden a, before. Thing. Now we have a new thing like the identity crisis of changing who these people are fundamentally, yeah. magically through their minds. Are the other Teen Titans on board and with this, or is this just another lie, but, like your secret? But again, why does Damien spell out that he's doing it? There, there's one reason why he says it, and it is word for word what we got at the beginning of Adam Glass's run, where Damien had the dungeon because he said, you know what? My dad's way isn't the right way. Arkham Asylum, it's a, it's a rotating system. He says it again here, and now instead of realizing, oh my god, this dungeon, that was messed up. I shouldn't do that because it was even used to exploit me yeah. and end up – instead, I'm just going to end up wiping people's minds, and it's just too Changing much. It, it, it ends up to me – is it's just too much and now you get a book where I think the dungeon was just, too much i'm telling you this is just a, a progression of going down that slippery slope where it is getting like you know worse and worse for what they are doing but the dungeon there wasn't a lot of coming well, back from that in my thing, mind though, either he ends up putting them in the dungeon first and then they wipe their minds change their whole deal and then send them out this is just as bad if not worse they, they're ending oh, up worse. these are guys that should be and that's what i don't understand damien's a smart kid he he has seen that that dungeon was all. Now he has his methods and he has what he wants to do he and what he didn't thinks work should be it done. Fired on him, so he's doing but, something yeah. different now. But yeah, he's not, he which didn't just, think that like I what said, he was doing worse. was wrong. It's just he was mad that it actually worked against him in the long yeah, run. Yeah, I I think that this goes too far. The, this whole book to me, where you did have the dungeon, but that was just Damien, and that was like, oh man, that Damien. I wonder what. And you're just resetting it to do another awful thing. That, like we said, we don't know if Epjin knows. I mean, she's involved, obviously, yeah. and she even seems to be like almost like she really likes being evil now to do this because it is a pretty evil thing. Um, if nobody else knows, now you're just setting it up to be again where they find out. But again, the, I think that the whole idea of nobody talking to me now is just so that Damien can walk in and nobody's around him and he can go, hey, Jim, let's go and do that again. Uh, I just I, I thought that this issue was way off from what I was enjoying in this whole run. And it's now kind of reverting into what it was before. Oh, they hate each other. They, I just don't like I hate the idea of teams that hate each other. So and all I. of a sudden, that's what it's going to be here. Uh, I did like, you know, the other things I like seeing Mammoth and Shimmer. Uh, because I they're love classics. the idea too, because we do have Mammoth and Shimmer here. And the last time we saw Shimmer, was, I think it was like a one shot by a guest like writer in the Suicide Squad. It was. Had had it a was crazy a, Suicide yeah, Squad shot. team, but Shimmer had died there. I mean, like, man, this kind of like you know, you had a bunch of D listers in this whole Suicide Squad group at the time. Like, it's kind of messed up that you did that to Shimmer, though. So when she comes in here, like, man, I even had to fake my own death to get out of that Suicide Squad. I'm like, that it's, is a yeah. great call out yeah, that is. nobody's going to remember, but I appreciate it's it so awesome. much. And it's like one of those things where we were talking about Catwoman last. 
that's week. Fun. No, but last week we had nobody show up in Catwoman for no reason whatsoever, yeah, and we didn't sense. understand it. And the way, you know, the idea, well, I got a head injury. No, 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 no. You got you the had Tim a Mock. life injury. You got the Tim Mock. Yeah, you had a brain injury, meaning your brain was destroyed and you were killed. Uh, in this, though, that's all you need. A little shout out that uh, people who don't know are just going to go buy that and think, oh, that must have been something before. But yet, if you are in the know, you're like, oh, man, that's pretty funny to spell that out. And yeah, it's kind of a funny deal where you do get these things. It's even with the Deathstroke with this because you want to push the old, oh, man, they're old foes uh, of the Teen Titans, the Fearsome Five, their brother and sister, part of the Fearsome Five. The thing is, though, (laughs) it ain't their Teen Titans. So when when it does happen, (laughs) I just love it. The idea that they are – it's almost like rooting for what they say if you're rooting for the laundry. I'm rooting for the Eagles because they're the Eagles. They're just against any team that names themselves Teen Titans. They will be there to fight them. And Look, it makes me right laugh. Now, they're against anybody who wants to stop them from human trafficking. I'm like, you know yeah. what? A lot of people are going to be against it's you, funny Shimmer too, and Mammoth. When they end up going to the docks and they end up where they have these, you know, big containers, you know, yeah. shipment containers. They, did, were you ever under the assumption that it was anything but people? Because I like when I, they're dude, like, let's go get the, some the, strays. Look, and look, I'm like, the, no. The bag they throw in there, I had no idea that there would be people inside it. Because it's just like a freaking, you know, like a, a, guinea, a gunny sack full of somehow with a person yeah. inside. I'm like, how the hell did you do that? I guess, okay, if Mammoth is walking around, it makes sense. But I never once thought there was going to be a person inside that freaking bag. Oh, I, I ended up. And, and then at the end, with once that we get sec, to the I'm, cargo container, the idea yeah. that we have all these women. Oh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of human yeah. trafficking. Yeah. I don't think they're at, looking at for the, fucking straight even, cats or I dogs. I even made my thing. I'm like, okay, I think Mammoth actually, by the end of my, I think that was actually food. He was throwing the foods in. But I love when they're like, hey, uh, we need some more of these. You know, we got to pay the bills. Hey, I know there's some strays down there. I'm like, what are they doing with like, do you really think that I think that they're cats or dogs or whatnot? I believe they might be people. And then they were. Uh, and, you didn't and think again, that Mammoth was just Santa Claus bringing no, presents to all the good no, little boys I didn't and girls? Think that. No, I did. Well, maybe no. those in there were good little boys and girls. No, but those yeah, are the when, naughty when, ones. When, Watch yeah, out, when you kids. end up, oh my, when you end up having that, it is one of those things that I, I do like the way Adam Glass plays this out because a lot of people won't know Mammoth and Shimmer. Uh, they it's spelled out, hey, the old Teen Titans villains, they're part of the you know the Fearsome Five, and then they even mention Gizmo and stuff as it goes yeah. on. So if you're in the know, you get the connection. But you also have to make sure that anybody who doesn't know who they are realizes they're bad. Human traffic is one of the greatest ways to make somebody bad. I mean, there is no coming back from that. There is no gray area. You're awful. You're a scumbum, as you would say. So it actually is one of those things that I'm just afraid that, like, even with this, where you do have the scumbums here, you know, human trafficking. So that would be something that the Teen Titans, whether or not they're fighting, they can all go. And and the only thing that, again, because this is my least favorite Adam Glass issue of Teen Titans, and it's just because of the idea before we had a Kid Flash arguing he was upset he did but it never felt like some this feels more permanent this feels like something that the way he's spelling it out it's how it's going to be from now on it's not like damien saying man they don't talk to me when we're not having our missions but i'll be able to you know i'm gonna get in the straight and narrow and i'm gonna convince them otherwise or you know that roundhouse he kind of talks to me a little he'll warm up to me again this is just everything that damien says especially about like Jin, I ended up dropping my mouse, especially about Jin there. It just seemed like, 
all right, this is the status quo going forward. I just and imagine going forward, anymore. though, when we get the whole Lobo year, the villain offer, when that starts taking place in this whole thing, the deal is going to be where he gets, you know, the ring for Jin. She uses Jin to walk and take away the uh, And then you would the have to see Jin leave the, the book then, right? And the and thing is, I also don't think that Jin's on the up and up either way. I think she is the, like, the traitor of the group at no. this point. But the thing is, Jin has never done it for me for the group. Out of everybody, I like Crush and Roundhouse way more than I like Jin. She is my least favorite member too. of this group. But, but you would I think, think that everybody that gets get back together too. when we get uh, Crush and try to save her from the like Jin and stuff like that. And Jin's mm-hmm. even being used. But that's where I think the book is going to be going. But you have to have these moments throughout the book, even though we are sick of it because we dealt with it for over and over in this thing. But you need the drama because that pushes the story forward. Yeah, but you, you can have other th- like that. This there's other team books that don't have the drama, and the drama in this has always been Damien's a dick. It's been since Rebirth. There's no other drama that we get, Eric. And I'm gonna just keep saying drama. I, I'm, I'm sorry, because, but Damien is a dick, especially well, when he's around he other is, people. But that's what I'm saying. Then if you're gonna keep having this drama, then there's a point where everybody's just gonna leave, and then there's Damien by himself, and so that's, and that's what, what I'm happens thinking. Like when you're a dick, so watch out. That's this what is I think a, now. This is a morality tale right now. Don't, don't be a dick because everybody will leave you. I don't you. know why you know Roundhouse is hanging out with them. I, I we don't even see. I can get the idea. Like maybe it would have been better for me if when Damien's like, oh man, you know. Everybody hates me. We only talk on missions now. And, you know, I don't care because they're just my team. They're just tools for me. And then you end up seeing that the rest of the team really likes each other. Like you go off then and Damien walks into like the, you know, the kitchen and they're all laughing it up, fist bumping like you and Mark Jager. You're doing all these things. And then they just stop. And then Damien's like, oh, so at least I'm like, all right, they're still on the team. They'll deal with Damien because they're best friends they hate Damien. They don't receive whatever, but they're going to do it for each other. Just with it, just being Damien and spelling it out the way he did. And then on top of that, kind of going off with Emiko and saying like, I don't trust anybody. It could be any of these guys. So you're ending up with a team that I liked. And I really liked when we were actually getting them to be friends and seeing like when you had kid flash go and eat at roundhouses, yeah. you know, with his mom, probably still but, does. But I'm saying, though, but we don't ever we're not seeing that now because he's focusing just on Damien, who everybody hates and he hates everyone. And then it just I'm telling you, you had a dungeon, which was pretty dark. But this book where I where we disagreed with a lot of people that were going on, you know, and giving it threes out of tens. Eek ad. It rhymes. You end up where oh, this book's dark. This book's dark. And we, we kept saying you're not getting the full, you know, full scope of it because it isn't just dark. Yet this issue to me was, and this issue goes towards like, I'm like, oh my, they were right. Like the people who hated this book and what they oh, no, said, it, it I actually dark. agree. It's always but been it, dark before, and it is Yeah, but no, darker. I'm saying before it wasn't dark all the time. You had fun things with each other and you had these things and, and just everybody not liking each other and just being on the team. It takes every bit Damien. of what I like about like it. Damien. Yeah, but we don't see the rest of them. You're just with Damien. So the whole book, I'm telling you, I read this and I was just like, I fucking hate this issue and I don't want to read any more of it. It's going to be like this. I'm done because I think it's bad. And now it is just a dark book. And and then when you end up wiping minds, now it seems like you're just trying to get darker and darker just on purpose. Without Damien even thinking of the repercussions, thinking about what he already did and things like that. Now you're just throwing shit out there just to be dark. I had a good time watching our other team Titans, though, freaking fight Mammoth and Shimmer, though. Just the whole idea with Crush giving, you know, the fastball special with Roundhouse. 
else. Yeah. And at the end, when they freaking went and just him go like round us, teamwork making the dream work. I'm like, yeah. I love you, kid. Yeah, it wasn't enough so for me. It wasn't enough for me, this issue. And then especially by the end when he goes right from there to three panels later saying, I don't really even know that roundhouse. And it might be him, but he can't keep his mouth shut. I'm just like, all right, you're ruining it for me. You're actually making, you know, you're putting a even more darker spin on the entire book, not just Damien with this. Uh, it is kind of neat to think that they have re repurposed these villains to go off to be, you oh, know, these regular guys. And you do have, it's weird too, because you have brother blood. He cuts himself. He sees the blood. It looks like, oh my God, he's going to revert, whatever. He's going to remember. Yet the next deal, he isn't. You have the, you know, the computer deal saying that he isn't. He's fine. He's still green. I, 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 I actually wish that it would have went down there. With a atomic you know, skull, though, because I'm telling you, you have these yeah. guys who look like they, they're normal guys can pass as everyday folk and they're a whole new persona of what they're doing. But you have a atomic skull who's been reprogrammed. He's now Joey Marino. He's Joey like Marino. He might, it looks like he just might be skiing. I'm not sure, but like I don't, you still have a weird. giant atomic skull head. I don't know what he's doing. Like he's climbing a mountain. He's up on some, but yeah. Yeah, and even so, he's supposed to be a good guy, but you know that that's fine. Poor Damien. Uh, but yeah, you see at the end that he, you know, and, and that's kind I of say a poor cool Damien, poor too. Thomas Skull. I'm like, yeah, he, he was a good guy. Why did he no have to get captured? Poor Joey Marino. That's what I say. Yeah, there's Gizmo. Even earlier when Mammoth and Shimmer are like, what? You know, he's like, yeah, Gizmo. What happened to him? Oh, you'll you'll find out soon enough. You'll see. But yeah, it's it's they just won't to me. See. It, it's starting to just be a little too dark for me without, you know, with this whole idea of the team not getting along and stuff. And I, I actually thought that this whole thing with Lobo actually solved that where they realize, OK, we have some problems. Everything's out in the open now. Let's talk about it. I thought this issue would be one of those where they they have a meeting. They call Damien in and say, listen, well, you know, we're a team. You can't keep secrets. You can't do this nonsense. Instead, we see that at least as far as we know so far that he's doing this thing with you know, gin and possibly behind right. the backs again. So we'll have to wait to see what's going on. And that's on one thing though. It that. is getting darker because this is like, this is a whole nother level of capturing villains and just keeping them in prison in your basement for the most part. The idea that you are literally changing them yeah. against their will. I'm like, I need to see how this continues for how dark it is and how fucked up it is to see how they're going to be able to get out of this whole thing and maybe change the character for the better. Cause the idea that this is the way we're going to make things better from what we were doing before. I'm like, that is crazy. Like you have just realized like, he might be insane, Damian Wayne, and he is just taking even crazier precautions and freaking well, things. But the at thing this is, it's weird because he just doing. he just ends up saying the same thing that he used to explain the dungeon. It's a revolving door at Arkham. The prisons don't work, so I'm going to do this. This is like you're supposed to think this is the and progression. It's such a weird thing with Jim too, learning. because she was upset with him. The idea of locking yeah. up somebody against their will, but well, now again, to literally change somebody against their will. Like, does he have the ring? Is he making well, her that's do this? Uh, I'm, I'm actually I as know you say it, I'm looking to see if we see when he's out of costume if they actually slyly show that he has the ring on but i, I don't see it uh and then he has gloves on so it could be underneath but uh what did you what would you give this i am giving this a 7.5 out of 10 i really enjoyed the art of this issue and it's like i would have liked to see more of the team like you said doing stuff behind the scenes to show that they're still good like you know friends or what they do or do not know but this is a weird place to take this book i find it interesting though and i want to see where adam glasses plans on taking it and what he's going to do to possibly redeem the characters or put them on a path they can't come back Ooh. from but i am interested so 7.5 out of 10 
Three out of 10 for me. I hated it. I hated every bit of it. I can't stand the direction it's going into. And like I said, if it keeps going this way where it's, you know, let me one up myself each time of how dark it could be. What's going to happen when this is shown up? Now he's just going to behead people on TV. Uh, I mean, it's already you already had what could have been the big lesson that Damien learned. And it doesn't look like you've learned shit. And now everybody hates each other. So I really don't like it. This was one of the books that I actually, you know, had a smile when I read it and had some fun. It seemed like, yeah, it was still dark with the dungeon, but that was just Damien. And now you get Jen involved. Emiko's quit. You have all the everybody won't talk to Damien. And it seems like it's like this book seemed to be away from, you know, that whole rebirth into the dark deal. Now it's gone fully into that where everybody seems to, you know, be getting involved. I just don't like it anymore. More. Uh, and it's just one issue. If next issue we see some more things going on. And and also this issue happens after two that were kind of treading water because you had Lobo yeah. and all that stuff. And the Terminus agenda was not great either. It was so, not. So yeah, the, this book is really a downer for me anymore. And it was one of the ones that I enjoyed. I'm not enjoying it anymore. So we'll see how that goes. It's not my book of the week. I, I will let you know that. That, that is definitely not. Uh, what is your book of the week? My book of the wing is Nightwing number 63. Yeah, I think that's mine too. I think I ended up giving that a 7.5. And unfortunately, that is my book of the week. That's my highest score. So there you go. Yours is a 7.8. We didn't have a lot of books though. So, you, no. you know, you have to pick one. But yeah, from there though, what we're going to be talking about next week, a bunch of books involved here and a bunch of books that uh, we'll be talking about, but two will be on the Patreon as a Patreon only spotlight if you want to listen to that. And I, I have my ideas of what that will be. Uh, one might rhyme with Earth of the Ite Ite, and the other one might rhyme with Atman Ooperman, Eric. I don't want to reveal things, though, but that's kind of what I think. Go over to patreon.com slash weird science. Here are the books. Action Comics number 1014, Batgirl number 38. Eight, that will be with Reggie. Batman Beyond 35, that will be Batman Beyond Mark talking about that. Batman Curse of the White Knight number two. Batman Superman number one, a book that we've been waiting for. And, and the funny thing is, when I saw that that was coming up, me and you were both confused. Like, I, was, I said to you, I'm like, is that, do you think that's coming out? Because Fresh Comics, a lot of times, is where I go and look ahead of time to see what we have to do. Uh, sometimes they don't you know, update from things delayed and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, and both of us thought it was delayed till September, but it is coming out. I see it right there. We have Detective Comics number 1010. Dial H for Hero number six. You heard Reggie say earlier that we would be talking about that, and that'll be the last one we probably cover on the podcast. We have Freedom Fighters number eight. There's a book that puts a smile on our face, Eric. There you go. We can both agree with that. Let's hope it doesn't get too dark, huh? Yeah, well, really. Uh, No, it it just has (laughs) to maintain what it is i just don't need things to get you know where if all of a sudden we had freedom fighters and now the ratsies are gone and now you're fighting somebody and then i'll be like what happened justice league number 30 we're going to continue that story with doom justice war whatever they come is coming up justice league dark number <laughs> 14 really well. whatever the hell that is uh and, you know, the and this, book. These, these are the weird things here you mentioned earlier, you have Justice League and Justice League Dark coming out at the same time. That's yeah. very odd. It's also odd to have Superman and Action Comics come out at the Agreed. same time because we're going to have that as well. Martian Man under number eight comes out, Jeremy in the Orlando Zone there. Red Hood Outlaw 37. Superman number 14. Flash number 77. 
The Terrifics number 19 will be on the site. You can go to weirdsciencedccomics.com and read that, but we won't be talking about it on the podcast. And Wonder Woman number 77. Oh, my, 77, Eric. Do you think there'll be an homage to the no, TV show? No, I don't. Should, and that if, I don't think it if will. You don't, if you haven't heard of the news, uh, I did kind of guess that G. Willow Wilson would be off the book soon and they would have Steve Orlando on it. That looks to be the case. So finally, I, I ended up predicting something. That kind of I don't remember you saying nothing about that. I said it indeed. Uh, but yeah, I, like I said, if you want to go over, I do think that the picks will be Curse of the White Knight and Batman Superman. Do you, do you think that I am correct there? Do you think that I have that no idea? Be... There's a lot of books. People get weird sometimes. There are a ton things. of books. That does happen. As I'm saying this, I am delaying to get a sound, but that's fine. Eric, uh, <laughs> did you like this? <laughs> did you like having Reggie back? Did you? I right. love you to be like, I right. did not. Oh my, how? Uh, that would be hilarious i hated every minute of it but yeah it's great to have reggie back again if you hadn't been listening there might be some people who just jumped on reggie had been on the podcast for quite some time so he is back it's cool and what do we say at the end everyone have a great week we keep it weird weird and we'll see you in seven see you in seven oh, yeah.